Hey, what's something to say? Just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerdy world, the reviews they bring. These boys and girls give you the word. All the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to I'm Nana. I'm Big T. I'm Martin. I'm Stevie. And we're Blurs or Us. I thought I lost everyone there because I said something and then there was like <laughs> a little pause and I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> oh, wait, I wait. T got that stage right. It's like, that's the long time I've done this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Nana. Uh, uh, who, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, welcome to episode 108 of Bloods Are Us. We have a jam packed show for you today. Um, and also, as well, we've got quite a full house. There's four of us on the show today. Um, only Micah and, Mo- and Marvin aren't available. Um, it's so annoying having Micah, Martin, and Marvin. There's so many M's. I get, I get confused cool. sometimes and end up calling Martin, Marvin, and Marvin, Martin. And, and when we're gaming together, it's just like, Ah, I, yeah, it gets a bit wild. Um, but anyone that might be listening to us for, for the very first time, we are a, a pop culture podcast. We generally reviews things from the a black perspective. Um, we are generally all based in the South London area. Um, before we used to be all predominantly based in Gotham, aka Craydon. Um, <laughs> but certain people have, have have flown the nest and ventured out. Um, which That's right. I'm in. I'm in Metropolis now, Reboy. <laughs> um, <laughs> West London. <laughs> ho- hopefully later on this year, I might also make a move. I don't know where I'm going to move. It maybe was it Star City? Is that is, is that another <laughs> place? You got Gotham, Metropolis, Star City, Midway City. Which one's Midway? Who's in Midway? I think that's Flash. I thought Star City was Flash. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not into DC as much as Marvel. <laughs> it might be Aquaman. Aquaman. Well, no, he's the ocean, isn't it? Man, who knows? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Atlantis. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Star so, Flash, Star Lab, Star City, Flash. Yeah, so, yeah. All right. So just you know, um, what we normally do, we'll go breaking off into our weeks and say what we've been up to. Um, any shows that's not really talked about the main event. This is where opportunity to let you guys know um, any strange and wonderful things we've been doing. Um, Every once in a while, we'll have like a question of the day. It's normally something quite outlandish. Uh, we'll not be doing that today because that will sometimes push us into like a five-hour episode. Um, <laughs> and it's great for the listeners. I mean, you guys never get tired of a voice anyway. Oh, do you know? Do you know? Some people like mm. people that do like postal runs and stuff like that, like long podcasts, so they don't have to touch their phones or yeah. anyone does like um, nights just where they stack stuff. They just sometimes just want one thing that's going to play for a continuous time in it. And um, mm. so, yeah, some people love it. Some people prefer the one hour episodes. For those that prefer the one hour episodes, I just say break our episodes into one hour slots. Listen to the first hour, take a break. <laughs> Listen to the second hour, take a break. Listen to the third hour. <laughs> and then you should be, by, by the time you get to the third hour, you more than likely will be done with the episode. So um, mm. that's what I say there. Um, but yeah, and then we'll br- then break up anything that's happening in the news, pop culture wise. Um, normally like get split up into general news, comic book news, anime and manga news, uh, gaming news. 
Then if there's been an amazing trailer that's dropped, we'll normally review that trailer. And last but not least, we'll go into our main event, which normally would be like one blockbuster movie that's been dropped in the cinema. But obviously in this pandemic times, cinemas are still closed. Um, a lot of stuff just getting dropped on street, a lot of very, a variety of different streaming services. So we, and there's a shitload of stuff being dropped. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> we may review a lot more stuff than we normally would, but hopefully soon it will go back to like the one or two big blockbuster movies and then everything else. So we kind of like be like side homework for anyone that wants to do it or wants to watch it. If it peaks your, it peaks, perks your interest. I, I don't peaks, know. Oh, you're right. It peaks, you're right. Peaks your interest. Yes. Peaks your interest. Um, that's what we'll, that's what we'll go to. Um, I like, I like perks your interest though. That sounds sexy. <laughs> 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 um, and then, yeah, that kind of brings us to the end of the episode. Um, yeah, end of the episode. Um, I will just quickly plug our social medias real quick. Uh, we are on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Uh, we have an email address at blurzerus.hotmail.com. Um, so if you want to get in touch with us, like we've, if you've done an amazing job and you want us to let us know, please do so. If you've done a terrible job and you want us to let us know, also please then do don't so. say nothing. You don't want to know. <laughs> nah, nah. Well, still, still, leave us Apple reviews because the more reviews that we have, um, there's two things. The more reviews that we have, um, the greater chance that if anyone types in a review for a certain show or wants a Blur's perspective, um, our name will more than likely come up and we'll rise up the iTunes ranking. And secondly, if we ever get to the stage where we have 100 reviews, we'll be eligible to apply to Rotten Tomatoes and we can actually leave Rotten Tomato reviews um, and affect the tomato whether something's fresh or rotten. I think that would be really cool to have that kind of power in your in our hands. Um, yes. But we're we're far away. I haven't. I, it's been a while since I've checked how many reviews we've gotten. Probably still like five. But if people can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Um, but yeah, without further ado, let's start with Stevie. Stevie, what have you been up to? So yeah, I've been up to. I, I, I ought to have been up to a shitload, but. Um, I was looking through my notes and trying to figure out like what have I watched in the last two weeks, and I've, I've watched all of the like the, some of the main stuff that we're going to talk about in a bit. I've watched most of that, but um, yeah, uh, stuff that I've been sort of just like burning through. I'm doing Demon Slayer at the moment, um, so I'm currently on like episode 19, and there's 26 episodes, so I'm really quite happy about that because. Um, is that, yeah, it's a great, it's a, it's a great anime. And, um, there, there are moments where I'm like, I want him to stop the, the internal monologue, but, but that is anime for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it, it's, it's, um, it's really got me hooked and, and I'm really hope. I don't, is there a season two? Um, I haven't um looked yet. so with Demon Slayer, there is a film, um, I'll miss a train to Busan. It's not train to Busan. There's a Demon Slayer film and there's a train in the title. Um, the movie is a link between season one and season two. You like, yeah, it's not, it's not a filler movie. The movie is relevant. Like you have to it's, see it's the movie. Yeah, it's canon. You have to see the movie Excellent. to understand what yeah. goes on later on. Um, what, where's that on? Is that on like Funimation? It, it's not out legally globally yeah? <laughs> <laughs> not out legally globally yet and I'm wait, I'm waiting for it to come on Funimation or Crunchyroll before I watch it and review it um, with alright so before I even ask you this next question let me just quickly explain uh, at Blurs of Rust we have a very unique rating system if we think it's called a chicken rating system if we think something's absolutely dead it gets bones Core cool chicken is the next Bro. 
half chicken, three piece, and if it's the creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. So based on the nine episodes you've seen so far of Demon Slayer, what would you rate it, Stevie? Whole fucking chicken straight away. Yeah. It's I'm completely hooked. <laughs> like I'll 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 put some of the sort of you know like the the um the the shouty bits when they're in midair and they're suspended and and they're just shouting and the the more they shout the the stronger they are. Yeah. Um, yeah, because that's just anime, and I'm I'm, I'm happy with that. This is a really well put together story. They're, they're building characters. They've they've got a nice clear kind of like pathway. They got they got baddie, but then there is a part of me that's wondering quite how like there's there's an extra element to this that I'm suspecting that sort of got uh, where the, the the lines are being blurred between demons and humans. So. I'll have to see what what happens um, with regards to that, but yeah, it's um, it's it's totally totally awesome. I'd I'd suggest yeah, anybody who hasn't seen it absolutely watch it. It's very good, and actually the the actual art style is really nice as well. I, I, mm. I, I like there. There's some some great bits where they play around with. I don't know, I don't I should probably know this, but like the the different styles of of anime that you've got, where you've got like more detail and then you've got um the kind of like the, the real cartoony bits where they use like you know teardrops and, Chibis, and the, the, when they go chibi mode chibi chibi chibi, chibi. Yeah. yeah that's it yeah yeah and and they they utilize that in in certain moments just to sort of like accentuate the the the, the storyline the, the storytelling um and i think i remember us doing one when we were doing the ghibli files we talked about uh, um i can't remember it was one of these like some something that we saw was like a selection of different like types of anime and in one of them it, they played with loads of different styles of anime um and i quite enjoyed that i quite like that kind of like utilizing it to to make the make the experience more interesting uh, but yeah that was good um and i've also watched two episodes of that samurai documentary which i can't remember the name of um, it's on Netflix and it's fucking awesome. It's yeah, it's really good. It's called Age of Samurai. Age of Samurai. That is a whole yeah. chicken for me as well. I am totally hooked on that. I did not really kind of like expect to be so hooked, but the acting is brilliant. The quality is is fantastic. They've got really good like um, like costumes and stuff like that, and it's also really interesting. Like I didn't know about all of this kind of like power struggle that went on in in Japan. Yeah. Oda Nobunaga. I mean, I'm crazy about uh, Japanese sort of. Yeah, I guess, yeah, you could say Japanese culture. But, uh, maybe crazy is the wrong words to use, but I really enjoy uh, learning about Japanese culture. Um, so, it's also, it's also based upon the, um, it's the Edo Warring uh, periods, where you had uh, Oda Nobunaga's rise into uh, become an absolute powerhouse and basically dominated Japan. Um, one of my favorite families is the Date Clan, so at some point I'm sure the Date Clan will be uh, will be announced. Um, um, yeah, I, th- I think I, I think it's absolutely amazing. Um, so it's TV, I I recommend people go watch it. I've only seen the first episode though, so I'm not going to rate it just yet. Um, but it's, there's a definite watch. I'm sure we'll watch it all together and review it um, in an upcoming episode. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the, I I would say that the the second episode is is just continues in the in the well thought out way that the first episode does it is and there's a great bit in it that's not spoilers but they talk about like the the origins of I mean, it, happened, it happened like what 15 in the 1500s there are no spoilers 
<laughs> yeah, in, in, I think in the second episode they talk about the origin of the ninja, um, who sort of like this idea of like people who um, they're like uh, a very reclusive clan that sort of like would go and practice guerrilla warfare, where they would like sneak up, yeah. and, like, kill people silently. They're kind of assassin idea, and um, I was just like, there's so much to this that's so exciting. It's I can't wait to watch more of it. Yeah, I'm 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 uh, very happy that you guys yeah. watched that because at some point I did want to add it to what we were going to watch but obviously we had a t- shit ton of stuff already we have um, yeah i i mm. will watch this at some point um i like again i love the japanese culture i like learning and watching and reading more stuff on it so this will be very insightful um yeah man I, again i'm like I'm, I'm happy and i like the feed that like initial feedback from you guys that it's good so i'm looking forward to watch it um and yeah that's my two yeah. bits continue <laughs> Um, I have just been watching an absolute shit fuck ton of um, The Office, The American Office. It is, the wife is into it, so we have been like just binging tons of it. It's so good. And they're like, I think this I said this. Bizarre, Sorry? Uh, there's, I think there's nine seasons of it. Yeah, does, um, does, does, the, con- does the quality of it, like, is it consistent? From- because like, I know, obviously the English one only had two seasons. So after that, they kind of go off on their own thing. They, Does the they are they are worlds apart. So yeah. it, it, the, the, to to all English people, anybody who's lived in England for a significant amount of time, you watch the English and worked in England as well. Yeah, you watch the English one, and you will be cringing your ass off. It is, yeah. It's I almost love- unwatchable because it's so <laughs> so cringy. And and Do I think. Go on. I was going to say that now that because you said that, right? It, I think what your experience is something that happened with the in between us. The, the English in between us is funny. The American one is just a pile of crap. So I think in that it? same regard, uh, the American Office, I'm sure, is like you said, is absolutely amazing. The same, yeah. the same thing happened. The same thing happened with um, Shameless as well. They made an American Shameless. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. 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 I don't know how they do that. Is it? What was it like? No. They just went the same. Like, but the jokes, yeah. the jokes fly. I think American jokes for American shows fly and are re- act, was it and work work out really well. But British jokes in an American setting is mm. it, it, I'm sure it goes over people's head. Like the, the, the delivery is just not the yeah. same. So if you watch yeah, the so first first season of of the office, the American Office, it doesn't really land um, because mm. it is almost identical to the the first season of the the British Office. Mm. Yeah. Um, but in the in the second season, they start to take ownership of of like what this show actually ought to be in order to appeal to to Americans mm. and mm. Uh, to the American audience. And you notice in the second season, it slowly changes. By the time they get to the end of that season, it's a, it ends on a totally different note. Mm. And then yeah. now I'm on. See, I've just finished season five, and it's its own show. It's a totally different product from the, from the UK office. Um, okay. And the I, I don't know how if I should go into it too much, but I mean, um, my main differences that I see between the UK office and the, the American office is that in the UK office, no one is redeemable. <laughs> <laughs> everybody is uh just as an arsehole and, and just you just you know like david brent is just you're just like what a 
awful person. Mm-hmm. And, and yet, in the American office, every single character has got a moment where they're like, you're like, oh, they're actually, they're either really good at something or they are actually show some sort of humanity and, and even Dwight. Wanna... Yes, yes. <laughs> Dwight is, Dwight's character is just brilliant. They're, and that's the thing, you, you've fallen in love with all the different characters <laughs> and they're really yeah. exploring all the characters. Um, yeah. And yeah, there is, um, it is, it's a more lovable show. But I've spoken to Americans who said they, they can't do The Office because it's too cringy. And they, then they find the English office is actually okay. It's not particularly cringe. And yeah. I think it's to do with like what you're used to. Like they've probably had yeah. that experience in, in America of working with people. But and I can tell you now, I have worked with genuine characters who are like the, the characters in the UK office. Sure. Yeah, definitely. I, I, yeah, I can tell you some funny, like, when we, when we eventually meet up um, and, and we don't record I'll tell you some very funny, <laughs> funny experiences that I've had with with office members. So yeah, no, it, it definitely. I'm, I mean, I, I'm glad that it's nine seasons because I've got so many more episodes of, of the office to enjoy. And uh, mm-hmm. and they left the the last episode of season five ended on a big kind of like a big kind of like announcement, sort of cliff, cliffhanger type thing. Mm-hmm. Not really a cliffhanger, but they didn't specifically say what happened, and you were just like. <gasps> Yeah, mm. so I feel like I'm completely hooked on a sinker now. It's like a drama almost, but I'm happy to say you are. Yeah, first the water puzzle game. Now this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I don't think I've advanced that much further now. The the, the three hundreds on that puzzle get that that bottle game are are. Oh, are I, mean. yeah. I, I think well, I, I'm I'm past two hundred thirty-five. I think I might be on two hundred fifty something actually. But yeah, I'm between thirty something and fifty something. So yeah, two hundred. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. Yeah. Um, speaking of games that that you can't advance past, just quickly, this is a random yes. tangent. Yeah, I only just found out how you're meant to play solitaire properly. Because you know, like. You know you've got the deck in the top left corner, yeah, and then you've got like all the the lines at the bottom, and then you've yeah, got the four the, spaces the at the top at the top yeah. right here. Mm-hmm. I thought the aim of the game was to put all the cards in order at the bottom, like have king, queen, jack, blah blah blah, like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I thought once you've done that, that's it. The game's done. Do you know what so I mean? the time is going, never... and you're wondering why? Why is the time still going? I'm, I'm, like, I'm finished. I'm like, I'm done. Like, what does this game want from me? But then I clocked like I was one step away from actually finishing <laughs> legit, the game. Legit. <laughs> because I thought the top four in the top was just to put the aces there. I didn't know why. I just thought the aces go there, uh... and everything else goes at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, once time. you're done that, next time turn on autocomplete, and that'll just help you so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. I think if you double click on a card on on a card that can go into that kind of space, yeah, it'll that, automatically well. go into that as well. Mm. This is all new to me. I feel like I've discovered some DLC or something for, for Solitaire. <laughs> can you like, imagine? Wow! <laughs> I was, I was, the only reason I found out yet is because I was flicking through Facebook, and like an advert came up for a Solitaire app, and it it had a quick like speed run of someone completing it. And then I saw, like, yeah, he's putting the things in order, puts the ace up there. Who? Then he put a two up there. And I was like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> then, then, like, he's, then he started putting them all up there. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> then, like, he finished the game. And then the, all the so cards good. started dancing around. 
Oh, like, I've never seen that. Explosions. Oh. I was like, oh my days, my <laughs> wow. whole life. It took me 31 years to figure out how to play Solitaire. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about Minesweeper? Do, do you know how to play oh, Minesweeper? I love Minesweeper. Yeah, I used to. Oh, actually, I, I love how to play Minesweeper. Always start with a corner in 2013. Right. Yeah. Okay. I caught always starting the corners <laughs> and and starting Minesweeper in 2013. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm saying always starting the corners because mm. I don't know. That's just a little hint for anyone that wants to play it. I found that way the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah no, I love that. Game. Right. That game's stress, bro. That game is stress. I generally just clicked randomly anywhere on the screen, and then and then started like initially just didn't give a monkeys, and then I'd like yeah. the more clicks I did, the more I cared, and the more stressed yeah. it became. <laughs> Admittedly, yeah, when I first started, it was just a free for all. You just click anywhere and then see what happens. But hmm. once I figured out, that's exactly how you Once play. I figured out what the numbers meant. <laughs> <laughs> which didn't take me as long as it took me to figure out solitaire but still once I figure out what the numbers meant I was like oh there's actually tactics to this <laughs> but no I, I get down with, with, with Minesweeper man I love that game excellent that's the step alright Martin you're up what have you been up alright then right so um, for after that let me go through the anime list so Tensei Slime that's how I got Kamehameha Slime Season two, episode seven was juicy. This is the exact same part in the anime, sorry, in the manga as well. That you know, it just becomes delicious. Mm. Um, so I, I know I keep saying that my, my go-to phrase is "you're in for a real treat," but legit, like you, your heads are gonna explode. You can be like, "Whoa, like, what's he doing?" Just... Like, yeah, it's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be nuts. I can't wait to re- to hear your reactions to it. Um, next episode, next couple of episodes. Um, Kafka Jutsu no Yoroshi, um, episode seven. That's redo healer. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, another another decent episode. That uh, this guy, uh like you know when you know when bad guys try to use people as this don't give away too much for me. You know when, try, when bad guys try to use people as leverage, mm-hmm. and the main character is like, do you know what? I don't care. Go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> You're still gonna die. Like, just go. Run. Yeah, dude. Run <laughs> Listen, I, I I said this last week here. When they killed the woman that raised him, it was over. Like it was over. That yeah, was, it was like, over. Like, when, th- this is the thing: if girlfriends, wives, loved ones, and mothers, yeah. When the villain fucks with them, yeah, it's a rap. Like the the main it's character just doesn't care no more. He's just like, oh, it's like me. vengeance. Vengeance like, is mine. It's like that meme. Have you seen that meme when it's like one of the the villains like I've trained for thousands of years to perfect my art and maximize my power. <laughs> And then the, the hero just like, you killed my, my best friend. And then that's it. Instantly, power levels are, are above. Like, I mean, in Chigo Arukia. <laughs> Let's not even do this. <laughs> <laughs> Bruv, my guy said that, yeah, I, it took me three days to learn Bankai. I'm going to come and take on, was it, the, the lieutenant of squad one in one punch. <laughs> are you dizzy? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Um, RE0 season two, episode eight. Mm-hmm. That was uh, again. That was a decent episode. Um, it's now moved on a little bit, which I which I like. Um, I won't go into too much detail about that one at all. Uh, so let's go ahead to the next one. Jujutsu Kaisen episode twenty. So episode 18, 19, and twenty are friggin' sick. Um, and that's what I'm going to say about it. And you know, uh, Goju, the um, uh, what's it called, the trainer, who's like Kakashi. Yeah. Bruv, he is legit like Akashi. That guy's OP as f- uh, yeah, he's OP. Hella OP. I need, I think I mean I think I watched nineteen, I don't think I've watched twenty yet. I haven't watched no, I, I, I don't have I haven't watched mm. any anime since like I think Tuesday, so I've got a lot to catch up on. 
Okay, okay, good, 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 good. Like, I was like, he's OP. Just so yeah. Nana saying I haven't watched the anime since Tuesday and making it seem like that's a long time just made me laugh. Like, no, because, <laughs> do, 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 do you know why? Do why I say that? Since Tuesday. No, do you know why? Yeah, because basically, like this season, I'm actually watching all the anime pretty much week to week. So, oh, yeah? let, let's say Monday. The, um, oh, I've got my anime list somewhere, but Monday normally is like the time I got reincarnated as slime and um, mm. jobless reincarnation. Tuesday is normally like ReZero and something else. Wednesday is redo heal. No, Thursday's Hornet Saga. I'm the time uh, I'm a spider. So what? And um, redo healer. Friday is something else. Saturday is normally Horiime and Skate Infinity. So I haven't watched. I haven't watched. Bro, a while, so you just said a bunch of syllables to me. Like I don't know what. Were all those? Were all those? Were all those just one anime? <laughs> okay, yeah. so I'm just gonna say this now. Yeah, for anyone that's into anime, yeah, and especially for if you're what like these are the ones that I'm watching of this season. Isn't it? The time I got reincarnated as slime, jobless reincarnation, promised Leverland season two, Hortensia saga, I'm a spider. So what? Horiime. Skate Infinity, Back Arrow, Hidden Dungeon Only I Can Enter, Jujutsu Sky, Kaisen, Scar on the Scar on the Praetor, Redo the Healer, Armor Shop. I'm only on episode four, and actually X Arm. I'm only on episode three. Uh, X Arm. I give you um like not a trigger warning, but watch at your own um or trigger. It's not a trigger because like it's not like it's etchy or anything. It's just like it's really bad, but like for some reason I want to watch it and and find out where it's going. Oh yeah, because the, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. After four, I don't know. three, three oh, episodes. No. Like I said, I've tried to watch the first five minutes and I was done with it. So yeah, Martin turned it off. Congratulations after, there. Martin turned it off after five minutes. I got to episode three. I like the oh. potential of where the story is going, but the animation and the voice acting is like dreadful in it. Um, <laughs> Oh, even that. I mean, the animation was dreadful. I also expected the voice actor to be terrible. The, the, the voice actor is Again, not great. The voice actor is not great. It's, 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 oh, it's, it's decent, but you would expect mm. better in it. For uh, something that someone's put money into, yeah. you'd expect a lot more. Um, the, is it the, a lot of these animes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, again, I don't know. I have no frame of reference to what you're talking about. Yeah. So sometimes you just say syllables, and every now and again, there's an English title. But a lot of it sounds like sounds like you're you're listing out your porn collection and like some of them some of them, some of them are like gay porn because you've got like the dragon that only I can enter the dungeon the, the, the dungeon gay infinity or whatever what did you say mm, gay infinity, infinity. <laughs> that's a skateboard gay infinity. that's a skateboard anime uh, oh. Um, <laughs> Okay, I don't know, man. I don't uh, know what happened there. Um, <laughs> you're, you're, you're not wrong, though. You're not wrong, though, because <laughs> like, we watched, especially when I used to watch anime um, when I was younger, right? And you get my, I, I get my mum and my dad and my little brother just coming over and, like, just having a, you know, just trying to see where it's, like, watching and stuff like that, right? And sometimes I'll be like, mum, it's not what it looks like, I promise you. It's not in compromising positions. So it's like, is this, is this like, cartoon pose? I'm mum, I promise you it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Just, 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 mom, mom. It's a context. I, I, I show her the like the, the, the ten minutes. It's like okay, cool, I understand it. Yeah, you, but like, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny that like because I've, I've kind of dropped off of anime like the last couple of years. I used to be into anime as well, but I, I haven't really watched. Like the last anime I watched wasn't Tuesday. It was like season one of One Punch Man. <laughs> I didn't even get around to season two. Mm, but, wow. like, I remember. 
like now that I'm not in it, I can see how other people heard me when I used to talk about it. Yeah. Like, when, I was, <laughs> when I was a kid, yeah, I remember knowing like I know. I'm gonna call it an anime, but I know some people don't like to say. But Pokemon, yeah. When I was a kid, kid, I used to be able to list off every Pokemon in yeah. order of the Pokedex. Do you know what I mean? And my mum would be like, "You're meant to be learning the periodic table." Do you know what I mean? And I couldn't tell you shit, but I could list off every Pokemon in order. Do you know what I mean? So it's just funny the shit that we learn and remember, man. Yeah. <laughs> Schools need to take a leaf out of the, uh, the like the Pokemon series so that. They could like teach kids the periodic table, but or Leafy Is there not a Pokemon called Argon? Yeah, there is a Pokemon called Argon. Yeah, someone should make an anime out of the periodic table. You know, isn't there an anime about cells at work or something like that? Yes, there is. and it's proper. Yeah, it's good. That you know what? That piqued my interest. I saw that. I might give that a watch. It's, it's very mm. inform- informative and it actually like sticks to a lot of stuff that's in your body. Like it's not just yeah. it's pulling shit out of the sky. Like it's actually on point, isn't it? And it's, yes, it's there is a Pokemon called Agron. It's a steel type. Agron, yeah. It's a steel type. It's also Aron. Aron, Aron, Agron. Yeah. Oh my days, what have I done? We're going to start talking about Pokemon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're gonna go off on one. Pokemon talk will right, come let later. Let me, let me continue, otherwise we're going to be yeah, here all day. Pokemon talk will come later. Kuma Desuga Nanika, that's Sarah Spider, so what's episode 8? Again, this episode slaps. I mean, just the fact that every episode uh, she gets stronger, and it gets to the point where you're thinking, okay, cool, what, what new... Beast are gonna fight that's you know that's capable of fighting and she that's capable of fighting on part even greater than She has a fighter actually it's not much more supposed to be saying but she has a fighter dragon and it's another good fight. I think but even though it's it's, it's a spider versus a dragon and we've seen in the past it's been like a spider versus I don't know, those ape ape creatures, whatever, right? It's it's been a joy to watch. So um again a great episode. Um, Doctor Stone season two episode seven. Um, I'm learning a lot about science, though, considering the fact that I did the cabbage during the stuff like that. But there's certain things that you just don't learn because it's not on the syllabus. Do you know what I mean? Mm. On the Greek, yeah. Doctor Stone is. That is such a nice. Your mind, yeah. ma- ma- sorry, you're kind. You're kind in and out, and your volume's gone quiet. Oh, I wonder why that is. Okay, you're back now. You're back to being good. Alright, cool. I have no idea what that was. All I was turn my uh, mic slightly. Alright. Um, moving on. League of Legends. I picked it up. Was it last week with you guys? Like, how long was it? Like was it last days. week Sunday I picked it up? I feel guys. like it was like two days ago. Bruv. Do you know what, right? I, I think this is the first time, because I had Dota ages ago that my friend tried to get me into. Mm-hmm. I played one round and I said, nah, that's it. I'm not playing again. Um... But for some reason, League of Legends, I think it's because I play with you guys as well. Mm-hmm. It's just fun because like, I'm learning I'm learning new things and Marvin is actually like showing me the ropes and whatnot. Yeah. And yeah, it's interesting. I can see how I can see why people are interested in it. Um we played a bit of Apex Legends with, with Nana as well and Marvin. Yeah. Um as well as that. We got a win last night. We got a win last night. We did last night and we got a win last night. Second game, we got a win, and that was the only win. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we finished we finished we should have been fished pretty high though. Like we got a couple of top twos. Yeah, and so on and so forth. So yeah, not bad at all. Um, I also recently picked up Star Trek Online. I'm a massive Star Trek fan, so playing the game on it is is good. It's good. 
um, just the fact that you're able to. Um, so the game starts off with you know picking what kind of cruiser you want, whether it's a it's a science vessel, uh, sorry, starship you want. So either it's a cruiser, um, star, um, a science vessel, or a, a, an escort vessel, and yeah, it's, it's everything to do with, with Star Trek. It goes right on from the original series, so you see descendants of say um, past characters all the way to present, where you have um, Discovery. So yeah, really enjoyed it. It's just and, on the phone. Yeah, it's I th- I think there's a version on the phone. I played it on my PC. Is it? And it's it's, 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 it costs. It costs. It costs nothing, so you can pick it up. I I think I picked this up from the Epic Store. Um, nice. it's been it's, it's been for a while. I think I can't. I think I can't remember when it first came out. I don't know if it was uh two years ago or even two thousand eight or something. I mean, I have to I have to read up on it and stuff. But all I know is that it's 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 interesting. The reason why I like it is I guess, because I get to have my own starship, pick my own crew, and just do the missions. Um, the progression on it is really good. So every time you do... It's, right, so it's not every time you do a mission, you, you increase your rank or your level. But it's just that the progression is a nice way where you don't have to do... You, you don't have to do the extra stuff yet. So you just have to play the story and you just level up as you could play the story. So it's really good. It's something that I think locks people in. Um... I played a great Star Trek game back in the day, like must have been that? about 10, 10 or fifteen years ago when the kids were were, were tiny, and I, I actually had a, like a gaming PC uh, that I mm. built from scratch, and it was like um, it was so much fun. It was like you you, you played again. Um, it was set when the Borg were sort of like trying to assimilate everything, and you had um, it was like a first person shooter, and you go around and. Um, you know, you're on the Borg were trying to take over your ship and everything and you get sent to different places. And, and I just remember like getting like an upgraded weapon, like, like phaser, but it was like a two handed one that had like a modulation thing. So it like constantly change like frequency so that the Borg couldn't like, um, get used to it. And, and it was like the best thing ever. I was like, yes, I've got the beefcake gun now. Uh, It was that was a, that was a good that was fun that was fun. I, I haven't played any Star Trek games since. Oh, I, I mean, might, might have to yeah, that. I know you're playing The Witcher still, so uh, perhaps perhaps if you want to take a break for The Witcher, switch to uh, PC. Then again, <laughs> Star Trek on Star Trek Online is there and it's free. I, I um, can't play games on this on this laptop. It is what? too oh. it's it ancient. The only reason it works is because I put a solid state hard drive in it, and that's it. <laughs> we can do basic video calls and that's about it bruh <laughs> alright um, so Outriders as well um, we downloaded it so Nana and I actually played together yeah, we yeah. played it I think two games two days ago actually no, we played it last night uh, last night, yeah. about. Last night. Um, yeah last night um, yeah there's been a lot of mixed reviews on it um, uh, Bosch Gamer's already got a review up there up there um but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in two minds of it. If I have to, uh, okay, using our chicken rating system, mm-hmm. I give it a half chicken right now. And the reason why I give it a half chicken is that there are a lot of elements in the game that work well, but you can see where the pitfalls are. So it's a cover shooter first of all, which means that whilst you're facing loads of enemies, you're going to have to take cover, and the enemies that will outright flank you, um, like the melee melee enemies, um, they'll actually come right up to your face and flank you. Um, you have snipers they have to deal with as well, and some um, some other uh, enemy types to deal with. So with that, you can see how very easily you have to get 
get out of cover and then sort of be a bit more tactical of the way you do things. So once you're out of cover, using your powers to your advantage. Um, Nano played as a technomancer, I want to say. Yes. So, and it was interesting seeing his character compared to my character. My character's a paramancer. So with Nana's character being a technomancer, he's able to put down a lot of support weapons. Like um, I think one was uh, like a, a gun, mini turret. Yeah, gun turret, um, rocket launcher. Yeah, and like a sticky yeah. blade. Yeah, I thought I thought that was really good. Um, seeing how his character plays, and then with the combination of my pyromancer uh, technique. So, for example, the pyromancer of the game allows you to gain health back if you kill an enemy with one of your special uh, attacks. So. Either, either they outright burn to death or as they're burning, if you shoot them to you also take my health off them and they die from that, you still get health from that. So I thought it was really great. And seeing the way our two characters work together, you can definitely see how... Um, oh, God, who, wait, uh, who made Square Enix? Yeah, so Square. it's great to see that. I think Square Enix want people to play together. So mm. it, it's interesting to see the mix and match of abilities and things like that. Um, yeah, it's pretty, um, pretty swish, doesn't it? Look like the, the graphics are pretty yeah. nice on it. Graphics, graphics are good. Um, mm. The game, I mean, it is a demo, but the demo ran pretty smoothly. There was an update for the PlayStation, or I'll say PS4, because I'm not sure how the P- if there was an update for the PS5 version. But um, yeah, there was a small update. It didn't take too long to uh, download it at all. Um, but yeah, the game ran pretty smoothly. So, and looking look online as well, there's a lot of mixed. Um, mixed reactions to it so i'm, I'm just um, like like my, my mixed reaction to it so um it'll be interesting to see if square edix take that on board and just touch it up here and there because i think there's, there's been a little bit of rebalancing um especially for enemy types and you know the weapons you have and um the common system and etc um but yeah i think if i mean the demo's out there it's free obviously the demo yeah. so definitely go out yeah, so it's, it's cr- cross platform. Yeah, so I'm just gonna add a, add on to that. It's cross platform. Uh, I want to say it comes out m- m- April the fourth. I think it's the release date for it. Um, mm-hmm. Consider it's a demo, and they've still got time to add some tweaks to it. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, it reminded me of a bit of Gears of War slash Destiny. Um, mm-hmm. I'm probably not gonna pick this up because I can't justify spending fifty pounds on a game that I'm probably only gonna play when my friends are online. Cause like I would mm-hmm. only ever play this game with other people like literally i don't think i'll play it by myself i tried to play destiny once by myself and i got bored and do you know what i mean mm. um if this game comes out in like a year or two's time it drops down in price and people are still playing it um i will pick it up because like i'm interested in the story i think the story is yeah. very intriguing basically um mm. humans are fucked up earth um they sent out a team to another planet called was it a noctus no- noxus yeah, stuff like that. So, all right, to be perfectly honest, I wasn't paying too much of I was paying too much attention to the story, so I only heard this bit, uh, bits and pieces here. But um, I was more I was more playing it for the gameplay style. Okay. So, well, uh, I, like I, said, I was in it for the, I, I was in it for the story. So basically, there's like a military team called Outriders, isn't it? And um, you're mm-hmm. you're like the first people that land on this planet to like make sure everything's okay. Um, something goes wrong. This planet's got like alien tech or alien storms, and the storm has the um potential. Um, depending on, I guess, if you're strong enough or fast enough, or whatever, to change your molecular genome or whatever it's called, and uh, give you like, in a sense, superpowers. Um, mm. And some, some people do die. <laughs> yeah, some people die, and it's some brutal death, man. Oh my days! Like it, this game is an eighteen. Like 
well, I would assume it's 80 because someone gets headshotted and you're just like, fuck. Like, <laughs> like, like, like it, it's, it's obvious, isn't it? Like, you, you could tell which character is going to die from the moment they start, like, introducing you to the different characters that you're like, okay, mm. this guy's clearly going to die. But the way he gets <laughs> killed, yeah, it's still like, okay, I knew he was going to die, but I didn't know he was going to die that quickly. Like, he got <laughs> killed, he got killed real early. And then basically, um, you get infected by this, um, like, storm. And then um, one of those, like, evil dickhead scientists comes down. He's like, oh, um, instead of, like, quarantining everyone and stopping um, the, the rest of the civilians that are up in the spaceships to land on this new planet, he's like, kill them, burn everything, and then um, we will land anyway kind of thing, innit? And then some fucked up things happen, and you end up in, um, is it a cryo chamber? chamber? Cryo-chamber, yeah. Cryo-chamber. Yeah. So you end up in a cryo-chamber because you're injured and that's the only way to potentially, like, save you. And then, like, 31 years have passed since you got put to sleep. And then when you come back, obviously, you know, they've still landed, but they've landed on a planet that's, like, not the planet they expected. Like, things are going wrong and there's, like, a, a massive, like, war between humans because they're, like, fighting for survival. And, um, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, I want to know how the game goes in it. I want to know how it finishes. Mm. Um, like I said, I'm on Echo Martin's, uh, Martin's rating. Um, right now I'm sitting at a half chicken. Um, if the story is dope and there's a way to like, maybe access it without spending a lot of money on it, then yeah, I would be interested in playing it and streaming a bit of it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's as far as I care about the game. I, I guess while the demo is free, I would highly recommend people to check it out because yeah, it might, oh, it, it, I am totally going to check this it, out. It I've might, got a PS4 Pro, so I'm going yeah. to download that. It might be for you. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, like again, cause it's new, you're going to be like early entrance to the game. You might get used to it. Um, but again, for a shooting game, that's like, obviously there's an element of skill to it, but like you can dumb it yeah. down to like whatever level you need to be at. Um, so again, if I had three friends that I could play with on a regular basis, um, one thing that me and Martin noticed yesterday, um, right now it doesn't seem like they have like a party chat. Um, yeah. And hopefully that's something that they might, they should have in a full game. Um, and obviously, you know, they'll have more weapons and different things. Uh, I think in the demo, you can only go as high as level seven. Um, and I think you can only go f- as far as chapter five in a story, but mm. you know, that's still, enough to hopefully get if you enjoy it get you invested into it uh you could buy that game um yeah, yeah. what well, well, so well, go on, sir. um so uh, just just to add a little bit more to that the game plays a bit like uh the division okay. slash slash gears of war another measure gears of war slash a bit of mass effect so it's a, it's a nice it's a blend of the three um in a sense that mass effect for example you play mass effect 3 and or as i think it's mass effect 2 and 3 i think they have the same combat system um where you shoot someone, also you do you do a certain amount of damage to them, um, and then you're able to use your powers seamlessly through that. Also, there's a cooldown rate as well. Um, but gives more in the sense of the sort, the sort of like the aim and aspect of the shooting aspects of the game. That like the physics feel very gears of war like, um, and the division because a lot of it. If you look at how the missions are done, a lot of it is on foot. You can't force travel between places, but a lot of it is on foot. Um, I mean, in the demo, we never once took a vehicle, so in that sense, it's it's like the it's like the division in the way you know um, missions are administered and whatnot. Um, so it's a combination of all three. Um, so, like we said, definitely uh, pick up the game um, and try it out for yourselves. And yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah. Um, so, last but not least, my 
current manga reading list. I did say I was going to bring this up. Um, I can't even count how many mangas I'm reading at the moment. It's, um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12... Oh, damn. So, uh, so, so I'm reading. I'm reading 36 and uh, animes at the moment. I'm oh, sorry, mangas at the moment. Some of them are um, on hiatus. Um, so there is that aspect. But uh, yeah, so this is what happened my current uh, list. So I know Exorcist, Apotheosis. I picked up a new one called Asuka Gidra Zilwood. So that one is about actually. Yeah, I'll, I'll just tell, tell a brief, uh, sort of like brief uh, synopsis. So it's about a man who gets transported to a world. Um, I think something like a hundred years later, he gets told that his sentence in that world is over. Um, so he goes comes back to Earth, and then has to retake his test and everything like that. This is like a, a test for elite, elite um, um, people, um, and that's basically just sort of show, um, sort of the manga. But yeah, it's, 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 it's an interesting one. Um, Battle for the Heavens, Berserk, Bokudo Hero Academia, Eden Zero, which I did say I was going to pick up based on the fact that the anime of Eden Zero is coming out soon. Um, Eros and God of Sword, uh, Fire Brigade of Flames. Um, I think that's Edo Tensei in Japanese. I might be I might be wrong on that one actually. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, Goblin Slayer, Goblin Slayer side story in one. God of Martial Arts, nice. Hunter Hunter, which is on hiatus. Immortal Sword, Swordsman in an alternative alternative world mm-hmm. um joju sensei mushibugyo there's an anime that was already released it's about um kid who fights against bugs that's that's literally it karate bucket world which is um a manga that says pick it up as well because the anime is coming out um killing bites kingdom sick martial arts ray martial peak monster Masumune, um one piece one punch man overlord re monster solar leveling soul land Star Martial God Technique, Tales of Demons of Gods, Tatsune Yushado Nariagari, that's um, the Shield Hero, it's Rise of the Shield Hero. Um, God of High School, Scrolls of Reincarnation, The World's Best Assassin, which now I can actually give a rating for. Nice. Um, I give it a, I give it a three-piece. Um, it's an isekai um, assassin from modern Japan, Ends up um, ends up dying and being transported to another world full of magic and fantasy. So this I mentioned last uh, last week as well. Mm. Um, so right now he's experiencing life differently because not only is he growing up as a as a baby into maturity, but he's also been he's also forming relationships that he wasn't able to do when he was in our world. For example, he's befriended he has a friend who he actually cares for now, um, and he's allowed himself to become more emotional. Um, he has a family that actually, that actually love him instead of treating him as like, a soldier or something like that um the father still treats him you know still teaches him but it's done in such a like in a fatherly way similar to i'd say goku and gohan when you know goku decides to show up and whatnot and then i have a time chamber um so yeah it's really, really good so yeah definitely three piece for that one um tower of god vinland saga and windbreaker so those are that's that's my current reading list and i'm sure i'll add more to it as i uh get past it and that's me done for the week Nice, nice, nice. All right, Big T, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, cool. Let, let, give us your yours is a bit quick, so let us know what you've been up to. Um, yeah, so basically, um, as I'm still living this parent dad life. Do you know what I mean, my mm. my my baby's six months now. Nice. So what I mainly watch is children's baby cartoons. Mm. 
So I can give you like like Martin's anime list. I can give you a list of baby cartoons that I'm watching. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, like, there's one called Bluey, which is some Australian cartoon. Uh, it's mm-hmm. about like a family of dogs. Uh, it's pretty cool though. The, the episodes are short; they're like four minutes each. But it's actually quite a wholesome show. They've got good messages and and like lessons behind them without being preachy. Uh, and yeah, I like that show. Um, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, a, a new one. Where uh, that show is sick. I am liking that show. It's funny, bro. It's actually bare funny. Yeah, um, just like uh, the old ones that we used to watch when we were younger. Yeah, like, sure. it's got the same. It's got the same intro music. Do you know what I mean? And and yeah, no, I'm liking it, man. I like that Alvin and Chipmunks. Uh classics like Fireman Sam, um, Postman Pat, I've been watching. Um what else have I been watching? Quick uh, question. How do you do you watch any Peppa Pig? Nah, I don't watch Peppa Pig. Oh, it's a bit too uh, it's a bit too old for uh... She don't like Peppa Pig. Like we got Peppa Pig books and she <laughs> fucking hates them. Like whenever yes, we try to bring them up, she's disrespected. Yeah, she's not uh, early we don't like these pigs <laughs> yeah, yeah you know that's some like, nah, man. Yeah, nah, nah, we ain't going to Peppa Pig yet uh, what about Hey Dougie Hey Dougie again we've got Dougie books but she don't seem to like them yet so I, I think I don't know like she's not into that shit yet so maybe but but Bluey seems quite similar like to, to Hey Dougie um, so I think eventually she might move on to that but yeah no no um her, her have you seen there's a, a a thing on Netflix called uh, I think it's called Lava or something like that and it's these it, there's no kind of words in it it's just these little crazy um, animated like bugs that like yeah. get up to all sorts of antics and I that I always thought that would appeal to kids but it appeals okay. to me as well I'll try that out I've, I can add that to my list <laughs> um, but yeah no yeah. but that's mainly what I do man I li- I live my life around her schedule at the moment like she. She picks what's on TV. Do you know what I mean? She picks what we do, where we go. So that's my life right now. Um, in between, every now and again, uh, me and my other half, we we manage to sit down and watch a film. Um, and one of the films that we watched recently is called Elementary. Um, Elementary, which um, surprisingly isn't about the Japanese Sherlock Holmes, uh, which I thought would be uh, that was a bad dad joke. Still, <laughs> <laughs> you see, you got what I did there. A uh, bit, of, bit of racism in there, back for you know, like, I know you've been missing that. Um, <laughs> but no, elementary. The full title is "The Blacksmith and the Devil," um, and it's actually a really good film. I would give it uh, maybe a free piece because, like, I tried to reserve my whole chickens for like really top top quality amazing films but this is close do you know what i mean i'll give it a free piece um it's set in like medieval times it's about um nana you're like this the opening like um i don't know what you call it the opening monologue or whatever like the intro to the film is a guy that's like uh oh, this this story begins as many others with uh, uh, um it begins with a, a man of flesh and blood but this man was so vile and so evil that one day the devil himself came to fear and, and respect him. And just, just from that opening little line alone, I was like, oh my days, this guy must be the worst guy. What, and what, um, by the end of the film, like you find out who's telling this story mm. and you kind of get to the point where like they start telling the story again. Mm. And that opening line kind of takes on a whole new, new meaning 
once you kind of have seen the film and get the context behind it. But it, it's good. It's basically, it's got like Dante Inferno kind of vibe to it, um, where um, it's about this guy. He's made a deal with the devil mm. because he was, he was at a war or something. And he made a deal with the devil so that the devil would get him home safely so that he could see his wife again. Now, as we all know, when you make deals with the devil, you may get what they agreed to, but you got to read that fine print mm. fucking like you got to be very specific with what you agree to. Like because, the monkey thing, isn't it? Because although he managed to see his wife again, mm. <laughs> he didn't live with his wife. There was no love for him. Do you know what I mean? Like he got home and his wife thought he had died in the war. Mm. And so she moved on. Uh, found another man and had a child with that man. Kink. So even though he got to see his wife again, which is what the devil agreed to, mm. like he didn't really get what he wanted. Yeah. But now you got to see her. So the devil, you owe the devil your soul now. Mm. So the devil has sent a demon to come and collect the soul. Um, but this guy, the blacksmith, manages to trap the demon, manages to... to... There's some interesting thing that they do because... Um, I looked it up afterwards to see if it was a if it was a thing, um, but in this story, basically, if you throw chickpeas on the ground, mm -hmm. like a bunch of them on the ground, demons apparently have like this this instinct, like this kind of craving where they have to count how many chickpeas you've just thrown on the ground. And I looked into it. Apparently, it's a thing that sometimes is a thing for vampires. If you throw rice on the ground. They have to count how many pieces of rice there are. So I've never serious? heard of it before, but yeah, man, apparently it's an actual like an old thing. But I've never heard of it before. But that's that's how he managed to um, to to get the upper hand against this demon. He threw some chickpeas down on the ground, and then the demon like had to count them, and then he manages to to like trap him. Um, but the, the 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 way the film plays out is quite interesting because it's from the perspective of this little girl. Um, and of course the, the blacksmith is kind of like known in the area for being like, um, this, this scary evil man, like everyone fears him and stuff. And, um, he turns out to be not that bad. The guy He's just misunderstood. Like he's just some lonely old man. Do you know what I mean? Who, who, um, wants like to keep his soul. Do you know what I mean? And so like, he is an asshole, but it's kind of like how, like, um, how like Logan in how Wolverine in the film Logan is an asshole, but it's like you get why he's like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, he captures this demon. The demon's like trying to bargain with him and get out, but he's just torturing this demon, just fucking with him. Um, this little girl comes into the situation, and when she comes into his house mm -hmm. for some reason, like there, there, there's some contrivances, and she has to go into his house, and she sees this little boy in a cage chained up with like burn marks all over him. And the boy's like, please, like he tortures me and all this. Mm. And so she manages to free the little boy. Oh, and then as soon as the little boy comes out, he grabs a pitchfork and he goes to murder um, the, the, the blacksmith mm. while the blacksmith's sleeping. Yeah. But the guy wakes up just in time. And then obviously you discover this little boy was actually the demon in disguise. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say much more like that. What, what's, the, that what's, what's, what's the song again? Sorry, what, what's, what's the song again? It's called Elementary. Yeah, but what, um, but what's... The Blacksmith and the Devil. It's on Netflix. It's, on Netflix. it's a foreign film. I can't remember what country it's from, but again, like Netflix have all these 
um, dubbed option, so you can set it to English. And the dub isn't that bad. It's quite good, actually. Yes. Yeah, so, um, <clears throat> uh, I think it's Spanish. Funny. It's a 2011 film. Uh, 2011, sorry, whoops. It's a 2017 film. Um, and, yeah. it's the, and it's set in Spain and France. The language yeah, is okay, Basque. Yeah. As, as it's based off, this. apparently, it's based off an old, an actual old, um, like, folklore from, from that country. I'm guessing either, I'm guessing Spain. I would guess Spain. Um, but yeah, it's it's all about making deals with demons and outsmarting them and them out like trying to trick you and stuff. So it actually gets quite deep. Um, like I said, it's got kind of like a Dante's Inferno kind of vibe to it because at, at one mm. point they do go to the entrance of hell. Um, and basically this little girl, her mum died when, um, when she was young, uh, when she was a baby. Um, and basically her mum killed herself. So obviously they're saying that if you kill yourself, you're guaranteed to go to hell. Mm. So everyone growing up just takes the piss out of her and tells her, yeah, your mum's in hell. Like, why don't you just kill yourself and go join her? Like proper takes the piss. So mm. she wants to make a deal with these demons to like either get her mum back from hell or to, to go into hell herself to see her mum and stuff. So it gets, it gets really deep. Um, again, like I said, I'll give it a free piece. It's a very good film. Um, I'd recommend it to anyone that's got like a spare evening and, and wants to watch something, um, just want something interesting. I definitely recommend it. Yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably check that out after probably tomorrow, maybe, mate. Uh, but obviously, we've got a crap ton next week as well. Um, mm. you, you done with your week? Yeah, I'm done. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, so I've actually had some interesting stuff to do this week. Uh, I hope I haven't. For, I've written most of it down. So my secret Santa present finally came. Um, mm. I actually thought my secret Santa was Kay from New Zealand because she sent me a t-shirt and I thought that was it. But um, my present was, it, yeah, I still got another present. I was like, oh, okay, what's this? The, the present came on Del's birthday. So I was like, you should I not open? I don't want to like take anything from her, Dave. I was like so excited. I got a present. I was like, okay, I am opening this up. Um, and I opened it um, and it was from Amanda um it, initially i was like who could this be because all right so one of the, the first things i saw was a cereal box from can um with patrick mahomes in it um from mm. kansas from kansas city and i was like i'm pretty sure the only person i know from kansas is amanda but i wasn't too sure so i bare like looked all, all over the package and i found like in the most tiniest of writing in like the corner on one of the the delivery slips her name so i was like okay cool now I know who my secret Santa was. And uh, not only she get me Patrick Mahomes cereal, which was I haven't eaten yet, but I'm going to. She got me um a Funko Pop baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. So that's my very first ever Funko Pop. So I need to Next. get someone else to display it. And she got me a book. Um the book is titled Um The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Um it's a it's a it's a New York Times bestseller, so I'm looking forward to st- I haven't started reading it yet. Um, but it's a, a counterintuitive approach to living a good life. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to reading that. Um, also, I cut my own hair for the first time in forever. Like, Del has been moaning that my hair has been all over the place. And uh, yeah, I can't trust myself to do that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, normally I wouldn't do that. But actually, I bought, like, I bought a Philips, like, trimmer. And then I also bought, like... Um, something else that kind of like does it when like your hair is low enough to be bald so i i, I cut off most of the hair because i think my hair like basically the middle bit of my head there's like a doesn't grow anymore in it so like the side still grows so i'm looking a bit like um 
Oh, what's his name? I'm not Shai Shoei Bob. Like, is it Mr. Burns? Is it Mr. Burns has got like... Yeah, Mr. Patrick, Burns. Yeah. He's got that nice circular... Yeah. Like, yeah, a bit of hair around, around like the base of his hair. Yeah. And so, then he's got that nice old spot around top. Yeah, so I was looking a bit like Mr. Burns, in it, And I was just like, you know what? Let me let me just sway this out. So, um, yeah, it actually turned out pretty good. I did the shape up myself as well. Um, again, it's not perfect, but it's presentable. And I think, like, obviously, probably when barbershops finally open, I'll probably go get a shape up just so I've got, like, a nice template to work from. But then from then on, I think I'll just continue to cut my hair. And that'll save me, like, what, £10 every two weeks? So it's, like, a saving of £20 a month. That works out to, like, what, £240 a year? So within a year, I'm going to make my money's worth from buying my own clippers and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Um, obviously, I've been streaming on Twitch. Um, so we're on twitch.tv forward slash Blurs or Us, all one word. Um, I've been streaming on Apex, like we mentioned with, um, with mine earlier. Um, but also, uh, I got, uh, Bravely Default 2. It's a game on the Nintendo Switch. Um, it's a sequel to Bravely Default that was original on the 3DS. Um, it's in the vein of Final, Fa- Final Fantasy. Um, it's a JRPG. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I like the fact that, like, the game, it, it, it's turn based, but it's like different. So there's a, there's like, Again, with the title Bravely Default, there's like two modes. You can e- to do an, an attack action, you need to have like brave points, but you also default where you like defend yourself and you gain extra brave points. And on your turn, you can kind of activate your brave points so you can do more than one attack in your turn. Um, so that kind of adds a different dynamic, like a, a different dynamic to the RP, um, the turn based um, tradition of JRPGs. Um, another thing that I like about it as well, yeah, there's actually two things I like about it as well. Um, if you're like stronger than the monsters in the area around you, the monsters run away from you. And you like, if you want to still battle and grind, you have to like chase them to get more um, experience points. So that's another cool little thing that um, I haven't seen been done before. Um, and the second thing that I really like is that there's like a, there's like an expedition mode. And in the expedition mode, um, if you put your switch to sleep um, while your switch is off, like it, the, the ship goes around the mythical land like doing doing events and stuff and like it gains treasures it gains experience points and stuff like that so when you come back to the game uh, if you haven't played in a while you can then get those items and that will help you level up help you get more extra money stuff to sell extra items um, so it's like it helps you level up when you're not with the game um, I'm about 10 hours in I'm enjoying it um, maybe not next maybe not next week but Definitely by end of March, I hope to have completed it um, because that's literally how much I'm enjoying it. Um, what else have I been up to? Sorry, I have to take down my list. Um, I have also been, oh, just been a little bit spring cleaning, throwing out some clothes that don't fit me no more. Um, so I'm surprised T didn't talk about this in his week because I thought he would have, um, but I'm guessing he didn't because I've got it in my week. Um, so I think it was Dece- um, December. What am I doing? February 23rd, I think we got Disney's um, stars in the UK. Um, yeah. Disney star, not stars. Um, it's another like um, oh, a branch of Disney and it's where they have like the adult content. Um, so that's where they've got Family Guy, The Simpsons, Futurama, um, Deadpool 2, but they don't have Deadpool 1 for some strange reason. They've got Sons of Anarchy. They've got Scrubs. They've got How I Met Your Mom. Like there's, there's an extensive list of 
like more mature content um to get the full list you'd actually have to google it because like not everything is shown on like the screen you actually have to search for certain things which is yeah. weird but i don't know yeah that was well weird i think they've also got like all the diehard movies apart from the first one yeah they've got all the diehard yeah. movies the first one yeah. they've got atlanta they've got blackish they there's they've got a ton of good stuff on there do you know what i mean yeah. like i've even just seen they've got the jet, the jet lee documentary um be water um so that's something that i want to check out um but the reason why I bring it up is because um, so I'm just turning over, off my notifications for my iWatch. I forgot that it does it does that. Sorry. Um, what you call it? Um, Come on, host. Be professional, man. Do you know what? I've I've just recently got this this Apple Watch, <laughs> so I forget that it makes noises and stuff because my phone's on silent. Um, anyway. Oh, um, sounds like a humble brag to me. <laughs> you left that note. You were waiting for the watch you could brag. About your new what Apple Watch? Or yeah, whatever. come on, Apple Watch still sexy. Um, what'd you call it? <laughs> it's got twenty four in there, and listen, like growing up here, I was a fan of twenty four. Like, oh, you love that shit. That, listen, <laughs> Jack, Jack Bauer, yeah, is still one of the guy. Like in today's world, yeah, where things have changed a bit, yeah, he's he's not as OP as someone like John Wick in it. But back then, yeah, <laughs> like he, he was the John Wick. Yeah, he was the John Wick, bro. He was, <laughs> he was. Up there, like Jack Bauer, yeah. You did not want to fuck with this guy, man. He was, hey, him and Jason Bourne, yeah, would have been best friends. Like they were, they were on levels. You get me? Um, so yeah, like they, they've got the whole season of Desperate House. Like there's just bare stuff on there, and they, they've announced that there's more stuff gonna be coming as well. Um, I don't know why they didn't drop everything at once, but who knows? Like I'm not a Disney executive, innit? Oh, I've just seen they've got Romeo and Juliet, the the one with um, what's his name? Um, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Yeah, I this movie oh, like was. Guy, we were, we watched this in English. Yeah, yeah, I, we watched it in English we watched, and in drama. Uh, yeah, we watched, uh, I remember Mercutio was gang. <laughs> 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 they made Mercutio so hard in this one. Ah, uh, yeah, I might have to stick that on, you know. Oi. yeah. So, um, Disney stars. Um, the the reason I brought up Disney stars because they dropped um Soul Opposite. Um. This was released, I don't know, somewhere last year to America and everyone was raving about it. Um, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing I did with Mandalorian. I'm going to wait for this to come to Disney Plus and I'm going to watch it legally. Um, they dropped the first two episodes in the same, like last Friday, and they dropped episode three, Friday just gone. Um, it's done by the same makers of Rick and Morty and you can tell, like you can blatantly tell it's done by the yeah. same people. Um, See the thing is, it, it's done. Rick and Morty has two creators, Dan Harmon and mm-hmm. Justin Roiland. Yeah, and this is created by Justin Roiland. Um, Dan Harmon is more of a story guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of like does the A plot and the B plot and makes everything make sense mm-hmm. and kind of does the story aspect of it. Justin Roiland does the voices of Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and um and just comes up with the madness anything that's crazy random and madness that's justin roiland okay. so this show is just pure justin roiland like it's it's i mean the main character kind of sounds a bit like rick and basically oh, is just an alien rick yeah yeah like he's a scientist and he's got all these things and and he's bare smart um again i I don't think it's quite Rick and Morty yet, but it has potential. Like after episode mm. three, I was sold. Like I'm, I'm into it now. Um, it's like it. 
especially like that the the story that's going on in that mini world where mm-hmm. they keep shrinking people, yeah, that and putting cool. them in the cupboard, yeah, that shit is giving me jokes, bro. Yeah. That I would watch a show of that alone. But no, I'm, I'm enjoying it, man. I kind of like this. As, overall, I'll give this a half chicken. It's not been blowing me away, but like you said, that miniature yeah. world stuff, yeah, that's been cool, and I want to see more of that in it. Um, yeah. The overall show hasn't been that funny. Like, I like the animation stuff, and it's been done very well done. Um, it's the animation stuff, Rick and Morty. Yeah, the animation yeah. Yeah, is Rick and Morty, but it's not got, like, like T said, with it being the guy that doesn't read you the story, the story doesn't flow as well. Um, and the humor is not as like, it's not as funny. Like, I'm not like chuckling and like rolling on the floor laughing. I'm just like, okay, yeah, that was a little bit amusing, but um, yeah, all right, next, mm. next bit. Um, yeah. That's why I think a lot of, a lot of, a lot of that came from Dan Harmon because he, he's quite, um, he has a podcast as well that I listen to called Harmon Town. I've, yeah. I've listened to every episode of that. It's, it's finished now, which is, was quite upsetting but he he is quite smart like a lot of people look to him um when it comes to writing like i think he was even called in to work on the first doctor strange movie Mm. obviously because of the rick and morty and parallel dimensions and stuff but he's actually um have you heard of the story wheel or like it's got many names but basically it's it's the idea that all stories fit the story wheel Mm. Um, and it's a bit more in detail than just beginning, middle, and end. It's like you have the the um, start where like you have a familiar situation, familiar surrounding, and a calm situation. Then um, something called crossing the threshold, where you where uh, uh, um, an inciting incident happens, and you go into the unknown. Then within the unknown, the the characters change. And then they have to overcome some obstacles. And then there's a something called like meeting the goddess, which is where like the, the is he's he basically took an old idea of the story wheel mm. and kind of adjusted it. So he's kind of in a way like a lot of people <clears throat> go to his kind of teachings when they want to write stuff themselves. So that's why a lot of the the structure and and the jokes actually because he's quite quick witted. Like I said, he's got his own mm. podcast which to me, apart from ours, obviously, is one of the funniest podcasts <laughs> out there. Like, and so I think a lot of the humor and a lot of the, the story and just how deep and dark it could get at times comes from Dan Harmon. Mm. And Justin Roiland, like I said, Justin Roiland did, do you remember the episode of Rick and Morty where it was just adverts? It was interdimensional cable. Yeah. And it was just random adverts and random TV shows and stuff. That was all Justin Roiland. They basically put him in a recording studio and he just went off on one and just kept coming up with random shit. And then they animated it afterwards. But all of that, he came up with on the fly. So that's more like what he does. And and again, like you said, you can kind of see it where like just random shit happens. Like I think in episode three, that little thing, whatever it is, like it's like a little blob thing. Mm-hmm. Like he just randomly, like everyone leaves the scene and then yeah and then he just looks at the camera and then comes up to the screen and just stares at you and then like it's just so random but it's just like it i don't know like i don't know how to but it's just it's so justin wayland you know what i mean but um i think you're right it is lacking a bit of like story structure and um 
I don't know. Like, I don't know where it's going. I guess it doesn't have to go anywhere. It's just a cartoon. Like, Rick and Morty isn't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. But that I don't story know. wheel I, I thing is fascinating, by the way. Sorry, that, that story wheel concept is fascinating. It's, it's, I was just looking at it, and it is really, really clever, isn't it? It's, it is clever, isn't it? Trust me, I've looked into that because yeah. obviously, where I've tried, I've started trying to write my own thing. I, I've looked into that and, and gone quite deep into it but um it's very interesting even on a basic level with the story circle you could see it breaking down into four quarters you would start off with um um like uh, uh, peaceful times in a familiar situation then you would move into more like of a chaotic times um but the characters are still the same then something happens causing the characters to change and they're still within this chaotic situation. Then everything gets resolved and they return back to their familiar scenario, but they're changed now. Do you know what I mean? And you could look at a lot of things. Even Lord of the Rings kind of fits that kind of structure. A lot of yeah. things you can apply to it. And it's, it's very clever what he's managed to do. Mm. No, that's anyway, Solar Opposites. Right. So, wait, so hold on. I've give, I've give, I will give this a half chick. What did you read? I don't know if you said I, yeah, I agree. I'd give it a half chicken so far, but I think it has potential. Yeah. Because, um, like, the third episode, I think, was the best one so far and reminded me most of Rick and Morty mm -hmm. um, was when he was when he got annoyed by the magicians and then, like, became yeah. a magician himself. That reminded me of the episode of Rick and Morty uh, that had the devil in it and the devil kept, like, cursing items and Rick and Morty just... Uh, Rick, sorry just kept uncursing them and like was in a battle with the devil. Like, yeah. so this episode kind of reminded me of that in a way. Um, but I think it has potential to, I don't know, like every, every show, like you've got the Simpsons and then you've got Futurama, you've got American dad. And then you've got, um, well, sorry, you've got family guy. And then you've got American dad, even though I kind of consider American dad to be better. I prefer American dad than family guy. Yeah. Um, but you've always got the, the number one show and then the, the other show that they make. And this kind of has kind of fallen into that category of just being the other show that they make. Mm. But I think it has potential to, to be a very good show. Um, mm. One thing that made me laugh as well, though, is that at the beginning of the show, it says Disney, like Disney Plus original. Mm hmm where we know it was made for Hulu. And even in, I think, the first episode, um, it comes to a point where there could be an ad break. And one of the characters is like, okay, we'll be back after these adverts, unless you're watching on Hulu, in which case, like, there's no adverts. So yeah. that must have <laughs> yeah. if you're And I was like, that's, they kind of, like, hotted themselves up within yeah. their own episode. Like, <laughs> this ain't no Disney Plus original. Why are you lying to us? Well, Disney owns Hulu, is it? Yeah, like they own Hulu now, but do you know what I mean? But still, that's like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't this, know. This, this, this was, I'm pretty sure this was when this this show was like created after Disney had bought Hulu. Because remember, Disney, oh, really? bought, Disney bought Hulu ages ago. They, they bought that way before they even bought Fox. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Um, I'm just moving, got to move on. Yeah. The next thing that I watched um, that I thought was interesting, they dropped this on Netflix that I'd, I'd never seen. It looked kind of interesting. It's called The Seventh Son. Uh, it's a 2014 American fantasy film. Uh, it's been directed by Sergey Bodrov. I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Uh, starring Ben Ben Barnes, Jeff Bridges, Alicia Vikander, and Juliana Moore. Um, Ju Juliana? Why did I say it like that? Julianne. 
Is it Julian or Juliano? I don't know. Julianne Moore. Um, and the reason why he put my interest is because it's got um, Kit, Har- Kit Harrington in it, but he like, dies in the first like 10 seconds. And it also, um, I want to say, is it, uh, it's Hanzu. I can't, um, what's his name? Uh, you know, uh, yeah, J- 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 Jimon Hanzu. He plays, um, uh, what's his name? He was in Guardians of the Galaxy. And he's been a bear, he's been a bear stuff actually. You when you like you'll know his face once you see him. Like he's he's sick of it. Um, yeah. So he he was in it and it peaked it piqued my interest. Um, and I actually quite enjoyed it. You know, let me. See, um, I thought it was a fun little fantasy movie. Um, I thought the CGI looked fine. Um, I thought like the storytelling was okay. Um, sorry, I just wanted to pull up and let's see what why I rated this. Yeah, I gave it a half chicken. Um, it was just interesting seeing these characters that were in other things in it. Because obviously, like, I only know really Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones. And to see him saying, mm-hmm. I was pretty cool. Um, and it was, yeah, it was just fun. It was fun. I would, like, if you're bored and you've got nothing else to watch, which there's plenty of stuff to watch nowadays with a gazillion streaming services, um, I would check, I would check it out. Um, any, anyone else seen The Seventh Son or know of it? I saw it years and years ago. When did it come out? Uh, 2014. Yeah, I must have seen it when it came out. Oh, okay. Do you, do you uh, it, remember it? Yeah, it was it was like a fantasy thing. I, I can't exactly remember how it ended. Was it? Is it? Did it end on a bit of a sort of like there could have been a second movie? Yeah, it pot- potentially movie? it could have ended. I just like because. <laughs> They killed an evil witch, but then he discovers that like he's half witch, half human, half chosen one because he's the seventh son of the seventh son. Um, which again, I thought was a pretty interesting choice of doing things. But again, in a fantasy world where you have loads of kids, I guess there is a chance of having a seventh son of a seventh son in it. Um, I don't know whether there's like a um, like a ritual number behind seven. I don't know. But um, yeah, I enjoyed it, man. And like I said, I, like half chicken's not like it means it's okay. It means it's decent enough in it. Like it doesn't mean, you know, I'm sure man, it just means that it wasn't something that knocked my socks off. It wasn't that uh, as amazing. Like I watched it, I enjoyed it. Like I had fun with it. Um, oh, just to bring up Twitch again, yeah, we are so close to being affiliated. When we get affiliated, yeah, that means we can make some monies. And when we make some monies. It means I can finally upgrade these microphones that I got from Amazon like four years ago. <laughs> like that's <laughs> and these are like the most basic of basic microphones. These cost me like seven pounds each. So um yeah, if we get affiliate, we can start making some money from uh when we do our streams. That'll be great because then I can upgrade equipment. Um maybe we can start putting some uh trailer videos out on YouTube. Like, you know, there's things that we could do. So again probably gonna be streaming a bit after i finish editing and upload this episode so if you hear this and you get to this point um check us on twitch and find out for streaming and come say hello drop us a follow the last thing i'm talking about is in, in my week if you get to this point yeah if you, you haven't given up on us yet <laughs> so no because obviously it, it depends because like well i think we're an hour in so it, let's say I, I upload this by 10 o'clock um, by the time you get to this, I might not have started streaming because I want to stream like midnight in it. So it all depends on what time it drops in. The last thing I want to talk about here is I I rarely watch like normal TV. I'm, again, I'm normally watching like streaming stuff, but 
I watched um, the rugby match between England and Italy. And after that, I just kind of was like, okay, I'm just going to leave the TV on and I want to play games in the background. And um, uh, I, mean, I like playing my Switch, in it Because I can take my Switch out of the dock in it so I can still use, have access to the TV. And there was a show called The Wall on BBC One. Have any of you seen The Wall? No, I think I don't think so. <clears throat> it's it's a combination of a quiz show, yeah. And um I don't even know how to you know when you go to the fun fair and you have the game where you like put a penny in and it like slides down and then it oh, goes yeah. the slots, yeah. Yeah, I think I've it's, seen it's, this, it's yeah. a little bit like that, yeah. And so obviously each round you you get you get like two first round you get like two green balls in it and you drop it into the thing machine and at the bottom it's got different values of money in it so like a pound ten pounds um a thousand pounds ten k twenty k twenty five k yeah and then it falls into one of those balls uh, into one of those cows and that's how much money you get to start the round off with yeah and obviously like the the bigger numbers are all the way to the right and the smaller numbers are to the left in it so obviously if you put your your green ball in like the six or seven you're, you've got higher chance of getting like 25 50 grand but then do you know what i mean you've got a higher chance of getting the big numbers however at the end of the round the same amount of like green balls you get you get given two red balls and the red balls take away the amount that you've you've got but you have to put in the same position that you put the green balls in and then in between the rounds you get questions and um if you get the question right, you get three green balls to be dropped down and then obviously that adds to your pot. Or if you get the questions wrong, you get um, three red balls and that reduces the amount of money you get to your pot. Yeah, so that's like the first round, yeah. The second round, um, you you, you play this in pairs, isn't it? So your partner goes to like this isolation room and they have to answer the questions and then you're the one still in the studio in a sense picking what the ball, where, where the balls are going and like decide whether you want to double up your money, triple up your money, um, depending on how confident you are of the person getting the answers right. Now, this is where like the show got interesting for me because I was like, okay, this is like very straightforward. Now, towards the end, yeah, whenever you start like the second round with, yeah, so let's say you start the second round with like five grand in it. For every question your partner gets right, they give you two and a half grand in it. Yeah. So let's say you get four right. Let's do the nice round numbers, yeah. So 10 grand plus five grand is 15 grand in it. So what they do is they send a capsule up to where your partner is, yeah, with that offer of, let's say, 15 grand in it, yeah. But they don't know how much money you've made on the show in it. And then basically, you as you continue out for the show, you can still end up with nothing in it because obviously, let's say you only make 50 grand and in your final round, the Red Bulls go into the 50 grand pot thing three times. Your negative numbers in it, so you're not losing no money. But your partner doesn't know what your money's gonna be in it. So they have the option of signing the contract with whatever value that they offer them, which is let's say it's 15 grand, or tearing up the contract and getting whatever you, the other partner in the studio, has made in the show. And it that twist, yeah, just made me think like, oh, this is bad, because like if you do really well after you've maybe had a bad start yeah but your partner signs signs the contract for 10 grand you could miss out on a shit ton of money and i just really like the idea of it and i want to try and watch a couple more episodes of it um because it was just it was just like a fun saturday night watching it and um it's a little while since i watched some show like that um so yeah i i would highly recommend it i'll give it a free piece um just because it just 
the the twist really got me and um yeah i was impressed um so yeah guys if you ever get bored on saturday night uh go check it out cool all right let's head over over to the news all right all right all right all right we got a ton of news from all the different categories um let's so let's start it off mission impossible 7 and a quiet place 2 set to debut on paramount plus 45 days after initial theatrical release uh mission impossible 7 is coming out in november november 19 um and uh, quiet place 2 september 17th um i was a bit annoyed that the quiet place got two got delayed because i was really looking forward to that movie but september that's when we're hoping to have cinemas reopen so i'm really excited for that um also as well halo will premiere on paramount plus in 2022 um and yeah <laughs> I, i'm glad to put this because i thought the exact same thing what the fuck is Paramount Plus? <laughs> uh, but clearly, it's going to be another streaming service that's going to be launching on March the 4th. Um, now, I am probably not going to be adding another streaming service to the streaming service I already have. Um, I don't even know if we're actually going to get Paramount Plus in the UK. Um, T, since you put this news down, what, what's your thoughts on Paramount Plus and are you going to be adding it to your list of subscription services? No, and uh, <laughs> to put it simply, <laughs> um, no, I don't see the point to be honest. Um, I mean, they've got a lot. Of, I mean, Paramount, they're they're a uh, um, they make their own movies, they're a distributor, do you know what I mean? So they've got access to, I think, I think it said on launch, it will have something like 2,400 um movies on there or something like that. Like, it's got a, a lot of stuff. Um, but again, I haven't had a chance I, I, before we recorded, I wanted to look through and see like specifically what movies Paramount had created, but I didn't get a chance to do that, mm. but I don't really see the point. Um, I mean, I got Disney plus for the Mandalorian for WandaVision for all this stuff. And I'm a big Disney fan anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Paramount, I mean, Again, don't tell Virgin, but like there are other ways you can get movies. Like <laughs> you don't need to subscribe. Like, and I've got I've got Netflix already. I've got Amazon Prime, and I've got Disney Plus. And to me, wait, those wait, three—that's the Trinity. You, like did, that's when, all you really need. When did to you me. get Amazon Prime? Huh? When did you get? When did you get Amazon Prime? My dad has it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I when I, when, if I say I have it, what I mean is someone I know has it. And so... Because I know that I... I, I there was the a only one time... I actually myself have got now mm. uh, is Disney+. Plus. I got I actually got that one myself, but obviously for uh, for my little one. That's my excuse. So okay. I, I get um, that one now. So, because obviously I just remember I had to give you my Amazon for the boys, isn't it? And you just didn't, log yeah. it. you never logged into it. So I was just like, you didn't have it. Um, it's a weird one, yeah, because according to Google and, you know, that's never, you know, is not always the best thing to, fi- to find things. But in terms of Paramount Pictures films produced, it's got Triple uh, X Return of Zander Cage, Sonic the Hedgehog, the Avengers in 2012. Uh, 19- yeah, that's, that's one thing I was going to say. I know that because... The early uh, Marvel movies, sorry to interrupt you, but the early Marvel movies were distributed by, apart from Hulk, mm. which was Universal, mm. um, I think Iron Man, 
um, and a lot of the early Marvel movies were Paramount. So will they have those movies on their streaming service or is that like that's Disney kind of cut that off now? It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Well, they're on Disney Plus, isn't it? So I doubt they'll be able to have them. But you've got the Transformers. Mm. So they've actually produced quite a lot of different things. So like you said, with the catalogue, unless they've made a really good deal with Disney, then I highly doubt it. But that's the thing. Even on Disney Plus, if you watch like Iron Man, mm. it doesn't have the Disney logo intro. It's got the Paramount um, logo intro. So again, like they must have, unless they've made a deal, like you said, they should have distribution rights on it. Mm. So they should ha- be allowed. But then again, what's the point of having those movies if you don't have the rest of them? Because I think Guardians of the Galaxy, the first Guardians of the Galaxy, was the first movie with the Disney, um, uh, was when Disney owned Marvel by then. Mm. Guardians of the Galaxy was their first movie. Yeah. So up until that point, really, like they won't be able to show anything after that. Mm. So again, I don't know. Iron Man's a good movie. It's still worth having. But then obviously, like they couldn't have anything else that it led to so i don't know it'd be interesting to see what they do yeah no fair enough fair enough All right um stevie martin anything you want to say on paramount plus will you be getting the streaming service i don't think i'm getting the streaming service um well i'm happy with having disney plus have a star on disney plus and netflix for that <laughs> yeah i've got no kind of like urge to i don't know there's not big enough carrot for me to want to get paramount plus like the 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 Disney Plus thing where there was quite a lot in that that made me want to go and like pay for it, but uh, I can't justify another one. Not right now. Nah, definitely <laughs> not. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, Beavis and Butthead are coming back with an original movie. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Beavis and Butthead. Um, I haven't seen any of it. Yeah, so not really concerned. Um, any of you Beavis and Butthead fans? <laughs> Not massively. No. I, I, I think I just missed it. I think I'm just a little bit too young for Beavis and Butthead. Mm. And I, my lack of TV as well yeah. until I was, what, like 17 or 18 didn't help either. Yeah. Fair enough. I like the game. I, I like the show and I like the game where... Do you remember the game where he was walking along the rooftops and you could spit on people down below? Yeah. <laughs> no. That was quite random. And funny, but yeah. I don't know. The show, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not the hugest fan. I, obviously, everyone knows what it is, but mm-hmm. fair enough. Um, Stevie Wonder and his family are supposed to be moving to Ghana for pretty interesting bit of news. Um, guess they're just fed up of America and it's like that's it. I'm out. Pretty much, <laughs> like fuck this shit out. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Star Wars: The Bad Batch is coming to Disney Plus on May the fourth, which uh, you know, yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> we already um, mentioned this. I mean, I sorry. Um, I know a couple of episodes ago we made a list of what's coming to Disney Plus and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I, especially especially for the Star Wars uh, shows that are coming out, and yeah, I am in. I'm 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 pretty happy to see the bad but but sorry the bad batch. Um, I think they had two episodes in the last season of um, of uh, Star Wars Clone Wars. And yeah, they had interesting stories. I mean, they're all clones. It's just the fact that they look different because they all had different mutations. I think that might be done on purpose, but you can see that they're very um, independent. Whereas other clones, they 
so that um, okay, so yeah true. I'm hoping I'm hoping that you know they got these wacky ass missions or whatnot um and I also hope that the animation style is the same as um, season eight or the last season of uh, Star Star Wars Clone Wars. Mm. Cool beans. All right, uh, Neil Blumkamp, director of District Nine, confirms via tweet that the screenplay for sequel District Ten is currently being written by Charlotte <coughs> Copley, main actor of District Nine, and Terry Tatchel, co-writer of District Nine. Um, Fucking a. I don't Fucking know a, yes. watch District Nine. Question. Did you find the one where he ended up turned into an alien? Oh, fucking prawns. Yeah. Fucking prawns. Fucking prawns. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was it was a lot of it was about like kind of um the the, the racism that sort of exists in South Africa. Yeah. Mm. It was my first taste of um of Neil Blomkemp's and Charlotte Copley's kind of like um stuff. I think it's it's yeah. Neil Blomkamp who who he makes a lot of his movies really dirty, like a lot of detail. And, you know, when you see a lot of sci-fi stuff, it looks all clean and, and new yeah. and like, woof. He was and a lot of... make... If I'm not Go. wrong, he was meant to make an alien movie. Mm-hmm. Was he? Which didn't end up happening. Yeah, it didn't end up happening. He was going to make one. Um, I think he was going to kind of like how Terminator have done, where they've made a sequel that kind of goes in between what already exists. Mm-hmm. He was meant to do something like that. Um, but they never got round to it, and then they ended up doing Alien Covenant or whatever. Like I don't know, some bullshit, man. <laughs> um, he made. He made. Um, what's that film? Have you seen that film about the robot? Um, Chappie. It's Chappie, yeah. isn't it? Chappie. Chappie yes, Chappie. Chappie. And it's got it's got the Antwerp in it. Uh, they're they're like a South African band, and they are and, the, yeah. they are seriously rude and like. My wife's from South Africa, and she speaks Afrikaans as her first language. Oh man! And when they when they they go into their songs, sometimes she's just like, "Oh, you really can't say that. That's so rude." Like, it's uh, man. Their their songs are like, I absolutely love the Android. They're the most offensive, vulgar band mm. in the world, but they're so. Like, I don't know, it's so fresh, the, the stuff that they're they do. Weird, they're, they're different. They're yeah. really fucking weird. Mm. Yeah. All right, I want to move on. Uh, T, can you, can you, like, take the lead on this next news article since you seem to know what it's all about? All right, so Bruce Campbell, the legend, the man himself, uh, tweeted recently, um, he said, it was a blast working on a, in a certain city with a certain director on a certain movie with a certain actor. And then with it, he's attached uh, a picture of a city which looks like London. Mm. Um, Now, there's been speculation of what he could be referring to. Um, Some people have speculated, is that Spider-Man? Is he going to have a cameo in the Spider-Man movie? Because he was in um, all of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies. He had a cameo. Mm. Um, Sam Raimi likes to put him in his movies, obviously one of, I don't know if it was his first movie, but Sam Raimi's first trilogy was the evil dead trilogy, Mm. uh, which consisted of the evil dead, evil dead two, and then army of darkness. Um, so some people are also speculating that there could be a new evil dead movie coming out, Mm -hmm. uh, which I would be down for. Uh, I love the evil dead movies, the original ones. They made a remake of it. 
a couple years ago, which again wasn't as campy or silly as the original ones were, but it was good. Like the the um, it was a good horror movie. I was into it, and at the end, um, there was like a post credit scene, and Bruce Campbell t- was in the post credit scene as his character from the original movies, Ash. Um, there was also a show called Ash versus the Evil Dead, uh, which I, I think that has, one. Has, has finished now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started watching, I think I saw the first season or two. Never stuck with it, though. I do want to get back into it, but uh, just never had the time. Uh, so people are speculating it could be that. Or people are saying that he could have... Um... Oh, also, sorry, just to go back to the Spider-Man thing. Um, originally, do you know the original plan for Bruce Campbell in the Spider-Man trilogy was for him to be revealed to be Mysterio. Um, mm. So all of his cameos in the first three Spider-Man movies was actually the same person because uh, obviously he, in the comics he's an actor, or a special effects guy and becomes Mysterio. I think in the first Spider-Man movie, he's the, the wrestling announcer mm. who actually gives Spider-Man his name um, because... Peter Parker's like, oh, call me the human spider. And he's like, no, that sucks. And then he's like, calls him Spider-Man when he announces him. Um, in another one, he was the French waiter when Peter Parker was trying to propose to Mary Jane. And then I think in another one, he was um, like an usher or something who worked in the theater where Mary Jane was performing. Uh, and he obviously was telling him, no, you're too late. Doors have closed, blah, blah, blah. blah. So in, in Spider-Man 4, it was going to be revealed that that was Mysterio this whole time, just kind of like keeping tabs on Spider-Man and kind of just being there in the background. So people are speculating, is he going to be in this new Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man No Way Home? Um, Oh, I might have jumped ahead there, but yeah. um, Is he going to be in this new Spider-Man 3 movie? Is he going to be Mysterio as well? Um... Are we going to have two Mysterios? Is he going to take over the role of Mysterio from uh, whatever the actor's guy's name was? I can't remember his name. Um, but that's that's Jake like, Gyllenhaal. I, Jake Gyllenhaal. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I lost his name for a second. I don't think it is Spider-Man they're talking about because that's not filming in in London uh, unless they've filmed some scenes in London. I think that's being filmed in Atlanta. Spider-Man mm-hmm. Three, um, but a film that is being filmed in London and is being directed by Sam Raimi, who we I've know... I've been biting my lip this whole time. ...is Doctor Strange 2. Yeah! So a lot of people are think, hoping he's going to have a cameo in Doctor Strange 2, which would be amazing. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Do you think they'll um, try and tie it into the other Spider-Man cameos? I'm hoping they do. I reckon I reckon they they will uh because again it this is meant to be the final Doctor Strange 2 is meant to be the final movie in this loose trilogy uh in from WandaVision, Spider-Man and then Doctor Strange. So it could very well I mean Tom Holland may even be in this movie. I'm not sure if that if we know that I don't I haven't heard anything about that but we know Wanda's in it. Mm-hmm. Um Spider-Man could be in it. Uh, and so this would be a nice way to uh, kind of, I mean, just even just to have Bruce Campbell in the movie is amazing. Do you know what I mean? Like every time he shows up, he steals the scene. He he's a legend. Do you know what I mean? Like I, 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 I could watch him 
read the phone book, do you know what I mean? And he'd make it cool. So any any news, especially him teaming up with Sam Raimi again, that can only be a good thing, do you know what I mean? So either way, I'm excited. He didn't even necessarily say it was Sam Raimi. He just said a certain movie with a certain actor, yeah. certain director. But you wouldn't make that big a deal unless it meant something. And yeah. him to be teaming up with Sam Raimi again means something. So that's what a lot of people are thinking. It is he's going to appear in um, Doctor Strange 2. Nice, nice, nice. All right, moving on. Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone cancelled by CBS All Lights after two seasons. Uh, This is something that I did not watch, so I had no clue. Did anyone watch this? Um, I watched a couple. It wasn't all that. Like, it it, it didn't live up to the original Twilight Zone, uh, so I never really stuck with it. Um, But people are are complaining. You know how people like to complain? Mm-hmm. People are just complaining that um, Jordan Peele, uh, who's obviously was highly involved in creating this because mm-hmm. he, he's into his horror stuff now, yeah. that they would announce this during Black History Month, which again to me is irrelevant. Mm. But just because, yeah, but again, like this is going to come up a couple of times, but. Um, a lot of people have complained that there have been announcements made during Black History Month that they haven't necessarily liked mm. or haven't necessarily worked in the favour of a black actor or black director or something. But again, to me, it, it it's, it's irrelevant. Like, they could have announced this whenever. It's got nothing to do with Black History Month. And it's not even only his show. Do you know what I mean? There's a yeah. lot of people behind it. Um, but I just don't think it lived up to the original. I don't think enough people... Uh, was into it so of course like it inevitably it got cancelled mm. yeah, yeah man. um uh, go, sorry go uh, on. No, go on, uh, yeah i was actually gonna read out the next bit of uh next bit of news which is japan studio um which created or were involved with gravity rush and knack and the last guardian mm. it's one of the developments um there's an exodus of staff leaving uh well, Exodus last week, leaving, but it's an Exodus of staff due to uh, Sony saying that there were new contracts past the 1st of April 2021. Uh, the, dis- the decision was made by Sony to move on from the studio due to low profitability. Um, so, you know, they make really, really good games. Um, so, uh, let's try again. They make good games, some are hit, some are miss, mm-hmm. um, and they don't pump out games as often as other studios do. Um, so I think, you know, in them sort of not keeping up with other studios, uh, Sony has said, okay, it's time to part ways. Mm. Yeah. Well, that should have gone in gaming news. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it's a shame because like, I never played any of those games, but like, I know people did. Um, wasn't NACA launch title for the PS4? It was. I got Knack One. I didn't get Knack Two, but Knack was. It was. It was okay. Um, it was a platformer. Mm-hmm. Um, and a bit of a puzzle. It was yeah, like mini puzzles here and there. It was enjoyable. Yeah. Um, definitely one for kids. Or even like, just people more age. Cool. All right. So, um, a couple of weeks ago, or maybe even a month ago, we announced. Well, not we announced, but we talked about how um, the creators of Avatar had pulled out of the live action um, Netflix project because they was in a sense signed creative differences. Um, so, from the fallout of that, 
um, they, along with Nickelodeon, have created Avatar Studios. Uh, and the first um, thing that we're going to be getting from them is going to be a feature-length film. Uh, obviously, uh, as far as I know, it's going to be animated. And they've mm-hmm. gone on to say that they're going to be creating more content in the Avatar universe and going to be setting in different time frames and featuring. Uh, featuring. Hold on. Uh, I think focusing on different characters. Uh, let me just quickly pull that up on my because I actually took a screenshot of this. Um, but yeah, like you know, I'm a big massive fan of Avatar. Um, I haven't I haven't watched anything past the first season of um, uh, um, Avatar Korra. Um, Korra, Korra. I don't even know was the one with Korra. I've only watched season yes, one. Um, yeah. So basically, um, Brian. Um, we're going to make up... So, Avatar Last Ember, the franchise to expand with launch of Nickelodeon's Avatar Studios. And like I said, the first thing that we're going to be getting from the studio is going to be a movie. So, yeah, I'm happy to hear that. Mine, what, what's, what's, you sounded a bit excited when you heard this. I find Avatar's uh, universe is pretty interesting. Uh, the Avatar series has taken us through the first Avatar, um, the spirits that was involved in uh, Greater Avatar. We go through... Agnes' journey, Korra's journey, looks at Avatar Kyoshi, Avatar Roku. Um, and there's also a comic book aside from the Avatar series, I think it might be still created by Sai people even, mm. um, that goes into deeper stories about, you know, Toph. Um, so there's a bit of that has been to do with Toph becoming a police officer and whatnot, how she go through that journey. Yo, um, flip, flip your mic, flip your mic, because you're sounding quiet again. Is it spell? Yeah, it's spell. Um, and there's also things to do with um, soccer as well, and they can even expand on previous and past avatars. Yeah. So this this, this is really big. This is really big. Um, I, I know it's going to be a third um, avatar series. Uh, it's going to be Earth. I have to be thinking about the cycles. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is great. Um, I'm more than happy to see more avatar. I mean. The series is really good. Cool. Mm. Um, so I'm excited the future of you know the universe of uh, Legend of Angle, the last Airbender. Yeah. Calm, calm. Didn't one of the comic books um, expand on the story about Zuko looking for his mother? Yeah, it did. Mm. It did. Calm. Did any, did any of you watch Upload Season 1? Do you remember <laughs> Upload? It was a, it was like a, um it was like a show on Amazon Prime where like instead of dying and going to like and, and dying you went to like you uploaded your soul to like this like virtual afterlife. Um, it starred um ah oh, that guy's cousin or brother. Oh, they they it? got that from Black Mirror. Have you? That like, is that is a thing in Black Mirror, isn't it? Yeah. Where you can upload yourself to to like an afterlife, can't you? It's San, in a San Junipero. Yeah, yeah, that was great. That was a really good like oh, concept, right. wasn't it? That episode was cool, man. Let's talk about that instead of upload. I've seen upload. <laughs> have, you, have you have you seen upload though? <laughs> it's on my watch list, but I haven't seen watch it. Watch it is jokes. Anyway, season two has ad, adds Paolo Constanzo. Is, is it funny? Class. It's funny. It's entertaining. Oh. Like it's really good, isn't it? I really enjoyed it. Um, pardon me. Uh, this feels like this was added after I checked the thing. Hasbro announces Power Rangers entering <laughs> renewal stage within the coming years. Expect a new shared universe including movies, an adult ser- an adult, an adult series, a children's series, and an anime series. Directed by Jonathan Ents- en- Entwistle? 
best known for End of the Fucking World. Oh, that's a really good series, End of the Fucking World. Have you seen that? I haven't. No, no, I haven't got around to that. I want that to is that so good. Uh, it's mm. such a good series. That is. Hasn't that got the guy um, who was in an episode of, of Black Mirror as well? Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. That's it. There was an episode of Black Mirror um, called Shut Up and Dance where it, it was about um, uh, about like people's computers being hacked and stuff and then he got sent to do on all these little missions. Do you remember? No. I can't remember that one. No, okay. No. Anyway, no. I, anyway, end of the fucking world. I, I want to I watch that. It looks good. And so the director of that um, I, I guess he's kind of become the Kevin Feige of Power Rangers now um, because he's really? kind of yeah um, because apparently they're going to make as as Nana said um, they're going to make movies they're going to make an, uh, a series for adults so I guess everyone who used to watch Power Rangers as a kid is now an adult mm-hmm. they're making stuff for us uh, more m- continuing making series for, for kids uh, and making an animated series as well. Um, and these are all going to be connected as, as one big shared universe. Um, so, yeah, I mean... That, is this, this going to be part of the... Is this going to include the Power Rangers movie from... Uh, <laughs> no, apparent, apparently no. So that, that the sequel to that has been scrapped. Um, this is I gonna quite be enjoyed that movie, thing. you know. I enjoyed it as well. I thought it was a bad, you know. I thought it had potential. <laughs> I thought they did a good job of like making the the kids being a little like realizing their powers and being like wow you know that, I yeah. thought that was a that was quite well done. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen the Green Ranger turn up in in a sequel for that, but yeah, we're, we're not getting yeah. it. They've scrapped it. So, do you think they'll make a gritty non-camp and actual like realistic fighting Power Rangers that? It doesn't feel like they're kind of like throwing punches and. I reckon you know what I mean? like, Yeah, I, I'm, with you, the original, I wonder. That... The... Sorry, go on. Yeah, no, I think you were just going to say what I was going to say. Go what? On. I was that, basically that, that, like, I was a teenager when 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 Paris came out, and I, I remember just watching it, just being like, "What? They're like, you know, like prancing around in these like leotard types, like you know, lycra suits." <laughs> yeah, and, no, and it was. It is... It was pretty campy. I, I was a kid when I watched Power Rangers, so I was into that shit, boy. I remember I had Same all here. the Power Rangers, all the Power Rangers toys, and I had yeah. Ninja Turtles toys, and my neighbor had um, Transformers toys. So we used to have some wars, boy. We used to. Have oh, bet. that must have been pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I did. I did appreciate the fact that, like, you know, it, if I'd been a bit younger, I probably could have been well into like Power Rangers, but mm. I was just too old to be like. As a teenager, I was like into like Nirvana and like Rage <laughs> Machine, and 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 then Power Rangers was coming out. And I was like, nah, nah, it's not yeah. happening. I, was... I think I think I I think I just made it because I I like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but anything after that to me, I'm I'm on your page, like Steve. I'm, I'm just like, nah, this is dumb. Like, <laughs> I never got into I never got into Power Rangers in space or Dino. Fuckers mm. or whatever the rest of them are called. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me some good old fashioned Mighty Morphin and I'm cool, man. Yeah. And I think for me as well, like um, I'd 
I'd seen like Transformers, like the, the G1 Transformers, and been mm. like, wow, this is, you, you know, like, like growing up with like, even by the time I was growing up, I think G1 had been out and you know, like the, the market was full of like Transformer toys. And so I was kind of like, the parody just came along and I was like, meh. There's yeah. nothing compared to like, you know, like proper Transformers, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it was quite impressive the way they, you know, like when they, they merged and, and they create the massive, oh, what's it called? Is it like the, the Zord? The Megazords, yeah. Megazords, yeah. yeah I I thought that, never, to kids, that must have been like a, oh my God, yeah, moment, you know. Funny, man. I used to have all of them. I had all the Zords. And you have the individual Zords, and then they, they click together to make the Megazord. Trust me, the toys, it was very clever. Yeah. It was very good marketing because it's clever. Yeah. Um, a lot of things, a lot of products, you you make more money off of the, um, like the toys and the merchandise. You make a lot more money off of that than you do the actual products itself. Oh, so many of our, yeah. our, our yeah. TV shows are, are, are based on like toys, aren't they? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, you look at you look at you learn a lot of that from the toys that make us the game, basically. Yeah, you got like yeah that, that, that series, that stuff. toys that made us series is is awesome, isn't it? Sorry, what's that? And the toys that made us, series. the toys that make us. Yeah, that's it. I mean, <laughs> even even George Lucas himself, the reason he's so rich nowadays, I'm sure because when they first made the original Star Wars, they said like, "Right, you can either mm. get paid or." I think he negotiated. He was like, okay, look, I'll take less money or I'll take no money, but I want the toy rights. He yeah. he got that shit. And that's why he's rich now. That's why he's the fucking man, because he owns the toy rights to Star Wars. You can't buy a Boba Fett action figure without giving George Lucas some money. Do you know what I mean? So hmm. like that, that's 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 where the money is, man. So um again, they're saying they're making an adult series out of this. Mm -hmm. so what i was gonna say is um do you guys remember watching that i think it was like a fan-made short movie yes about power rangers do you remember that yeah they had they, it had like majority of the original cast and it was very dark it was dark was, yeah, this the one, you know, so. was this the one where jason sorry jason had his leg replaced with a robotic leg and stuff what was that one uh i'm not sure i just remember the fight scenes oh, were pretty cool all right yeah, oh, okay. it, I think I think it's going to be like I think because obviously they saw people's reaction to that, and they realized, um, rah, all of our original fans who were kids when this came out, they're grown ups now. Mm. So let's make something for them as well. So I think that's kind of smart as well. Um, mm. But the Verge has uh, got a, um, a, an article about this, and and in big like letters, they've got like just like quotation marks it's gonna be really fucking dark <laughs> so, yeah. brilliant that's it that's what i like to hear man yeah so yeah it should be good man i'm looking forward to this I'm looking forward to this nice all right um and yeah so oh okay quick little what the fuck news uh the governor of illinois wants to wants to ban violent video games because um gta 5 has supposedly helped with an increase in carjackings um Every couple of years, we get a story like this where they try to blame video games for violence and actions. I'm just bored of it, man. Like, it's just dumb. Um, I think... I think... It is. Sorry, Martin, go I first. think he's... Oh, sorry. No, I, I agree with you. I said it really is. Um, Stevie, you were going to say something, weren't you? What? No, I didn't uh, say anything. I was going to say something. 
Oh, okay, sorry, it was, it was, uh, T. I think I think he's confused, you know, because like the official term that the police use when there's a carjacking is Grand mm-hmm. Theft Auto. So I think he must have been in a couple meetings <laughs> and they used that term too many times. And he, now he's blaming the game or something. I don't know, because now like, what are we? Are we back in the 90s or something? We've been through this. They've tried to ban games. They've tried to ban movies. They tried to ban songs. Like, just people, like, will make their own choice. I mean, if someone's going to steal a car, yeah. it's not because he played GTA. Like, it's because he wants to steal a fucking car. Uh, no one, like... And, and, and more people, people play GTA yeah. to not steal car. Who you are never ever going to steal a car, <laughs> right. and they just want to have an escape, you know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto ain't about stealing cars no more. It's about going on the beach and shooting everyone up, <laughs> <laughs> and seeing how many stars you can get. Uh, do you know what I mean? That's, that's I haven't completed a Grand Theft Auto game in the longest time because I always get distracted <laughs> by just fucking shit up and just fucking about. Last time I played it, I, I went up a hill and got attacked by a, like a, a like some wildcat. It was that was not yeah. good. It, it killed me. That's that's what I mean. Like in, in in GTA, you just I'd walk up to someone randomly and just punch them just to see how they react. I wouldn't do that in the real world. That's fucked up. <laughs> but in the exactly. game, exactly. But do you think it's just funny, man? Yeah, I was just gonna say, do you think it's amazing? It's, it's hilarious. I think it's amazing how they can go, okay, Grand Theft Auto, GTA. But you think about it, you think, okay, cool, that's, that's actually a, a logical process in a way, um, even though, you know, the evidence tells us that gaming has no impact on, uh, or very minimal impact on, uh, on crime and whatnot. Um, but they have to make that connection. But when it comes to gun crime, it's not that, oh yeah, there's, there's, there's a gun crime, what do we do? Oh yeah, let's reduce the amount of guns people can have. It's yeah. always... Oh no, that's 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 down to the person itself, blah blah, right? I, I can guarantee you the same governor of Illinois that's talking about GTA, right? When it comes to guns or something, he'll either be quiet or he'll be in favor of um there's that same way that they are now. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. It's absolutely ridiculous. Definitely there's massive pro gun lobbying in, in, in America, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, and now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't get into too much. I won't get into ages. Uh, yeah, it's a huge. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be because we got. We I just saw that. Sorry, go ahead. Finish up. Big, right. big last point. Right, let me. Uh, right, let me finish. Yeah. Yeah. finish. I just think that I think the I think there should be a huge gaming lobby, right? And the gaming lobby just says, "All right, you know what? We've had enough of this crap. We're gonna pay you money to shut up." Yeah. yeah. What we're gonna do is let people play games. Right, the games all over. Every shop must have a game, a game for them to buy, or games console, stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Let's flip the script. Yeah, it's wild. Well, that's the end. All right, cool. Let's move on to the next one. Cue the music. Worst crossover ever. Yo, Big T, that's you. Yo, okay, so game uh comic book news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm 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 actually at work, so, <laughs> so I'm a bit distracted. But yeah, okay. Co- um comic book news. Uh I let slip earlier, but um Spider Man three, the official title has now been released. Mm-hmm. Um it is called Spider Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Um now to me, 
again, like every every title of this trilogy has had the word home in it. Mm. Um, but to me, this trilogy of titles kind of sounds like someone getting lost. Like they went to like a reunion somewhere and they're trying to make their way home, but like the sat nav's broken or something because you got homecoming and someone's on their way home, mm. far from home. It's like, right, oh, shit, we're lost, but like we still got ages to go. Then no way home. It sounds like they've given up and they're like, fuck it. Like we've got no way home, man. But mm. um, I don't know. This title, it kind of has implications that it is involved in the multiverse, the spider verse that we've everyone's kind of been speculating. Um, the title reveal, they put out this little clip of like Tom Holland, Zendaya, and that other guy coming out of the office and mm. walking past like a, a whiteboard. Yeah. Um, on that whiteboard, there are many clues, which people are saying um, are clues that connect it to WandaVision. Mm -hmm. Because you'll see there's a lot of hexagons on that whiteboard. Um, some of them are disguised as like atoms. Yeah, I didn't notice that. that. But, but yeah, there's a lot of hexagons. And a lot of the hexagons have like lines coming off them that then branch off into different lines. Mm -hmm. Some of them have lines that cross over each other. So again, that could be an indication of the Spider-Verse having different branching timelines, mm -hmm. some of them overlapping, which could lead to the Doctor Strange multiverse of madness. Yep. Um, uh, also, people are speculating... Sorry, to interrupt. Especially, have you seen the one with the cube and the lines with the, like, intersecting yeah. in the middle? And that, I'm yeah, pretty sure yeah, that's, yeah. that, that, um, diagram is is used to like describe multi-dimensional travel I, I don't remember what the theory is but i'm pretty sure that picture that image has been used before yeah you're right you're right yeah and there's also there, there's hexagons all over the place and there's spider webs now obviously it's a spider-man movie so yeah. there's going to be spider webs but again the combination of hexagons and the spider webs could indicate a spider-verse do you know mm -hmm. what i mean like that's what people are speculating also um people are hoping uh miles morales will be in this mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. because the way it glitches between the whiteboard mm -hmm. with the with the title logo on it mm. and like the official title logo mm. it like does this weird kind of glitching thing mm -hmm. which is very similar to how uh to the glitching that happened in um spider-man well, into, into the, the spider-verse Spider yeah I, yeah. Have you seen the other connection? I think I posted a picture into the group. So the way the 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 drawing around the Spider-Man logo is, yeah, someone pointed out that it looks very like um how the country of Puerto Rico looks like on the outlines. And obviously oh, yeah? in, in the comic books, isn't Mars Morales' mum from Puerto Rico? I think so, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so that's so that's another theory to like people are linking. Um, I also saw one um, similar to what you say about the outline mm. that it could be the outline of America, of USA and all the states, which could indicate that Wanda maybe expands her hex to cover the whole of America. Mm. Oh, I haven't seen that so one. Again, no, we'll follow no, next week then, won't we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's true. We'll find out next week, man. Oh, man, can't wait. Uh, Martin, Again, any... we're getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, sorry. Martin, so... any, any sorry, Martin, any thoughts on the Spider-Man name before we move on? Um, no, none. We can move on to next steps. Right, next cool. T. 
So um, we've also had official announcement that uh, Loki uh, will premiere on Disney Plus on June 11th. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Uh, we've got a date for that. Um, I didn't work out because apparently Disney have said that they will be releasing new material. I think they even said specifically Marvel material every week mm-hmm. this year. We will get Marvel stuff yeah. for the foreseeable future. Every week we'll have a new Marvel product released. Yeah. So WandaVision finishes next week. Mm-hmm. Um, there's rumors of a, of, a, of a bonus mystery episode, episode 10. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, we will be getting... Uh, what's that series that they're creating? Every time a new show comes out, like they had one for WandaVision, every time a new show comes out, they're going to have these little catch-up things to show you what the characters have been through, where they've got to where they are. We had... There's two episodes in it so far, one for Wonder and one for Vision. Mm. I'm guessing in the week between WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we're going to get another two episodes for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, So I didn't work out when that will be ending, but I'm guessing Loki will either be starting a week or, you know I mean, not not soon after... um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier ends. Um, but yeah, so that's that's coming out soon. Mm. Is everyone looking forward to Loki? Yeah. I am, purely, I am purely because it's a connected universe, so I just want to see what Loki does. The prick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, I don't I don't I'm wondering if this is gonna be more connected to um the Wonder Vision stuff than we initially thought because uh in last week's episode, uh, in the notes I put in, I, I, I said about um, uh, the Nexus beings of the Marvel comics and how they're being watched yeah. by the Time Authority um, and, and they're going to be appearing in Loki. So Yeah, yeah I remember you saying that as well last Yeah, I'm wondering if this is going to be more connected to Doctor Strange and all that stuff than they're, than they're letting on. Because... It could just be that he's got the space stone, um, and I mean, essentially, his they're going to connect is, the shit out of this. Come on, yeah, we've got were, you look at that. What's happened so far with Marvel, and yeah. they kind of pieced it together cleverly enough to kind of yeah. tie back to some of the really early movies when they weren't really kind of like making a expanded universe. Now. Every bloody movie is going to have shitloads of stuff. Yeah. And we'll only then like be, we'll be looking back in like years to come, going, oh, "There's a connection there," or they were like foreshadowing yeah. this. Yeah. I reckon they're going to. That's why WandaVision yeah. at the moment has been such a slow burn and so weird. I bet there's shitloads in all of it that, that we just haven't noticed. Mm. Yeah. No. I just, I just have a feeling that T's is legit. Like I know for weeks he's been saying, I don't want to fall down the rabbit hole, I don't want to fall down the rabbit hole, but I think Marvel is going to take him down the rabbit, rabbit hole, and T, you'll have no choice but to go with it. Like, you know those like FBI slash detective uh, boards where they try to connect someone to something else and someone's got another connection here? You, you're going to be yeah. doing that with Marvel. And just yeah. Go, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, but Riven's not going to be able to see a dad for a while. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to have I'm going to have string up on my walls, mate. I'm going to have pictures and documents and shit like everywhere. Yeah. I was going to say, um, what, on that Spider-Man yeah. No Way Home, uh, no way home there, there's, it looks like there's some sort of elements or like um, chemical compounds. And I wonder if there's sort of like hidden meaning in that as well. Because like, um, you know, you were saying there's loads of hexes. Um, yeah. It looks like there's, there's also what looks like some sort of chemical formula um, on, on the yeah, picture. Yeah, so those, those, those are in the shapes of, of hexagons, aren't they? Which is they are, um, but then yeah. I wonder if they're also meaning something. If you were like a science boffin, would you be like, "Oh, that's the that's the chemical"? Well, yeah, that's because mm. with um, I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember the actual way of what the actual chemical is, but I know carbon atoms usually do end up being in the hexagon shape, or they can create hexagon shapes, um, mm. with double bonds in it. But I have no idea if. if yeah, and depending on what you introduce to it, those bonds break, um, open up. So it's like like this, bro. Like, this is literally off the top of my head from you know a level a level chemistry and stuff. So I have no idea how carbon or even I can I can look it up and see what kind of chemical formula can come with it and what that does. Um, but yeah, it's interesting they put it out there. So I guess it'll give me a little bit of homework to do for next uh, episode. Yeah. Let's see what they got. I bet you could name every Pokemon in order, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I... <laughs> Boy, I'm leaving that. I'm leaving you. You are, you are the king of that. Between you and Nana, you're the kings of that. I ain't touching that. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. What's next? Okay. This this is another bit of news that apparently people have been annoyed that they announced during Black History Month. Again, to me, it's irrelevant. But um, they have announced officially that the Blade reboot uh, will not be R-rated. Yeah. Um, I think I think that was obvious. Like, it's a Disney movie. It's a Marvel movie. They don't make R-rated movies. Um, it could still be good. It doesn't have to be rated R. It could still be pretty violent. Like, I think Deadpool has shown us that you can make a violent movie with good action and it doesn't have to be R-rated. Um, with the... Um, what was the... Because Deadpool 2 has like three versions of it now. You've got Deadpool 2, then you've got Deadpool 2, the super-duper fucking cut or something like that, which is even more extreme. And then you've got the Deadpool 2 that's like PG. And it's like... Um, Obviously, oh, which right. was like them it's testing weird. out the waters, yeah. them testing out the waters for Disney owning Fox and maybe making potentially Deadpool three not R rated, even though I think it's been confirmed it will be. Um, but yeah, so Blade isn't going to be R rated. What do we think of that? Oh, I'm gonna go first. I am bitterly disappointed that's not getting an R rated. Like, I don't think you can do a great blade movie without some of the blood and violence. Um, and I think that's why the movie that came out, I want to say 99, I can't remember exactly when that came out, um, was so successful. Um, yeah. Because it had the level of violence, the gore, the, the swearing, like the, the big, the big, of sex and stuff. Like it was just a really good movie. And, um, I don't know. Okay. Do you know what? Yeah. I don't know whether they've changed the classifications because, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, but if they have changed the classifications, yeah, there is a chance that 
they might still be able to do something with it. I'm going to give it... A, all right, so I'm gonna, we'll talk about this more in depth later, yeah, but we're going to review um, Tribes of Europa. Now, on Netflix, yeah, that is labelled as a 15, yeah. Um, I don't know what it's labelled as in America, but that show is really violent and has some things that me personally would have rated it as an 18. So, again, if times have changed, maybe it might not need an R rating. Maybe... Would it- well, then saying that, I think I think it's weird how ratings get translated from America to England because mm. Deadpool was R-rated, but Deadpool is a 15. It's not an 18. Mm. Yeah, I mean, back so back for something to be R-rated, mm. yeah. well, so I think R-rated. maybe British kids are more like... Chill. <laughs> I don't know. Boy, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say chill because... You can I, handle more shit, do you know what I mean? I don't know about that because, like I said, I feel like they've changed it because... Like, obviously, again, I didn't really watch a lot of 15, 18 movies while I was young, innit? So, do you know what I mean? So, maybe I don't have a frame of reference, that uh, the greatest frame of reference. But, again, if it's going to be on the levels of Deadpool when that was a 15 over here, and do you say the first Deadpool was R-rated? It was. It was. Well, And again, then it was a 15 here. Well, boy, like I said, if it's a, if they do it at the same level, what what we classify as a fifteen, then I'm I'm satisfied in it. But yeah. <laughs> I know that again, when you say fifteen, you expect a lot less in it. But like I said, Tribes of Europa on Netflix, that's a fifteen, and I'm telling you now, that's an eighteen. That is a, it's an eighteen in my eyes, <laughs> isn't it? So we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. It. But I, like I said, I am disappointed. It's not going to be R rated. Um, I do think that like waters it down in a sense. Um, but uh, I'm gonna have to kind of but, trust the Marvel. Yeah, but in saying that though, even the, the the third Blade movie wasn't R-rated either. It was what 15, I think, American 15, and um, that was mm. why that one wasn't that great. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the oh, third yeah, one. No, I enjoyed all of them, but I know <laughs> that some fans don't like them. Yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? I'm trying to just quickly I, look it up. All right, but, I, I don't um, necessarily think. Blade needs to be R rated. Like, what it doesn't, what, it doesn't. It's the vampire film, do you know what I mean? And you can do vampires without it being R rated. Like, that, there's not, I mean, it doesn't need to have a lot of blood and gore and stuff. Like, vampires, when you kill them, they kind of turn to dust and explode. And we've seen that, we've seen that with the Infinity Gauntlet, people turn to dust and explode. So they can get away with. That, that you can push the boundaries, do you know what mm. I mean? A lot, like you're saying, a lot more nowadays than you could back in the day. Um, so I don't think it needs to be R-rated. Something like Deadpool, yeah, needs to be R-rated because he's that's what he's about. He's about swearing and sex jokes and all this stuff. But Blade... Inappropriateness. Think, uh, inappropriateness, yeah. But Blade, yeah. I think you can have, like, um, especially with Mahershala Ali, whatever his name is, mm. he's a good actor. Like, I think he'll he'll carry this movie um, and you can have like a dark, serious movie about vampires. There doesn't need to be blood and guts because when you kill a vampire, like I said, they turn to dust. There's not going to have blood and guts. The only thing it's going to miss out on is like, like the original Blade movie when they had the club scene, the first ever opening scene from the first movie. Was yeah. fire when fucking the awesome. roof opens. And blood just pours out of the roof. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, freaking Rapstein is all in, yeah, in blood. Like, 
or, or like if a vampire was to bite your neck, you're not going to have all the blood dripping out and doing all that madness, but you don't really need it. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to, it's not going to change the film that much. In my opinion, I think they can, there's ways to get around it. Mm. Do you know what? I've got a problem though with a, a reboot of, of the blade movie or the blade yeah. movies, mm. because I can't, I can't imagine Blade not being Wesley Snipes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I but... just can't imagine. I have, I have got that like image of like Blade like emblazoned on my my my, my brain now. Like this is, this is who it is. It's a bit like trying to make you know like a, a do a reboot of of, of Wolverine or Hugh Jackman or um, yeah, exactly. You know, like I'm trying to think of other other. Like right. characters that Sorry. have just completely made a specific role, mm-hmm. and it, they've got a big task on their hand if they want to reboot Blade because everybody will remember the original Blade. And, I, do you know what? Yeah, and that kind of iconic image. I think as well. Yeah, and I'm gonna, <laughs> this is a hill that I'm going to die on. Yeah, Yelon No <laughs> should have been the next Blade. Yeah, like. I've only seen him in the first Purge where he played like, he basically played, in my opinion, he basically played Blade in that film, innit? And he was sick. And I think if you had got someone like him, people would buy it more. I, like, obviously, yes, you know, um, Shala Ali is about to get that Marvel money, so he's probably in the gym now. He's probably in the hyperbolic time chamber, getting hench, (laughs) learning the most, like, he's learning martial arts, he's learning, he's learning sword plays, learning how to shoot. He, like when this film mm. finally comes, yeah, he's probably going to look like Blade. It, but obviously, in his other roles, he like he's not really a Blade character in it. But like I said, Bashar, um, um, Yella No would have been my choice for Blade in it. Like he looks like he would have been a great Blade. I don't like, know, Michael like, like, White, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But again, that that's because of like actual martial arts skills. That's that was one of the. The good things about having Wesley Snipes as Blade was that he does have martial arts skills. Mm. He came with that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But in terms of the look, I think Mahashala Ali is a very good choice. He even looks quite a bit like Wesley Snipes, like a young Wesley Snipes, in my mm. opinion. I don't know if I'm just being racist during Black History Month or what. <laughs> you have more people to complain about. But to me, they, yeah, you know, <laughs> to, to me, he looks a bit like him. Do you know what I mean? Especially when he wears sunglasses. I think they look enough alike that it will kind of bridge the gap between people who remember Blade being Wesley Snipes and kind of leading them to accept a new Blade. Do you know what I mean? Like, he looks like Wesley Snipes' little brother. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. I, 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 I see one picture that on, on Google and I can see what you're talking about where he's in the sunglasses. Mm. I, again, like I said, I'm like... At the moment, Marvel, for the most part, can do no wrong in it. So if this is the guy they want, like, I'm going to watch this movie. Have you seen Captain Marvel? (laughs) (laughs) If that wasn't wasn't dreadful, but again, I'm going to trust them in it. Where where were we? Like, we went on a blade tangent. Um, (laughs) Yeah, go on. Let's let's finish up comic book news. Yeah, so next comic book news... um, I wasn't aware of this. Some, some. Uh, I'm not sure who added this to the notes, but apparently there's a Green Lantern uh, TV series that's going to start filming on 11th of April, 2021. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so we can look forward to that. I think I did hear about this Green Lantern show. Um, it's going to be like, I think we're going to have more than one of the Lanterns. So we're going to have like um, Hal Jordan, Guy Gardner, John Stewart. So I think that they're going to feature a lot of them. Um, I think, and the thing is going to be called um, Lantern Lantern Court or Lantern Corps or whatever it's called. So it's it's not going to be about a Green Lantern. It's going to be yeah. about the actual like whole um, the whole, whole squad. Whole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the whole court. Yeah, and there's some great stories in the comic books about the the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, um, especially with the Manny. Sorry, not Manny. It's Man Hunters. Man, hmm. I think. I think Mm. It's but I think it's actually. You've gone off here again. Um, again. Sorry, I don't know what's happening. Is this better? Uh, Am I here? Yeah, we hear you now. Uh, so, um, they were created by the. Before the Great Lantern Corps. So. You're, you're cutting in and out, bro. You're cutting in and out, bro. Yeah, but. I don't know what I'm doing wrong because... Oh, that's much better. See. Alright, I have no idea what's going on. I think I'll come back on again. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, oh, yeah, maybe I'll do that a bit. Um, but yeah, I think I think, I think it'd be good. Like you, Stevie, um, some some of these uh, um, stories are absolutely amazing. Um, Hal Jordan, uh, John Stewart as well. So, John Stewart... Um, um, absolutely amazing. So I have no idea what's the story for the last Green Lantern. So I have no idea. We just have to wait. It's not a movie. So wait. Sorry. The next one. T. Um. Yeah. Okay. So uh, moving on. Uh, this was announced recently within the last couple of days. Um, so DC and Warner Brothers are going to be rebooting, uh, the Superman franchise. So our next Superman movie is going to be a rebooted one. Um, we're not sure because the, the announcement was weird because they said that they are, um, basically it's being produced by JJ Abrams, um, who made the remakes of the Star Wars, uh, Star Wars uh, yeah, the new Star Wars movie. So he made mm-hmm. Force Awakens. Uh, he made the rebooted Star Trek movies. Um, so if you need a reboot, this is the guy to do it. Yeah. Um, it, it And it's going to be written. This is the interesting thing that I thought was interesting. It's going to be written by someone called um, Ta-Nehisi, uh, Ta-Nehisi, Ta-Nehisi Coates. Now, this guy, he's written for Marvel. He's written Marvel comics for um, Black Panther and Captain America, I believe. But he's mainly known as like um, like a journalist. Like he writes columns and and stuff like that. Um, a lot about like black culture and and Black Lives Matter movements and white supremacy. And and he he, he writes a lot about that kind of stuff. So it's interesting that they've got him uh, to write a Superman movie because I reckon he'll be able... It's a good choice because he will be able to bring um, this whole... 
how do I say this? So obviously Superman being an alien coming to this planet, um, I think he'll be able to write a lot of deep kind of like emotional, maybe like metaphorical stuff for the, for like the real world, uh, in terms of how he feels like alienated or isolated and like not accepted. Uh, and do you know what I mean? I feel like he could create something very interesting out of this, um, using this character. Um, now of course it's black history month. So that's got people excited about this news, but people have taken it too far, in my opinion. Uh, we're not sure if Henry Cavill is going to be reprising the role because it's mm -hmm. a reboot. But at the same time, during the announcement, they said they're happy to be part of the DCEU. Mm -hmm. Now, the DCEU isn't an actual thing. That, that's <laughs> the, that, <laughs> that was come up. That's what the fans call it, but it's not actually an official term that the like the MCU is. The MCU is actually what Kevin Feige calls it, but the DCEU, the fans came up with that. Um, so we don't know if this is actually going to be part of the DC continuity or if it's going to be like um, like the new Batman movie that come out. It's just its own thing. Mm. So people are speculating that since this guy has been attached to write it, that that means that it's going to have to be a black Superman because, you know, can't be a white Superman written by a black writer. That would make no sense. Mm -hmm. So people are speculating that this is going to finally um, bring Michael B. Jordan in mm -hmm. to play Superman, Yep, which uh -oh. is what we've had, I think, for the last couple of years. We've had a lot of, um, lot of talk about that, but they're saying that this could actually lead to that happening now. What do we think? If it's an Elseworlds story, I'm down with it. Like, if it's like, um, cause in the comics, isn't there a black Superman that's not called Kal-El and he's not called Clark Kent. He's got like a, a different name. Yes. Um, yeah. in fact, he's got a, I think he's got a power suit on that gives him the abilities of Superman, basically. Ah, okay. With a hammer. I can't remember his specific name, but, um, it's usually, it's, it's, through this, the death of Superman storyline, so this is when Superman is officially dead to the world, uh, but unofficially he's still alive and you know recuperating and whatnot. Um, and so before Superman, that obviously um, reprises his role. One of them's uh, one is an android, one of them is Black Superman, and one of them is um, Superman with uh, Clark Kent's DNA. Um, I can't remember the last one if it's in my head, but it's all it's that uh, along those lines of stories. So, um, if T is right, this this could be interesting seeing seeing a black Superman. Um, I have no idea if his past could be similar to Superman in any form. Um, or I know is that he carries around a massive hammer with him, and um, yeah, he's he's able to do like amazing things like Superman can. So that's the extent of my knowledge of black Superman. Okay. Come, uh, Stevie. Any thoughts on a black Superman? Uh, yeah, no, I'm up for. Oh, I'm up for a reboot of um, any of the DC like, like cinematic stuff that they've released. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it'd be an interesting take, and um, certainly, um, if oh, who is it? Who's who's doing the re the redo? Um, Oh, JJ uh, Abrams. JJ Abrams. He he's done he's done tons of kind of like uh, successful reboots, 
um, where he's kick-started stuff um, and not so successful on the actual kind of like follow-up movies, but like mm. the actual like kick-starting of a, of a franchise and a, and a, and a like a product reimagining it is, is really good at that. So I'm, I'm quite up for this and, and I'd be, uh, it would be a really interesting take because Superman, such a sort of an iconic, like, you know, image, isn't it? So mm. to, to yeah. have a black, black Superman would be like a brilliant, a brilliant twist, wouldn't it? A brilliant change on sort of like that old Clark Kent image of him that was portrayed. Who was the, the most iconic one? Um, Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves, yeah, yeah. No, that Christopher Reeves image. Guys, can I just, some of this case will buy. Do you guys remember Steel, the the movie Steel from ages ago? This yeah, is yeah, Shaquille yeah, yeah. Steel <laughs> is Superman. So Superman slash Steel. Um, so John Henry Irons, I think he's the black um, Superman. He is, uh, yeah, that's the last, that's the line of comics co- books he's from. Um, so if you hear steel, think Superman again with the hammer. Oh, okay, so yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. All right, two, two more people, right, two more, uh, two more, um, terrible news. All right, um, off of the back of people getting annoyed about a Latino supergirl, yeah, <laughs> um, they have announced, <laughs> uh, a Blue Beetle movie uh, featuring Jamie Reyes mm-hmm. uh, coming from the director uh, Angel Angel I wanna, I wanna Manuel an, yeah, Soto. I, yeah, I want to say it's Angel and not Angel, but that just could be, <laughs> that could be a sweet being racist there, but I want to assume it's pronounced Angel Manuel Soto. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm um, excited to see a Blue Beetle movie. It's not uh, a character that I know a lot about. Um, he was an entertaining character in um, not Teen Titans. What was the other one that they did? Young Justice. Um, so yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be down to watch a, a, a show, a movie on him. Um, yeah, yeah, Blue Beetle is sick. Um, the original Blue Beetle also didn't have the powers of the actual Beetle that's on the back of uh, Jimmy Reyes. But this movie alone, um, if they follow the comic books, should be interesting because the Blue Beetle is based off of an alien race. Um, where they have a beetle that possesses one person, and with that, they then imbued with uh, powers and whatnot. Um, I think it's techno powers, um, and then they end up they end up conquering the planet and they move on from that. So uh, the blue beetle, from my memory, is that he more functions. So instead of taking a completely over a host, he becomes symbiotic with the host. So the host still has some sort of free will, um, and they end up fighting against. Um, the alien of the other alien beetles like black beetle for example um mm. if, if think of it very think of it um as something akin to the venom movie where you know venomous is a parasite he has to uh, conquer it and ends up fighting against his like, commander or something like that so very similar to that um i don't think anyone should have a problem with jimmy Reyes because one he is a written character um he is uh latino um mm. So I don't think anyone should have an issue with it. If they have an issue with it, take up with DC's DC Comics. Mm. Yeah. Right. Um, and a lot, last last little bit, uh, Shazam Fury of God's Rachel Ziegler joins the cast. I don't know what she's been in. Um, I don't have a frame of reference. She, she's not someone I know. Does anyone know who she is? No. I thought she, started, no. I thought she was like... Um, 
what do you call it, related to um the wrestler, is it? wrestler called Ziegler. So supposedly she plays the lead role of Maria in the upcoming film West Side Story. Uh, she's 19. Um, and that doesn't really say what else she's been in. She could be like someone that's generally kind of new. Um, I'm just quickly just jumping. Coming, yeah. I'm just jumping on IMDb now. Um, yeah, she's got nothing else listed. So these are going to be her her first things, I guess. So that's pretty cool. Mad. Mm. Mad. That's a nice I actually like Shazam. I thought it was a good film. Yeah, I enjoy Shazam. Yeah, oh, same here. Yeah, I enjoy Shazam. All right, let's. We move. should be getting Black okay. Adam before um, Shazam sequel. We should, <laughs> like, we should, so, but we'll see what happens with that. Um. So, do we think Fury of the Gods? Do you think that's going to be Black Adam coming into this because he's a pretty angry guy? Possible. And then we'll have like a Shazam Black Adam kind of uh beatdown. <laughs> beatdown, yeah. Mm. It could be cool. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it could be cool. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know, yeah, I could be cool, man. I am looking forward to this. Like I said, I think Shazam surprisingly, yeah. Shazam is probably I think the best movie to come out of the DCEU. Mm. Uh, do you know, I think I actually agree with you. Yeah. Oh, I think Aquaman, Aquaman was overhyped. I don't think that was as good as everyone says it was. I like that Aquaman. Maybe then. Wonder Woman. The first one. Hmm. Was good. Yeah. But I think, I think it let itself down with the ending. But yeah. Shazam was consistent. Shazam was a good film. I like that. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that. that it's, that's in the DC like cinematic universe isn't it yeah that was a great movie i had so much good, fun watching that oh yeah same i really like that man it was really fresh as well like totally brand new stuff and then they even had the sort of like the the that sort of drop of, of superman appearing yeah. albeit like you know just showing his back but that was a great <laughs> yeah no i thought i thought See, was good, the only time DC uh, is allowed to make characters, allowed to have characters make insurance, where Shazam. Shazam is a kid, so he's allowed. I don't hear it. I don't hear it out. Superman or Batman. That's what I'm saying. Especially Batman, yeah. just weird. Mm. I just want to point out as well that the only good DC movies are those based on Greek mythology. Just putting it out there. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you're looking for a Hawkman slash Hawkgirl movie next, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know it's going to be good because, you know. <laughs> I bet you're looking forward to fixing as well if she, if she turns up at some point. But she's African, actually, not. Uh, oh, African-American, not actually. Uh, I, w- I want to see Hercules turn up in the MCU because you know he's a character in the Marvel comics. Yeah, right? he is. He is uh, part of the I want to see him turn up in the MCU. I would be gassed if he turns up in the MCU. Mm. Hercules versus Thor. Are you nuts? Hey, come on. Yeah, that's bad. All right, I think that brings us to the end of COVID news, right? Yep. All right, let's move on. on. Anime manga. All right, so start with the anime news. On February 22nd, 
Minecraft trailer released High School DOD Born on Blu-ray and DVD. Nice. It's the first season of the High School uh, DOD series. Um, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord Omega, season two of the anime, will stream in the spring 2021 anime season on April 8th. So I see the first, um, I think I, I can't remember if I read the manga, but I have seen the first season. The first season was really good. It's Again, it's just another, it's a kind of way you have it over a guy who's, game character has been sold to another world and he's just OP as hell um, every time someone does a spell they think it's like the highest spell, like a level 30 spell is the highest spell they've ever done for them he's like dude, this is actually really weak I just like one one like literally eliminates them in one hit um, so see, so that's coming out, I'm looking forward to it have you guys seen any of the House of Summer Demon Lord Omega? sorry, just House of Summer Demon Lord series at all uh no wait is this the one where they've forgotten his name and he and throughout the no it's not the okay no then no. that's all this one okay then no. all right moving on to the manganese i mean good thing it's very very uh short this one <laughs> yeah um seven deadly sins sequel manga four nights of the apocalypse will have a simultaneous english digital release which means we'll get both the japanese and english releases so you don't have to do that long wait of having the manga come out and then a few days later having the English come out is all going to come out at one, which is great for people. Mm-hmm. Um, the manga has five chapters already available on Comixology, Kindle, and Crunchyroll. Okay. That's pretty cool. Mm. Pretty cool. Right. Yeah, and that's it for the anime and manga news. Nice. Oh, right. There's a lot of different gaming news. So we had a mm-hmm. PlayStation State of Play. Um, I, the only thing that found any interest from that was um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. We're getting a... Um, is it a DLC or, or like a an extra chapter called um, Integrate? It's featuring Yuffie and yeah. some other random dude. I don't know who this dude is. Um, also, we're getting a Final Fantasy VII Remake on a PS5. If you own... The one on the PS4, you can get a free up-res to the PS5 version and your save yep. will transfer over as well. Um, it looks nice. good. I feel like we're... You know that mini game that you got um, in Final Fantasy VII where you had those blocks and stuff? I feel like you're, it, it's this. This is what mm-hmm. you're getting, but as a, like a, a more playable story. Um, it looks interesting enough. Like I said, I'm waiting to... When I get a PS5, that's when I pick this up. Um, no announcement on Final Fantasy um, Chapter 2. Um, which was a bit annoying, um, but yeah, is that what Ever Crisis is? No, Ever Crisis. No, no, no. Ever Crisis looks like some a game where they tell you about um, sword, not sword, soldier, soldier. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe you know. Sorry, I just want to complain for him. I have been, <laughs> I have been waiting for Kingdom Hearts three and <laughs> Final Fantasy seven remake since PS three. Yeah, since they announced the. PS3 and they used Final Fantasy 7 as the tech demo. Mm. I've been waiting my whole life for these games mm. and they waited until I had a child and no console to finally <laughs> fucking release these games. Like, are they taking the piss out of me? I still haven't played Kingdom Hearts 3 and I still haven't played Final Fantasy 7 Remake. I, I, I'm trying to avoid any playthroughs or any spoilers because I want to get a PS5 this year and I want to get these games. But like, sure, are they fucking with me? So, okay, listen. So, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis is a mobile game that will retell the entire compilation of Final Fantasy VII in a new, friendly looking art style. Ever Crisis mm-hmm. will also feature a new story element, Square Next said, written by 
um, Final Fantasy Remake story and scenario writer Kasuji Nojima surrounded the origins of Soldier. Um, Final Fantasy VII Everclass will be chapter structured, um, which also could mean that we might get episodic release. Um, oh, no. And, <laughs> you know, it should get into if the stuff that happens in Dirge of Cerberus and Before Crisis. So we can see some... Um, uh, is it Zack? I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm down for anything that's got Zack in it, to be honest. Crisis Core was good on the PSP. I yeah. actually really liked that game. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that could be cool, man. Mm. But apparently, again, like I said, I've tried to avoid spoilers and stuff for the Final Fantasy VII remake, mm-hmm. but I've heard that they've changed, like, Zack's backstory to the point where, and again, I may be wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, I'll be happy if I'm wrong, but apparently mm-hmm. he doesn't die when he dies in the original to the point where he's still about during the events of Final Fantasy VII. Am really? I, is that right or am I wrong? I don't, I don't know. I've not, I've not played the remake yet. I haven't played it either, but that's what I've heard. And if that's the case, that's weird, man. I don't know about that. Because a lot of Cloud's motivation was the death of Zack. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. And it, it, it will fundamentally kind of change a lot of the dynamics. I don't know. Anyway, may, maybe I'm wrong. Like I said, yeah. I, 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 I accidentally heard that somewhere and it annoyed me. But oh, We'll see. We'll see. Mm. Uh, so for BlizzCon... So for this week, we had uh, BlizzCon and Nintendo Direct and PlayStation State of Play. So we're going to reel off a few uh, mentions. So from BlizzCon, we saw World of Warcraft, uh, Burning Crusade. Um, we saw Hearthstone, Year of the Griffin Deep, uh, Diablo 4, Diablo 2. Um, so yeah, those, those were all announced. Um, the, the event ran for three days. I believe it was two or three days. Um, started from... Um, Friday last week. Um, so it is stopped there on YouTube, so if you haven't seen it already, definitely go ahead and check it out. The next one is uh, Nintendo Direct. Nintendo Direct, um, again, happened, I, I want to say it happened Wednesday night, so I could be... But anyway, um, we had a few mentions there as well, so to read them off, we have um, Four Guys, let's go out to Switch, um, Outer Wilds, Famicom Detective Club 1 and 2, mm-hmm. Summer Warriors 5, Legend of uh, Monster Hunter Rise, which is coming out March 26th, Mario Golf, June 25th, um, Tales of Bloodlines, March 24th, which is going to be a combination of old school Capcom games like Street, Street Fighters and whatnot. There will be no improvements to the animation, um, the graphic. So that's a look out for. Um, no More Heroes 3, Neon Light, DC Superhero Girls, Party Power, Last Versus Zombies, that's for the name of it, Me Tokyo, Animal Crossing's New Horizons, that's the Mario DLC one, Triangle Strategy, uh, which Nana mentioned last week, and he's keen on getting it, Star Wars Hunters, Lockout City, which is kind of May 21st, uh, but it's going to be cross platform, um, World's End Club, and Physical DC, Guided, uh, Age of Gravity, Therapy D42, which you had to mention earlier on. Mm-hmm. Frontier. Sorry. And, uh, Your mind, you're quite in the last I haven't, I haven't moved my mic at all, so can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's more, that was more, probably more your internet. Alright, all right. cool. Um, 
as Splatoon 3 is the last one that's been uh, that's been mentioned there. And last but not least for um, uh, PlayStation Stealth Play, we have Crash Bandicoot 4 updates. Uh, it's going to come to PS5, um, which works really well with the loading times because PS5 has minimal loading times, so it should be a great play for PS5 owners. Uh, we're going to see Returnal, which is a brand new game that's coming out. Um, Knockout C as well, like I said, it's cross-platform. Um, Shifu, which looks absolutely amazing. Um, Solar Ash, another cool-looking game. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. So this one's going to be actually you, the security guard, walking around the entire Five Nights at Freddy's complex while they're just being in the security room looking at the cameras. So another very oh, good so. element. Mm, yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, um, World Soulstorm. Um, what? Yeah. They're Oddworld. making a new Oddworld game. Oh, you've been, a new Oddworld game. you've been out of the loop, bro. We talked about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kina Bridge of Spirits. Uh, Deathloop. Uh, we saw some more, we saw some more uh, gameplay trails for it. And it looks very good. Uh, every time I see it, I wish I would get the game more. More, more. Um, Final Fantasy 7 Integrates, which we've just spoken about. Um, and that's it for... Uh, for the events. Okay, well, I just want to add on quickly to the um, we two two other new little new items for gaming. There, let me start again. Two other new items. Bioware are ending Anthem. Will focus on Dragon Age. Um, that's gonna be now single player and Mass yeah. Effect. Um, I've never played Anthem, so it's not something that I'm clued up on. So Anthem actually had the worst um release, so it was going to go downhill from there. They were going to make a number two, but. They've cancelled that now. Okay, is it? Did it have a worse release than um, Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah, I did. That's <laughs> it. It's probably, I thought it was about the same. I thought it was about the same. Okay. Um, and with Mass Effect, um, there's rules that are made. So they're only touching up Mass Effect one to three. Um, so if you if you get the physical copy, um, in fact, both physical and digital copies, you're gonna have all three games in one. They lead off from each other. Mm. Um, <coughs> you have to play when you play one. You have to exit it and play the, to play another one, which is absolutely fine. The story will still continue from from uh, one another. Um, so you're gonna have um, updated um, updated models, graphics. Um, there's gonna be Femship, which you can now use from one to three. Mm. Um, you get all DLCs for Mass Effect as well. So this uh, bar one, which was. Um, which was corrupted, and there was no way to retrieve that. But that's, that's a very, very minor DLC. Um, you won't miss it at all. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, as far as the as far as the ending to Mass Effect Three, that's going to stay the same. Um, but still, a very, very welcomed um, uh, series. And I think they're going to be working on Mass Effect Four. I'm not too. I, I've heard in the ether that they're working on Mass Effect Four as well. Nice. Yeah. Calm. All right. Um quick little pokemon update so obviously pokemon snap we've got a little bit more of the gameplay um it's coming out on the 30th of april um new announcements well not new announcements because we've been speculating for a while that they're going to be doing remakes of diamond and pearl uh we've got the official name so that we're getting uh, brilliant diamond and shining pearl coming out late 2021 so it's been confirmed that it's this year now the exciting news or exciting for me anyway is that there's going to be a pokemon arceus uh, coming out early yeah. 22. Um, this is going to be open world. Um, from the little bits that they showed, it looked very Breath of the Wild 
and mm-hmm. I am freaking excited. I've been asking for an open world Pokemon game for like the last 10 years. Um, <laughs> obviously, they tried to add some elements of that to Sword and Shield, but it was still a little bit when they introduced the wild um, aspects of Pokemon, but it's still quite mm-hmm. a little bit sandboxy. Um, all I'll say is to the fans, yeah, don't have, don't have your expectations so high in it. Like, this is... Even though, yes, Nintendo have done it with, like, Breath of the Wild and other <coughs> games, yeah, this is the first foray of Pokemon doing this kind of thing. So I would be excited, but, like, don't expect the game to come out and be amazing and brilliant and, and like, fresh. Like, it may take them a while to get used to doing this, and that's probably why they've done it with a remake mm. rather than a new game. And, obviously, I think they'll take... Like, that's kind of what they've been doing over the last couple of years. Like, anytime they, they launch a remake or you know release something new like when they did let's go pikachu and let's go eevee they were trying some new ideas to get fans reactions to whether they should include some of the new stuff into their next game so again i think they're going to be using this as a platform to see you know how well does the um open world like rp i guess there's a little bit rpg rpg elements um and the changes that they're making to the traditional Pokemon setup, how that goes over with fans. And if that goes over with fans, like we'll get in the next one. Like I said, I am just waiting for them to announce Pokemon World. That's what I want. All I want is Pokemon World, where it's a massive game where depending on where you are located in the real world, you start off in a particular region. And then from mm. there, you have the option to complete the Kanto region, then go to the um, Hoenn region, then go to the Sinnoh region. Like literally... You, yeah you could just travel the world and like th- like that game there yeah would take someone like a good couple of months to complete like the f- Pokemon mm. like mm. when I bought Sword and Shield I swear I completed in like 20 hours like I flew <laughs> through, through that game completed the, like the main story and never touched it again like that's not Pokemon you want Pokemon that's gonna take time grinding mm. see different things like they, ugh, anyway, anyway RCS yeah, I'm super excited what, what you know as as fans of Pokemon, I know T was a bit massive fan of Pokemon. Um, what's your, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, no, that, that that sounds good. I mean, Pokemon has always traditionally done much better on their um, um, like portable consoles, like the Game Boys and stuff like that. So, and um, whenever they try and make a console game, it, it's never really worked. Do you know what I mean? I don't know why, but they can't seem to be able to translate the the fun and excitement of the con of the um portable games onto a console game but since the nintendo switch is kind of both yeah it's a console game that is portable maybe that's finally the magic <laughs> that they've mm. needed to to create a good pokemon game yeah um, don't get me listen sword of shield was really well done but like i yeah. haven't played a pokemon game probably since i want to say i briefly touched on black and white but what I don't like with the like Sword and Shield, yeah, is like n- now all your Pokemon get experience points, whether they battle or not. Like you don't need an XP share because they got rid of that. You don't need to. Oh really? You don't need to switch a Pokemon in and then switch it back yeah. out to a stronger Pokemon. Like it's just, uh, it's just uh. like, you can just have your level fifty, po- like your strongest Pokemon out, and then everyone gains the experience with it. Everyone levels up. Like it's e- Like it, it makes the game so easy, man. Yeah, no, man, that's dead, man. That's dead. See these trainers nowadays, they don't they don't know what it was like. Yeah, they don't grafting, know the grind. Tra- they 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 now nah, man. Mm. They ain't the same. Um no, nah, but yeah, this sounds good. I like your idea for the Pokemon World game. That would be a sick game. Oh, that's been like, um, that's been an idea that's been in the community for years, bro. That yeah. I, I wanna say maybe like two thousand ten, so because 
um, someone basically created um, using real um, Unreal Engine a Pokemon game, like an open world Pokemon game, and right. where kind of like you control the Pokemon and like um, the you could Pokemon could do attacks and like you got experience points and leveled up from that in it. So obviously yeah. they are bringing they are gonna have a Pokemon. I want to say is it a MOBA? They're, they're creating a Pokemon MOBA game, so it's based on League of Legends with Pokemon. I'm looking forward to that because okay. that looks kind of fun. But like using that concept, fans were like, okay, use that Unreal Engine. Give like Go to Nintendo and say, look, this is the idea we've got. Let's do this. Let's make it open world. Let's make it have different side quests and missions and stuff like that. But let's keep, mm-hmm. keep like the same Pokemon story. And it's still not done. Like I honestly thought like the the very first Pokemon game that they were going to bring to the Switch was going to be Pokemon World, but then obviously then they gave a Sword and Shield. Because, like, for me, I don't want them to make any more Pokemon. There's enough Pokemon now. There's, like, I don't know, 900 Pokemon now. Like, it's, it's <laughs> there's, there's enough Pokemon. Stop making Pokemon. Just give us a, a Pokemon world where all the Pokemon exist and, like, each region has, like, Pokemon that's local to that region. And you can then mm. have all the different, all the different gym leaders ever, like... Because I think in Golden, what I loved about Gold and Silver is that once you completed the Johto region, you could go back to Kanto region and play um, the gym leaders there. Obviously, they were slightly level. Yeah, there. that was you cool. Know what I mean? Like, have that or have that, yeah. But also with the way that the world works now, yeah, you can have, like, and I think this is kind of how they do it in Pokemon Go, where you leave a Pokemon at a station or whatever to be the gym leader. Have it so mm. you have real world gym leaders. Like, obviously, when the game launches, have your, your your normal duties, but if someone says like, "Oh, I want to then be the water the water gym leader in Johto," have them like buy out, win, and then have their Pokemon stay in a place. And obviously, if they're on and like, let's say they have to like be online for like an hour a day and like cha- and, and like accept challenges to people wanting to be the gym leader. And like, how cool would that be if you you were your own gym leader? Like, that'd that'd be cool, yeah. do you know what I mean? And you're the, and you're the gym leader for the world. Like, everyone yeah. has to. Be- and then, gone. And then, an extension to that. Imagine if you could become part of the elite four. Oh, exactly. Imagine that'd like you're the, you're the top five gym leader, and you are the elite four. And people had to come yeah. to complete the game. They had to come and beat you. Like, yeah. how sick? Because again, even like if you have all the best Pokemon or whatever, whatever that type is, yeah. The fact that Pokemon has like luck hacks in it, like you know, you could get a critical hit. Like you could do, yeah. you know, like there's ways to win. Do you know what I mean? Against better people, or you can have them that their Pokemon are capped to a certain level. Like there's ways to like. That would I mean, be sick. it's not, it's not, it's not even impossible to to make a team purely with one type. I mean, when we used to bang it out back in the day, oh, yeah. we, we got so good that we all picked a type. Mm. Like, I was still, I think you was, what was you, normal? I, yeah, I or, tried to do normal. Yeah, I, Ice was obviously Ice. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Jonathan was Dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember Aaron was Water? So we all picked a type yeah. and, and just stuck with it. And then, like, when, like, obviously we had our, our teams of just random Pokemon, but when we really wanted to, like, get into it and represent like we'd mm. have type we'd have type battles yeah and i just remember being annoyed because marvin being ice like had an advantage over steel do you know what i mean so no, you, no, of, you, you had an advantage over him i yeah. had an advantage over him was it so yeah. yeah 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 but he had who was it i, I, he I had, can't remember what he, it was he, was he, it was it weevil he, he never had, had a dragon no, type he had, was, he, had a disadvantage. he had um a bomber snow and pillow swine because a, 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 a pillow swine was uh, ground on ice, so you had earthquake that fucked just the yeah. 
and a bomb of snow was grass and ice. So you like anything that was rock and steel, he could just butcher it through as well. Fuck to me, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember that. Especially my my um, what was it? What was the thing called? Was it was it heat trying or whatever? It was, st- it was steel and fire. Yeah, but that yeah. thing got. Fucked by earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a fucking little pussy off for earthquake. There's bro. officially 893 Pokemon right now. That's crazy. That That's is crazy. wild. Remember when we started with 150? <laughs> 150. Mate, I, I could not name you all the Pokemon in order anymore, man. Yeah, I, yeah, no, no, no. I could only do that when there was 150 of them. I could probably no, name like... 200 maybe. Not in order, but like 200 in, in total. No oh, man, it's too many. Maybe two fifty. Two fifty, I'll push. But yeah, there's a ton of Pokemon now, man. Um, sorry, let me bring up the notes. I think that I think that was it. Yeah, that's it. All right, let's head over to the main event, and there's a lot of movies to cover, so we'll try and get through <laughs> these as quick as we can. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the main event. Let's get ready to rumble. Alright, so this one we watched, uh, the first movie is The Yin Yang Master, Dream of Eternity. Uh, we watched this quite a few weeks ago, but I wanted to save it as this is like the film that Stevie wanted to talk about. Um, the movie is mm-hmm. 2 hours and 12 minutes long. It's rated as a 15. It is on Netflix. Uh, Queen Ming, the Yin Yang Master, took his master's last wish and went to the capital, Tiandu City, to attend the Heaven Ceremony. Uh, directed by Jing Man Guao and also written by Jing Man Guao. It stars Mark Ma- Chow, Alan Deng, Juan Wang, and I'm sorry that I've probably butchered a lot of your names. Um, Stevie, what's your surface? Uh, Stevie, what is your surface views on this film, and what is your rating? <clears throat> um, yeah, I had to kind of go back over this again because I, I kind of like seen some other stuff since, but I had a really enjoyable time watching it. Um, really nice special effects, mm-hmm. and um, kind of just a bit of a sort of a felt felt like an uh, an adventure like a really mystical adventure um yeah good fun and i'll probably give this like a three piece okay cool martin um yeah great cgi um the stylized flight scenes um are yeah typical of chinese martial arts movies um i love the character of ching ming he's so very chill i lost troll uh master boya Who's the guy with the sword? Um, um, the the story was the story was alright actually, but I'm not gonna lie, I did feel bored a bit towards the end of it. Um, the twist at the end wasn't much of a twist. Um, if so, um, King Ming's um, Master Shui. Um, I'm giving this a half chicken. Okay. It's a long movie. And you know it's have, it has great visual effects, uh, but just because it has great visual effects doesn't mean the audience will last the length of the film because of how long it is. Yeah. Um, the story itself isn't anything exciting. I thought it wasn't anything exciting. Um, the fight scenes are good. You know, until they come to that level of Dragon Ball Z, especially in like the, the the last bit of the movie. 
um, where you know choreograph scenes become just boring after a while. Um, so yeah, that's that's my take on it. T, did you, T, were you able to watch this one? I tried. Okay. I tried. I swear, I tried. <laughs> but, <laughs> but again, I don't know. Like to me, I just couldn't get into it. Mm. I, I, I tried to watch it. I like the intro where like he was trying to get him to do the the um, protection spell or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But I don't know. There was something about it that, again, like like Maya said, it was, it was just a bit boring to me. I don't know. They didn't show enough, like, emotion or urgency or something. I don't know mm. what it was about it, but it just seemed a very, like, I don't know. Also, also, I thought yesterday was Sunday, so I thought I was running out of time to watch <laughs> everything on the list. So this was kind of the casualty of that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I didn't get around to finish it. I think I got up to the bit where the tadpoles were kind of accusing the guy of being a demon or something. But, oh, oh yeah. man. There's loads to go. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. to go. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I, I hardly got I, I thought the CGI man. was amazing. I'm only going to give this a half chicken. Like, um, I think it's very easy to say that anything of this fantasy style just reminds me of Crouch and Tiger, Tiger Hidden Dragon. Um, but it just didn't have that level of impact. Do you know what I mean? Um, I like I, I like the idea. I don't, I don't know what it was. It just, it was a bit of a, a grind like do you know what I mean I wasn't as excited because again with martial I love martial arts like I love fantasy mm. stuff like I thought it would blow my socks off but it just wasn't and the ending was a bit like mm, um, I don't know if T's gonna go back fish, but when they had the, the, the they finally like released a giant snake I was just like ugh like how are we gonna fight this giant snake like I know you guys are meant to be like powerful master but you haven't really shown enough of, of like of your abilities to make me think you can like defeat it. Um, but it is something that I'll say, check, watch like half chickens again, is not a bad race. Stevie's given a free piece. Um, but yeah, it's something that anyone, anyone want to say anything else on this one before we move on? I really enjoyed the, the concept that like demons could become like, um, servants to, to these kind of masters. Yeah. Mm. And, and the, the, I, I thought that was a great kind of the great imagery. And then, like you know, being being almost like um, summoned, you know, and called upon. It, it made me think of like the, you know, uh, almost like Pokemon or, or you know, like um, any of these kind of like cartoons that where you you know characters summon up, uh, do a summoning yeah. or something, or or even like Final Fantasy games where you summon like um, Aeons or, or whatever they were. I can't remember what the all the different types of summons were, but. Yeah. They just called yeah, like, I remember. Like you'd summon Ifrit or um, Shiva, like the Shiva. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I th- I, th- I like that kind of like comparison. Mm. But it was pretty predictable at the end what was going to happen, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right. The next movie on the list is Greenland, and this fucking film, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I must have put people are stupid like ten hundred times, and. Alison was I, I just kept on saying fucking Alison man like what are you doing? <laughs> um anyway before let, let me add some context to that. So Greenland is a 2020 American disaster film directed by Rick Rumanoir and written by Chris Sparling. The film stars Jared Butler, who also co-produced it, uh Morena Baccarin, Roger Del Floyd, Scott Glenn, 
Oh, Moreno Bakran is King Batch. Some of you might know him as King Batch. He's a face. He started off as a yeah. Facebook comedian. He's blown up recently, and I'm pr- I'm proud. Like even though I don't know him, I'm proud of him because he's like I've seen where he started to like what he's doing now in it. Um, mm-hmm. The film follows a family who f- must fight for survival as a planet destroying quite racist to Earth. Now they didn't need to fight for survival if people were just on job and not wasting their bloody time. Like there was so 100%. much, there's so much times as me. I was like, why, why are you having a conversation? Why are you not pack it? Like, just move, like do something. Just, just go and do it. Uh, um, mm. Despite the, the many times that I said this fucking movie. Yeah. I actually <laughs> really enjoyed it and I will give it a solid free piece. Um, I think for me, it's just like, it, it showed me like how sometimes like as much as we want to love each other, like sometimes one small thing can just turn society into crap in it. And like, I'm going to be honest, I'm the same, yeah. In a, in a normal nine to five, normal life, yeah. Nine to five, I see someone like out in the streets, like, and I can help, I will try to help them. But in the, in the end of the world scenario, man, is, is me and my family and everyone else could just die, man. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give it a free piece. Uh, I'm going to go to Martin next. Martin, give us like your surface views and, uh, then your rating. Alright, so I like the way the movie started. I like, basically, I like the way the movie sort of built up to the to the meteor shower, um, and then towards the end, you can see that all throughout it, you can sort of see how how different people um, sort of reacted to the news that you know their potential life was going to end um, by this like why say um, act of God. Um, like you, Nana, literally, I counted it as what twenty-two minutes into the movie. Allison was gonna piss me. I knew Rachel was gonna piss me for the movie. I, I knew, at twenty-two I, minutes in the movie, it's what almost two hours. Bro, the moment I saw her, yeah, and I realized that they had split up for for they they were not together as a couple, and she was moving a bit mm. snarky to him, yeah. From that moment, and then, and then the shopping list when she did the shopping thing, yeah. From there, I knew she was gonna be annoying. Now, what I didn't like. And they do this, yeah. and they do this in Hollywood a lot. Is they make they make the women the the woman stupid? Like they make her do some dumb, questionable things. And like, I get the stereotypes and I get why they do it, but sometimes I'm just like not like a lot of women aren't this dumb. A lot of women aren't this stupid. It was getting them on. It was it was actually getting them because I literally like I watched this with yeah. Del on it. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I was watching this with Del, and I turned to Del. And I was like. I bet they're going to make her fucking stupid and do the most dumbest things. And they did. And she kept on doing mm. it. And it. And it was triggering me. It was actually, I was actually getting angry <laughs> because I was just like, yeah, you wouldn't do that. Like, it, that's not a, a, a normal, well, in my opinion, anyway, that is not a normal person's reaction. Yeah. Um, sorry. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, continue, continue. So, but do you know what? So, <laughs> so for Alison, these are literally my 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 notes for her, right? So Alison panics about the incident going missing. Whoops, my laptop's about to die. All right, so that, um, so she complains about the incident going missing, right? Mm. She doesn't come up with a solution for it. John goes to get it. Mm. with him. I'm like, what do you want? You can't have it both ways. That the incident's missing. Let me go get it. Oh, but you can't go get it. You want to go get it now? Like, come on, be serious. Oh, John, um, I said, is... here comes Becky. Sorry, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> With the whole insulin... I said, hold on, yeah. With the whole insulin thing, yeah, if she had just stayed where she was, didn't say nothing, and waited for John to come back here, that would have been the end of the movie. And obviously, I understand. You need something to go on because obviously you can't the movie. Can't. But that would have been mm. the end of the movie. They would have been thrown to the bunker, the end, didn't it? Like... There was no need for her to open them out and oh, just cause, uh, again, sorry, continue. Yeah, yeah. So, 
it, 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 cause you mentioned that I said I said or oh, in addition to you mentioned that I said here comes Becky sometimes you just need to keep your mouth shut and that was specifically to that to that scene wow. um, and also I said why did she go outside it's already chaotic and you know it's just like, like in, in a situation like that where you need to get from A to B as quickly as possible it's already chaotic outside you don't need to start you know open your mouth and say X, Y, Z and whatnot right but I said at least she and a kid were on the planes when the planes blew up do you know what I mean? So maybe her stupidity actually led to her saving herself and her kid. Um, oh, hold on, hold on. No, the, 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 hold on. But the plane blowing mm. up, yeah, was her fault in the first place. If, if she hadn't said nothing, yeah, she would have boarded the plane. The husband would have been boarded on the plane as well. And then yeah. he wouldn't have... But was it not his fault that the plane was open? Yeah, that was his fault as well. hadn't left because... That was, fault, yeah. that, that was his fault, yeah, but his it became his fault, yeah, because you... Cause she didn't get on the plane. If she had got, if, if she had got on the plane, yeah, like she was supposed to, or even just wait at the spot like she was supposed to, yeah. There's a very high mm. chance no one would have known or noticed that the child had um, um, what do you call it? Um, injection. Um, di- yeah. he, he was type one diabetic. Yeah, he was type one diabetic until they got there because the child, the reason why they yeah. probably didn't want um people with certain illnesses because they didn't know how long that they would potentially be in the shelter for and if they were in a situation where yeah, they couldn't produce yeah. produce uh, more medication then it would have been one of those ones that they have to let them die and then again if you're in one of those places where you have to yeah. let people die um, and you can't dispose of the bodies properly that adds to um um like the risk of diseases and catching and, and catching stuff do you know what i mean yeah so, yeah yeah uh, it, it, it made sense and ugh, it just frustrated me because again i was just like like You've done your bit, like it, it. Obviously, we as the 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 audience can see that she hasn't got on a plane, but then yeah, like and this goes out throughout the movie. Like, obviously, yes, I understand you love your fight, but he his actions killed so many people in this movie. So mm. and, like even even at the right at the beginning, yeah, when he was one of the people that was selected, yeah, I would have gone home and told everyone to leave my fucking house, like for real, I, for real. Like, this is not the time to be playing pleasantry. I'll go home. I say, babes, everybody's uh, like, babes, go upstairs. I'll be like, listen, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but this party's over. Everyone has to leave now. No arguments, no questions. Get out of my house. Yeah. Then I'll go upstairs and say, listen, the world is about to end. Yeah. Pack a bag. Let's go. They were bare having conversation. She was making a jam hey, sandwich. A jam sandwich. I was like, bro, are you mad? Like, the fact that you're getting flown to a shelter, there's going to be food at the shelter. Leave. Like, mm. worry about mm. all that other stuff later. Because the longer they take here, the more people are going to find out about the shelter. Exactly. Or traffic exactly. or drama. Uh, I, I was, I, like, again, I'm, I'm, I'm slating what was happening in the film, but I still really enjoyed it. You guys So it's a liquor in your rating. I also gave it a three piece because the actor is good. Um, you know what I mean? I, like I, I always say, you have to be a good actor and actress in order for me to dislike a character. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm. So the actor is actually good and um, actually uses people to drive the story more than the disaster itself. Also, the disasters in the back of my mind at all times. Like yes, there's actually you're on the, you're on the time or whatnot, right? Yeah. But it's the people around that actually drive the story more. Whereas we look at disaster movies like this like there's movies that all those movies with the rocket it for example like um oh what's oh, that, that, oh, that, yeah. that yeah san andreas and xyz yeah. it's like this one guy trying to do everything to save to save i don't know his loved one or something like that and hmm. it's more the it's more the character himself driving the story rather than letting 
the actual lava or whatever the case may be, that actual disaster may be, drive the story, or... Basically, it wasn't like that. It was actually something that was a bit more relatable. Something, I'd say, similar to um, 2012, where, yes, this disaster is happening, like that. Um, but you know, it's, it's back in your mind that, yes, that is happening at all times, but, you know, you'll end up interactions of different uh, characters sort of drive the story and see how everyone is taking the news and whatnot, which is why I appreciate this film. Um, I gave it a free piece. I'm done. <laughs> All right, let's go Stevie next. Stevie, what's your service for in your ear? I did not get into this movie. Um, <laughs> at all. I watched it all, but it was, I just was not particularly engaged. And mm. there was, there was too many, like, uh, there just seemed to be too many things that happened in it that, I, you know, I, yeah, it was great kind of like great concept about like, you know, another extension level, like, you know, um, uh, like, uh, well, it's not an asteroid, is it? A comet hitting, um, yeah. hitting the earth. And, you know, like there, there is some really kind of impressive bits in it. And mm-hmm. like when it's raining lava and everything. And, um, but there was just so many moments in it where you're like, Oh, they've kind of foreshadowed this and they foreshadowed that. Like when you you just see like, oh, they put that little bit in there and you know what's gonna happen next and and it happens next. And then in the last um in the third act, I just thought they just went around mopping it all up. Just, yeah. They just sort of like they were like, uh right, so we're now we're gonna go off to the um the, the, the Canada, and they, they, we're going to go and find a plane, and we're going to get in a plane, and then we're going to fly to Greenland and get into the bunker, and then it's going to explode, and then we're going to get out of the bunker, and that was it. Yeah. Can I just say, yeah? And I, was, I just, I don't know, I just, I was like, meh. Sorry. So for me, sorry, Steve. Oh, and, and I probably should say this from the very beginning, yeah, guys, everything that we're going to be talking about in this main section. Uh, has spoilers, yeah. <laughs> I should that first. Oh, like, sorry. Yeah. No, that's fine. It's got spoilers. Um, but I just want to say, yeah, he killed those two pilots. Yeah, if him and his fat two hundred and five pounds body, yeah. and well, he's not fat. He's actually that's pretty good, actually. Um, but him and his wife and the kids added weight. Yeah, if they mm. hadn't been on the plane, the plane would have flown a little bit faster, a little bit high, fa- fa- um, higher. And they probably wouldn't have died and they would have got to Greenland quicker before that shower thing exploded. So again, mm. he killed more people. His actions killed. So like <laughs> this me personally, yeah, like I've said this before, yeah. End of the world scenario, I'm just gonna probably go to bed because I'm not athletic <laughs> I, I, I'm not athletic enough to survive that long. Um I have the most basic of survival knowledge. Like I know how to read a map and that's some stuff that I did in Boyage Gate back in the day, but like, you know, mm. I did these I, I, I said this to Del earlier. Did, the two things I'll do: I'll either drive to Costco and barricade myself in Costco, or, or I'm driving. I'm driving to you guys. I'm driving to Dan, Stevie, and 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 Kirby. Like you three, like are what, in the countryside. Yeah, no, no, just the countryside, yeah. But like you lot look like people that would survive in the woodlands. Like you lot can build shit. Like I, I, I can, I can imagine Dan, yeah, just like, just. I don't know, like, I can see Dan just being able to cook a squirrel for me to eat or, or a pheasant. Or, he, he is a druid, you know. Do you know, know what I mean? Like, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, like, do you know what I mean? Like, if there was a wild boar, I could just see Dan just like shooting over a bow and arrow 
and then just skinning it and then making clothes for us and like saying, oh, you can eat these berries, but you can't eat those berries because those berries will kill you. Or like, like he would be like, oh, we must make sure, like Dan would just make sure like, oh, we must be located like within like five miles of stream water so that we can actually, um, do you know what I mean? Like you three, like between the combination of you three, yeah, I think I would have enough like Bear Grylls survival people around me to potentially let me live. If not, I'm just sleeping. Like me and Del are just going to sleep. And when the world ends, the world ends with us cuddling in bed together. Because like, I'm going to take it just back a little bit before I let Teague. Oh, Steve, what was your rating for this? Uh, Half chicken. Half chicken. All right, fair. I'm going to talk a little bit more before I pass it over to T, yeah? So... I don't know if it was just me watching this as a black person or whether there was a um a genuine effort here yeah, to show the white people being fucking dumb. Like the whole like there was the people there was the, there was there was the people that kidnapped the son to try and get into the thing. I was like, oh, oh yeah, I was gonna say he that that, that guy is uh, one of the characters from the Expanse. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Because I was thinking, and he is a great actor. Oh, don't get twisted. He probably is here, but he he's dominant. So you stole, <laughs> you, so, so you've you've stolen the mum's wristband. So you ripped the wristband off the mum. That's already basically invalid your thing. Yeah, you're gonna find it a very hard time yeah. to trick the military into a secure base to get on this damn plane. Secondly, you kidnap the son and you have no ID and there's three of you and only two wristbands. That's not working. And then. And then the white people in the um, thing going to Canada, yeah? Like, again, you're trying to steal a wristband from a guy that's already... Oh, in the truck? Be, yeah, in the truck, yeah? Oh, that annoyed me. And you're going to steal his ID. You look nothing like him. Did they, did they, honest, like, did they, in those situations, did they honestly think that that was going to work? Like, I was just getting, I was getting, like I said, I was getting triggered. I was getting so triggered. All right, cool. This is what I put, this is what I said in my notes, Ref, about that particular scene. It's amazing how stupid humans are. People brought weapons to the hangar to do what exactly... I went Americans, and then in the truck scene when I said fighting over the band, it's like Afro Samurai. Only one person can have it. Um, and I said a hundred percent. I don't care that that person that what happened to that person in the end that that person got killed. Listen, because yeah. what do you expect was going to happen? Yo, those people that stormed the thing here are lucky I was not there. Because the moment that perimeter was broken, I would have been headshots. Like, listen, I am not <laughs> giving no warnings here. You have breached somewhere very important because this is the thing that people I, uh, again it's the end of the world and i guess like you know you want to do anything for your family yeah mm. but it's one of those ones yeah those that have been selected yeah the numbers and everything would have been calculated like mm. it, do you know what i mean and i personally think the only reason that why they were letting at the end yeah is because a lot of people didn't make it to greenland and that's the only reason why they were letting because yeah that's what i think as well we we, 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 we we it was shown that some of the planes didn't make it out and obviously mm-hmm. not everyone would have landed. Uh, and I think if they had been at capacity, they would have shut the doors or they would have shut them and not let them in. Like, yeah. and again, it was just like, oh, just, you're, there was so many, like, and I get I get you want to survive in it, but when you're being that selfish in a sense that you're putting other people's survival at risk, because mm. what if they had let too many people in there and they only had food for a month? If they only had food and products for a month, yeah, then they'd have to turn into cannibals. Don't have to then yeah. start eating people that you know are necessarily going to make it. You, you you would lose that structure of having enough for everybody. Um, I've been ranting anyway. T, what is your surface thoughts on this film, and what is your rating? 
Okay, um, I've kind of been like in and out of listening to you guys because I'm like I said, I'm at work, so yeah. I just had to, yeah, starting to deal with. But um, I heard what Martin said about. Um, uh, I agree with what he said about it. it's a good disaster movie. Mm. Um, it's a good like end of the world movie without resorting to like the typical disaster porn that a lot of these movies resort to. Mm. Um, and I like that it focused more on the human experience during this event, mm. specifically this one family. Um, I think he compared it to 2012. I, I think it was a lot like um, the Tom Cruise War of the World movie mm. in that aspect, mm -hmm. uh, which I liked about it. Um, I think it, it it was an interesting take on um, a disaster movie. It wasn't like the greatest one I've ever seen, I don't think, but uh, it was very enjoyable. I stuck with it, I think. Um, I, I was kind of just following along with their story. I get what you're saying about how annoying the woman was, but a lot of times I don't think you can blame her for it. Like when with the thing about her kid having diabetes, mm. she didn't know. No one knew that they wasn't going to let him on because he had diabetes. Do you know what I mean? As yeah. far as she was aware, mm. they had permission to come and surely they would have checked or mm. known that her son had diabetes. Yeah. The only reason she mentioned it is was because obviously the husband had to go back and look for it mm. and he was taking long to get back so she was like oh my husband's just gone to get something from the car yeah that's some dickhead excuse like i'm not holding up yeah. a plane because your husband yeah. wants to get something from the car where do you go to get his game boy <laughs> <Yeah>. no <laughs> if you tell him oh he's going to get insulin like medication for mm. my from for my son mm. you'd expect them to be a bit more sympathetic and, okay. and maybe hold up the plane okay. for you okay so it backfired so, so because so, so i i hear what you're saying but in that situation there, yeah, she should have she should have stayed in the spot that she was in. And then again, if the husband the was taken along, she should have just got on the plane. Because okay, again, my thinking here is yeah, you're going into a safe house or you're going to a bunker in it, a militarized bunker in it, yeah. Even though we find out later on that they don't want people that have got illnesses, yeah, I still think that's because that they knew that if they if they brought too many people in that had that kind of illness, they wouldn't have enough in it. So I feel like if they had gone to the place, there would have been insulin there. I feel like if, once he was in, they would have had medical people, hospital doctors, like a lot of people that were recruiting to go into this bunker were people of a certain level of class. I was so, thinking well, no, that Not too. necessarily, because maybe, because they, I don't think they would have had insulin and stuff there, because the whole reason they weren't taking their son is because he had the medical condition yeah and like you said like you said like they don't want sick people like they can't start the world again with sick people well they no. want the best of the best of the best you know what i mean they I, want the men in black in there yeah, you know i, I like, don't know but what i'm saying is that like if you're in a situation where again they don't know the time frame of how long they're going to be stuck in this bunker in it yeah so there's certain medicines yeah that we've been within that bunker they may not be able to reproduce very easily and i think insulin is one of those ones isn't it yeah so again they might have a limited supply of paracetamol, etc. Well, not paracetamol, obviously the basic. Pharmacy. Yeah, we're going with me. But we're going with the more, the more technical. Yeah, um, the, the more like, so abundant. Yeah, the more um, advanced. Yeah, the more advanced medicines. There probably would have been a limited supply. Yeah, and again, something like that as well. Yeah, I feel like when the world restarts, you might not be able to bring that back straight away quickly so that is that is why they mm. didn't want certain people with stuff like cancer and stuff like that because again you're not going to be doing no chemotherapy when you might have limited supplies like you, mm. might, you might not have the facilities but i think that if it's something limited and they're just knocking him the one or like maybe for, for every 
500 people, they snuck one person that had, like, you know, they missed off the list. I think that would have been okay. Now, what all I'm saying is that, like, I get that things were, were going on, but there seemed like there was in enough time at that point in the time in the film where she could have just waited and they could have gone on another plane. Because even when they drove to the other the other military base, they were still flying people out. And it wasn't until the next day where things would have gone so peak that they might not have made it to Greenland in time. So they had, they had mm. in my opinion, again, based on the one in the film, they had more than enough time to, for her to just wait for him to come back. Because it wasn't like he wasn't going to come back. He knew, what, like, he came back and got on a plane. And if they had been on a plane, even if, even if they hadn't been on that plane, yeah, as long as the other guy hadn't noticed and he do like, it, it, again, this would have been funny if, like, the guy made him get off the plane and obviously the wife and the son made it on the plane. That would have been dangerous oh, because he would have been dead. But do you know what I mean? Like, if nothing had changed, she would have got on the plane because the only reason, like I said, they got moved, taken off that list, yeah, and there's, and there's no fault to the military people. Like, there's they, again, she said she doesn't set the rules. Like I said, when things are post-apocalyptic, yeah, and it's that real and it's that serious... Yo, certain rules have to be really followed, and sometimes certain rules don't have to follow. So, like when they people are looting for the pharmaceutical stuff, hey, you know, there's no law now. You kind of got to do. But when you're again, let's say each plane, yeah, and again, kind of what happens at the end, yeah, could only fit two thousand people, yeah. Having an extra person or extra weight to that plane could bring that plane down. What if when they were flying that plane, they had to go to do some evasive maneuver because the meteorite stuff was dropping down? If you're playing too heavy. He's gonna have lag. Like, T, you remember the time, like, back in the day when it was like me, Aaron, you, um, uh, who was, who was, um, is it George? Oh. Remember when there was like, like four big ass dudes in your car? How much slower your Ooh. car ran? So imagine doing that in a plane, like, like, you're just going to fall out of the sky. Like, is, is it worth that? You're not going to want to risk that, is it? Um, but sorry, what was your rating? Oh, I bet, like I said, this movie, I enjoyed the movie, but like, I was literally shouting at my TV from the beginning to the end. Like, I should be like, what the f-? I was, I, I kept on saying like, people are stupid, people are dumb. And like I said, I said earlier, I don't know if it was an ethnicity choice, but like, all the white people in this movie were just like seemed like really bad people. Where like the 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 black people and the Mexican were like generally quite nice. Like the black looter didn't shoot her. Um, King back tried to help him in that fight, but ended up getting killed. Um, offered up nice piece of information. Like um, the Mexicans um, tried to take him uh, to Canada. Um, like for me, the first white person that was nice here was the um, the nurse woman after she got separated from the son. And even then, mm-hmm. yeah, the black guy was the one that was being helpful. The the, the white army woman was like, ma'am, I need to calm down, go to the back of the queue. And the brother was like, oh, listen, like, you, let, let me talk to you. Let me find out what your problem was. I don't know if that was a yeah. uh, uh, um, a choice by the director. I looked to see if the director was black, but the director was white. But I don't know. It could be coincidence that all the black, the, 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 um, the ethnic people were the nice ones. Who knows? But while I was watching this video, I was just like, fucking white people, man. Get on my damn nerves. See, he feels some type of way now. He's like, what? It's what you think. Hey, T, is this a segue for me to say I've actually got to go to bed? Oh, but you can't just go to bed. We're nearly done. We're nearly done. We're nearly done. T, what's your rating for this movie? Um. Okay. Yeah. So my rating is I'll give it a half chicken. Um. It. 
it held my attention. It was it was good. It was entertaining for what it was. I'm not in a rush to go watch it again, though. I don't. Like, I think it's a mm-hmm. one and done movie. So what? Uh, what did you rate? Yeah. What did you rate again? Sorry, I, I missed that. Half chicken. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, one thing that always bothers me about these type of movies, though, and it, this movie did it as well, is why is the main character always the one that, like, like why is he always the one? Like, why is he the one that only seems to have sense? Why is he the one that's involved in everything? Mm. Like, when um, oh, but I, I, sorry, I disagree with that because like, when they was in the house, mm, yeah, go on. When they was in the house and like the announcement came up, he was the only one that ran out the house. Do you know what I mean? To look around and look in the sky and do whatever. Everyone else just stayed in the house. Mm. When the plane crashed, he was the one that went into the pilots, the the the, um, the cockpit and checked the pilots. Mm. Like everything that happened, he was the one. Mm. And like that happens a lot in disaster movies. Your main character is the one with the sense. The one, everyone like when they was queuing up on the on the motorway and they was um they was in the queue. He was the only one that thought, you know what? Let me turn around. Like, <laughs> I ain't getting nowhere. Like, yeah. Let me turn around and find He was the way. one who who saved the guy from the burning vehicle. Cause he yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. that, that's the one thing that I thought was a bit contrived. Uh, but again, I guess it's a movie, so, like... And Jared Butler's got to have his bit of, like, ego massage to, mm. to show that he's, like, a hero and he's he's the main man, isn't he? You know, mm. it's Jared Butler... It's like, I feel like well because it was something like for him killing that person who for killing the guy by accident. So I feel it's a bit of redemption for him doing that same to someone, so it kind of balances out. <laughs> so didn't he kill the person? The person who tried to take his his um his wristband. Yeah, that's, that's the person right. he killed. Right. Oh, so I yeah, thought yeah. maybe it's like a redemption thing. Hmm. Mate, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. But again, I know you. I know like you guys have touched on it, but in this situation, mate. I if if I got invited to the bunker, I wouldn't let you guys know. Like I wouldn't let anyone know. Yeah, like, that, I, yeah. yeah. I thought the exact same thing. You guys just won't hear from me again. You'd be like, "Raw, there's a there's a meteor coming. Let me check on T and see if it's cool." Mm-hmm. No, my phone's cut off. Like there's no <laughs> connection. Like my I'd cancel my contract. Like <laughs> you wouldn't hear from me. All you would think is, "Raw, you must be in the bunker." Like that's all I know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You'd be phoning up your network provider and saying, "Is T still with you guys?" And they'd be like, "No, he cancelled it. Cancelled." Was that was his exact location when he cancelled? Hold on, let me just check on, on the way to the bunker. Oh. I, I just want to get tribes of Europa done and then let Stevie go to bed because Stevie is a family man who has work in the morning. Um, yeah, exactly. I've got, I've got month end in the morning. Oh, God. Oh, month end. Oh, oh no. Oh, month end is nuts. Oh, that is long. All right, yeah. I'm I want to let you do tribes of Europa and then you, we can go. So, um, sorry. Want to bring maybe you? maybe a quick bit of WandaVision. All right, cool. Um Tribes of Europa is a German sci-fi television series created by Philip Koch. Uh, it premiered on Netflix on the 19th of February 2021. Uh, it's set in 2074. Uh, three siblings to change the fate of Europe after a global catastrophe causes the continent to fr- fracture into dystopian warning tribal microstates who vie for dominance over other states. The siblings get caught up in a conflict when they come into possession of a mysterious cube. Uh, mysterious cube. Uh, Stevie, what is your surface thoughts and your rating? 
I absolutely fucking love this. This is like totally up my street. Um, it was really, really brutal. It was, um, I thought it was really well done in terms of actually sort of like the, the quality of the, mm. the filming. And and it was totally multilingual as well. It's just yeah. like, yeah. Started off in German and then they started throwing bits of English in there. And mm-hmm. I don't know if there was other languages, but. Um, I felt like there was some French at one point. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed this and I cannot wait for more um, oh, for like yeah, the buddy. second season to come so out. This is a whole chicken, yeah? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, BT, yeah. what are your surface thoughts and your rating? Oh, is he there? If not, Did you say me? Yeah, yeah, Big T. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I completely agree. Um, this was a surprise for me, a very pleasant surprise. I'll give this a whole chicken as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the setup was great. The The first episode put all the p- puzzle pieces in place and it just ran from there. Um, good use of the MacGuffin. Um, obviously, that, that cube thing that everyone seems to be after. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the soundtrack was good. Yeah. It had kind of like Blade Blade Runner kind of vibes to mm. it, which I liked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was good, man. It was very good. I think um, the guy that made this definitely watched Game of Thrones. Yes. Like, that is one thing I'll yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. Because there was a lot of times where like, I found myself playing a game called, is this Game of Thrones? Like, am I watching <laughs> Game of Thrones? Right <laughs> um, I noted a couple of things like, uh, just uh, one or two points quickly. Hold on, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll, we'll get into we'll get into more. Martin, give your surface ratings okay. and um, surface rating, surface surface review, overview, and your rating. All right. So I like the use of um, different languages because it showed that you know it's a connected Europe and literally, so literally, you have English, um, English, German, French, and other languages there. So I thought that was really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the use of this. Uh, I would say Missile World for Atlantic, because we can tell that these people were obviously experimenting on things that are obviously a lot more technologically advanced, despite them being in the apocalyptic Europe. Um, I like, I'm not going to lie, it took me a while for me to get into it. I think after, it took me, what, three episodes for me to start getting into it. Um, it was a bit of, I don't say a slow build, maybe it was because I was tired and decided that I actually started watching it. Um, but I picked up for me right at the end, and I brought it back up. So I'm giving this a uh, three uh, three piece. Okay, cool. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. I don't really do dystopian stuff. I did like that it was kind of like multi language and like every um, everyone like it didn't matter what previous state you were in, you came kind of became family when you joined this particular crew. Um, I agree. Like again, for me, it was a free piece until that ending. Oh my days! The villain, the villain's monologue at the end, I absolutely loved it, and mm. uh, and and we're go- we're gonna go into a bit more in a second. But how that ended with um was it, uh, Keanu, his story, yeah. his story and his development, um and with um uh Vavara, uh yeah that that pushed it over the edge of me and made it an absolute whole chicken man. I absolutely loved it. Uh, and I can't wait for season two. All right, T, you can now go into a little bit more detail. Is T still here? I, I, I agree with... Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, okay. I agree with all your sentiments, definitely. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, that ending was really good. I feel like the whole show just just built up towards, 
like like it just gained momentum as it was going and it, it like mm. didn't nothing felt wasted you know what i mean it all seemed like it was heading towards somewhere um you had the three different narratives um which was one of the things that reminded me of game of thrones obviously you have the stark children mm. that kind of all get separated and go off in their own like very different adventures yeah and that was quite similar to the setup to this one you had the three mm. siblings um keanu elia and Liv, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they all went off in three separate separate paths and it kind of just followed their three stories mm-hmm. um also again just talking about game of thrones similarities you got a group called the crows yep. which again stay mm-hmm. out of game of thrones um the the most despised group in the show are known for always keeping their word yeah. which I, which ironically makes them the most trustworthy out of everyone. Mm. Um, so in Game of Thrones, it was the Lannisters, yeah. and in this, it's the Crows. Um, but again, I thought that was a nice touch because it it adds a bit of, like, of, of grey to it. It's not just black and white, like, these are the villains, these are the heroes. It's like, well, no, everyone, every tribe's just looking out for themselves, isn't it? Yeah. Like, th- that tribe might be a villain to you, but to the people that live in that tribe, that's, that's their tribe, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So... Um, I like that. Uh, you obviously have the the Boj as well, or whatever it was called, which is basically a trial by combat. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I, I like I liked where all these stories led. Um, obviously, you had Keanu that ended up in the slave mines of the Crow um, tribe, which led to him rising up through the ranks of the slaves and ending up as being that woman's like number one slave. And then he got to do the Boj and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Elliot's story how, I liked I ended how, up liking sorry, with sorry, Moses sorry. Sorry, how cold was the Bosch like how, how deep was that to make him oh, hell his, deep. his dad at the end oh my days I, I, I can tell it was coming yeah, I can tell it was coming but I still I still went nuts I still was like holy shit <laughs> yeah no definitely that's, that's the one thing actually is that like, the climax of all their stories mm. like maybe not far before they happened but in the build-up to them happening like they it kind of was obvious where all three of them was gonna go like when the boss started i was like okay it's gonna be his dad like they're gonna just fuck with him like that and then it did turn out to be his dad um with um liv's story when she went to hand over the um um their prisoner to back to the crows and get her family back I was thinking, well, obviously David's going to come and try fuck this up. And then <laughs> yeah. he did. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and with um, Elia's story, when he got the cube and it took them, it was like, yeah, I'm taking you to the location. Obviously, th- that tribe being called Atlanteans mm. gives you the kind of visuals of being underwater. Yeah. So when yeah. it took them to the beach, I was like, well, they're in the water. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, as soon as that cube touches the water, I bet it powers back up and does something. I didn't expect mm. it to do what it did. Like that was quite cool. Mm. Uh, but I was like, he's going to throw it in the water and then something's going to happen. And then of course he threw it in the water and it turned into like a big, big cube for them to get in, which was, which was cool. Again, it didn't take away anything from the story because I think it was just so well um, executed that it kind of naturally led there. Do you know what I mean? But again, all three of them I kind of saw coming before they happened. Yeah. Um, but I like where they all ended and how they've, they're set up for the next series. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, 
Keanu is a crow now. <clears throat> he's yep. got his new name. I can't remember what his name is. Um, I couldn't remember either. You've, you've got Liv, who has been found by that new tribe, the the Femin, whatever they're called. The Femin. The Femin. <laughs> the the yeah, that was who a... I'm guessing are kind of like a female tribe of like Amazons or something. Yeah, like Amazonians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never want to meet them. They probably caught my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I like the fact that the Crimson Republic have been effectively kind of like the the guy who was it that was it david yeah or he he's kind of become a bit power crazed now hasn't he he's not, yeah he's not a father yeah and, and the father was actually like really kind of like peaceful but he was totally walking into to to his own death wasn't he almost yeah even if he hadn't been killed by by david he would have been probably chopped up by the crows oh yeah Definitely. See, I don't know because the crows they 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 um if they don't see his weakness them, like, they keep their promises, do you know what I mean? They and and he came peacefully, like it looked like it was gonna turn into a bloodbath between the two. Mm. But as mm. soon as the father stepped in and was like, No, we come in peace, like we'll give you your guy back. Mm. Like mm. just give like just allow her family in it. So Yeah, but I reckon but if this, they struck a deal, they would have stuck to it, obviously. Uh, nah, bro. Okay, this is why that wouldn't have happened, yeah? So the thing with the Crows, yeah, is that they wanted expansion to the whole of Europe under their banner, under their name in it. So if you have a peace treaty, you're going to have to, like, give up on that. Secondly, like um, Liv said to the girl, do you think they're going to greet you with open arms? Because mm. the, 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 like, rules of that tribe is if you get captured, you kill yourself. Like, you you die. Like, death is, like, um, a scene an as, honor. A, as an honour. The fact that she didn't die, I don't think, like, the moment they... If that soldier had gone back to um, Kevin or whatever his name was, I can't remember his name, um, I think he would have been like, nope, just kill them all. And that is shown by, like, his... Bru in a sense, his brutalness by having Keanu go against his dad. Like he's they, mm. they're not playing nice. Like they have stuff called the boards. They have the ring. Like these people do not play fair. They're not gonna be like, okay, yeah, let's let's be peaceful. Nah, bro. I don't. I honestly don't think that would ever happen. Mm. Yeah. Again, I don't know. I think. I think like I agree to an extent. Mm. Like they were the most brutal out of all the tribes, mm. but they seem to have the most honor. Do you know what I mean? And and the most like i said ironically they seem the most trustworthy like if you make a deal with them they're known for keeping their word yeah like she but they would have um, prisoner Ghost TV. and i was gonna say they they would have surely seen they, they would have kept their word but they would have seen that peace a peace possible peace treaty as a sign of weakness yeah i think so Therefore, too. they would have been like there is no honor in that mm -hmm. mm. yeah that's what I, I see I'm not as much talking about that. I'm talking about literally the exchange of the crow prisoner for her family. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, but that was so, never, that was never done because they sent someone to go pass that message on and to see whether they'll be allowed in. Do you see what I'm saying? So mm. it, it never even got to. If they had, if they had been allowed in and reached that point, then maybe in it. But I think that's that, what I'm saying. I think like, that whole thing came and fucked it all up. I think would have like I said. I think would have been fucked up anyway. Um, but maybe you know what I mean but again because even even when when Liv broke out the crow prisoner mm. and, and and was taken her 
again, like I kind of saw it coming that she was going to snake her. Yeah. But, but she snaked her. What do you mean? Whereas I feel like if she just followed her to the Crow tribe, mm. like they would have had to have kept their word because she would have been like, look, <clears throat> I gave her my word that blah, blah, blah. And so they'd have been like, okay, we have to do it now because that's what our tribe does. We keep our word. Mm, I, I, do you know what I mean? Yeah, Similarly yeah, yeah. to like the Lannisters, like if Tyrion made a deal with someone and then he went to Tywin, even if Tywin didn't like it, he'd be like, fuck's sake, like you made a deal. Mm. Uh, we're going to have to to keep to it now because that's that's our, um, oh, our, our representation, our, our, yeah. um, what we're known for. So mm. if I don't do it, then that will fuck that whole thing up. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. hear that, I hear that, I hear that. All right, mm. um, Stevie, your choice. Do you want to go WandaVision or High Rise Invasion? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay, Sorry, well, just before well. we change quickly, mm. just two more things I want to say. Mm. Moses, I like Moses, yeah? he was. I like Moses guy. as well. It's always the British guy that makes a snake, in it? <laughs> in yeah, some way. yeah, yeah, yeah. It basically like redeemable. That's what I mean. Like, again, he started off as just being this thief, but then he, he kind of redeemed himself a bit. Mm. Um, I also liked um, the, in the Crow's tribe, um, mm -hmm. their punishment of the wire. I thought that was quite um, creative. Because yeah. yeah. in a way, it was like a combination of the two forms of like medieval execution yeah. of a hanging, well, hanging. And a beheading. Uh, so I thought that was yeah. quite clever. Yeah, um, yeah, that was brutal, wasn't it? Yeah, and um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. Other the, the 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 sex scene, like when she first took Keanu. Oh my god, that was a mindfuck. <laughs> that was a mindfuck, bro. Like the scariest part of that year was when, like, because she's got that little claw thing. Yeah, bro. When she held his piece, yeah, I <laughs> with that claw hand. <laughs> I, if that was me, I'd be crying. I'd be crying. I swear to God, no, I was so scared for him. It's when she said, "It's when she said, if you come before me, this knife will go through your chest." I was like, "Bruh, oh, oh my god!" I think that so. he's got, he's, he's got, he's got to be firm as well. He has to hold that. You can't let feel. You can't let feel. Like, oh man, it was, it was that. It was that. I don't know why I died in that situation. I'd have died. <laughs> oh, but yeah, cool. All right, Stevie, up to you. Do you want to do... Uh, you know, I for one more? haven't seen any of High Rise Invasion, so... Okay. Um, let, uh, division. Let's, let's do WandaVision. Let's do WandaVision then. All right, All right. Uh, Stevie, what was your thought on this? This, this episode is basically... Right, I was talking to you earlier. This is a filler episode, man. This was like what you get in anime when they have nothing to, <laughs> to do for the main story. Um <laughs> Yeah. It felt like there was a lot of um, a, a lot of exposition in this, where they were sort of like they were they were joining mm. up the dots. But I think the thing that's that shocked—I mean, major spoilers. Can I yeah. go into? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah go spoilers. The, the thing that surprised me the most was them actually showing these witches having <coughs> powers. Yeah, I like I was like, where the fuck's that come from? Like, this isn't like. Is this got something to do with the, what, some of the power stones or some of the infinity stones? Is this, you know, what's giving them the power, you know, or whatever? But um, yeah. then I did think about all the other characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with all their crazy powers, and I thought, well, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's possible. But that was when was it? Back in like the seventeen hundreds, wasn't it? Yeah, 
Well, yeah, it was earlier than that, I think. But it was during, maybe it could be since the hundreds, um, during was the Dark Ages. Yeah. So she's um, been around for that long, and they were talking about her having some sort of like, um, like messing with chaos magic or something like that, or yeah, yeah. Magic one, that one she one. shouldn't be messing with. And um, so I think that for me, this bit, I'm, I'm so invested in this show. I, I, I can't. Yeah. I just want more, 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 more. So yeah, it was it was brilliant, but at the same time, I kind of was like a little bit bemused by all the magic that was going on in it. But uh, I almost like was half expecting Doctor Strange to pop up. Yeah, sure. Uh, maybe, maybe the next episode, isn't it? Maybe, yeah. Uh, Mayan, what's your thoughts on this one? Um, yeah, I liked all the reveals and everything that I was going through. Um, when I when you probably saw, oh, it was Agatha who spoke back to her and, you know, was acting a fool and whatnot, and she also was like, she was in control. I was like, you are the biggest snake ever. <laughs> um, and, like, the one, that, uh, the one that got me in tea was when she, she killed Sparky. I was like, raw. Yeah. yeah, you did that. You did that. Um, yeah, but it was really good because, obviously, going through... Um, everything that led up to where we are now i really like that because i wanted to see what it was that actually set off wonder and we got that confirmed so that was great to see um i'm giving it a for me i i don't really give things uh a whole chicken so i'm still gonna give us a three uh a three a three piece mm. um what i like about this episode is are the memes are the agatha memes the agatha memes are disgusted <laughs> they're disgustingly funny um one of the memes was like oh yeah i never i never the eighth season of game of thrones i was like you bitch <laughs> you know what i mean hold on my my, and, uh, my you're talking about the previous episode have you seen the latest episode the latest episode okay you're just talking about a lot of stuff that happened in the previous episode so i was just i was just no because it. obviously because it, 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 it kind of link it links on from this doesn't it okay. because we could we go back in time to also see what um the the what um, the events that Wanda went through to get to where she is mm. now. That was this season. That was this uh, episode of uh, Friday Night's episode. But it still links back from all that to now, which is why I'm mentioning it, mentioning it as well. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, three piece. T? Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. This is a tough one, this one. Um, considering this is the penultimate episode, uh, there was a lot of reveals and a lot of exposition, but like you said, it felt it felt kind of like a filler episode. Mm. It didn't feel like I don't know. It's weird because like I feel like some of the other episodes have been better than this one, but then at the same time, this has given us a lot of answers. So I'm like I'm somewhere between like a half chicken and a free piece. Mm. But I feel like just because like I'm enjoying the the journey and I'm I'm. I'm on the wave, and I, I, I'm going to just give it a free piece. Mm. Um, I feel like everything, all the reveals were earned. I feel like there was a lot of misdirection mm. within the show that um, has been clarified this episode. Um, for example, um, Vision. We we had clarification on how Vision is back, and yeah. like I said, there was a major misdirection during the show. Because I'm sure Hayworth, or whatever his name is, Hayward, Hayward, said that she broke in and stole his body. Yeah. Mm. So we were all under the assumption that she had kind of reanimated his corpse mm-hmm. and 
that's what was walking around town. Mm. But obviously it turns out she didn't. She yeah. didn't steal his body, which makes her even more powerful because she's created a whole new vision. Do you know what I mean? And the body is still with... Um, Hayward. Sword. We're still mm. with Sword. Mm. Um, which explains a lot. But at the same time... Um, there were also things that they went into that kind of contradict things that have been mentioned in the past. Like specifically when they showed the scene with um, the the new the, um, the 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 bomb, the Stark bomb hitting their house when they were kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't play out exactly the same way that Quicksilver described it in Age of Ultron. Um, I think what he says in Age of Ultron is that they were the four of them were were having dinner, uh, mm. and then the first shell hit two floors below and made a big hole in the floor. Mm. Um, the parents, he says, our parents go in. I don't know if he means they fell in or if they like went down to try and help people. Mm. But then he said, then the whole building started coming apart. So I grabbed her, referring to Wanda. Mm. and rolled under the bed then the second then the second shell hits but it doesn't go off and so that kind of happened hold on one sec mate yeah no worries um <clears throat> well i i for me i thought the episode was a half chicken at the very best again like i said earlier okay. it felt like a filler episode um i feel like maybe it was it was honestly maybe pandering is a bit strong of a word but i felt like it was came for those that maybe aren't the biggest Marvel fans that haven't been like following the M- MCU as mm-hmm. as tightly as other people have been. Um and again for the episode this is like obviously the next episode is meant, is, is the finale in it. And you would expect mm-hmm. like you know you would have a little bit more of a, a lead up to it. Um mm-hmm. I was also a little bit annoyed well not annoyed annoyed might not be the right word for it but like I didn't appreciate like well, again appreciate is probably the right way, but we didn't see um what do you call it um oh I forgot her name the font font fonton chick um Monica Rambeau oh um, Rambeau yeah like we didn't see anything to do with what happened at the end of the last episode and mm. that was a little bit jarring to see yeah 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 um yeah I can see that I can see that um. That's because they're going to save, save it all for the for next episode, aren't they? Yeah. They're going to have, yeah. like, her versus Quicksilver or something like that, and then... Mm. Um, well, hey, so do you, do you think that um, Mephisto's out of the picture now? I, I, I really don't. I really don't, because the two kids are from... Um, are beings pulled from Mephisto's uh, energy, so... I don't think Mephisto is totally out. Um, I think that... Because, the reason why I don't think that is because um, when they mentioned chaos magic, right? Yeah. Or, um, or um, uh, what's it? Agatha. Hmm. Um, Agatha sort of, was it? Um, practicing dark magic and whatnot, right? That's that was right, all not yeah. for chaos magic. And um, with Wonder. Her chaos magic actually does a lot more. So we saw that she you know, she puts hexes on people and stuff like that, and things just sort of happen. Happens to go well for her, but she uses her powers right. 
But actually, she could do a whole lot more of her powers, and one of them being, is being able to pull, you know, people from other other dimensions. I mean, not from other dimensions, but she's able to pull people and um, sort of control them to bend into the world. Very, very similar to what we see with Agnes. Um, and she's actually a conduit for energies, which is why I still think that Mephisto, uh, that Mephisto plot stands. Hmm. Um... Um, do you think it's going to sit behind a lot of movies and then become like I think much so. further down the line? It's going to become the sort of like the um, the Thanos. Yeah, the Thanos. Yeah, like, yeah. I can I can see that of the arc. I can see that. Yeah, I think we'll take mm. both her and um, her and uh, Doctor Strange to end up uh, fighting against them. Um, so just a bit of background knowledge on um on actually Wanda. So <clears throat> T already mentioned in the previous episode that uh she's an Nexus being of six one six. Um actually in the comic books, her Chaos Magic is from the Elder God Cathon, uh who was a prisoner at Mount Wondergore, which is the birthplace of Wanda, which they mentioned. Um he touched her as a baby, allowed a fraction of his power to pass into her, uh given the ability to control Chaos Magic. Without his influence, Wanda's powers would have not sorry, would have manifested as simply Energy manipulation. So that's the Doctor Strange theory, and so that's that's why that's why I said I can see her sort of pulling on different energies. Um, yeah, pull on different energies, and uh, rather be you know Mephisto's. So yeah, that's that. Those are my sort of thoughts. Um, oh, those those are my part of my notes. Um, I can actually read out T stuff because T seems to be busy. He might add to the layer, but. Uh, T says, right, syllabus trials fake out, which is bodies drained and left like the boy in the Your Magic ad. Um, will the protection spell affect Doctor Strange if he shows up? That'll be, that was interesting because when um, Agatha's in the basement, she says that the only person that's able to uh, use magic is her. Um, she was the being that created that, uh, that protection spell. Um, the fake Pietro uh, was a possession spell. As mentioned of necromancy, but his body was in another continent, so there's that to uh, look at as well. Um, Agatha took a strand of Wanda's hair, similar to what Doctor Strange did to Thor in Ragnarok. Um, Winston star bomb scene. Ah, um, uh, team mentioned that already. So, Oleg, father and Arena mother, confirmed no relation to Magneto. In comics, it's unclear whether the twins are. The children of Django and Maria Maximoff, or if they are actually the children of Magneto and Magda Eisenhardt, uh, who were then adopted by the Maximoffs. So it could still go either way in MCU, so that's something that they need to uh, clarify for us. Um, there's a question here Did Wanda stop the bomb going off, hinted that she already had the power of probability, mm-hmm. or is it a case that it was just a more functioning um, bomb? I like to think it's the former, where you know, she actually did have the uh power probability there and simply didn't know she did that. Um and we witnessed the mindstone scene where Agatha says it awakened the power that was already inside her. She sees a vision of herself as the Scarlet Witch. She edited the CCTV footage. Um yeah Hayward was already mentioned. Um T has some interesting theories as to the finale showdown. So Agatha versus Wonder, Vision versus Vision Monica versus Pietro. Um, Photo can move at the speed of light in the comic books, whereas Pietro, I think, can't. Or if he can, um, that's the limit of his power. Okay. Um, <clears throat> he goes on to the end credit scene. I just put my bullet points. 
that um, White Vision, in the comic books, White Vision was similarly dismantled by government agencies and had all his memories wiped in an attempt to, uh, to safeguard against classified information he had obtained. Mm-hmm. This left him emotionless and with no personal ties to Wanda and their children. The Avengers eventually reassembled him and uploaded all the information that they had. Could Shuri have backed up his memory to um, in Infinity War? Mm-hmm. And he eventually got his colors back by body swapping with another vision from a parallel dimension. So perhaps that could be Wanda's hex vision. Okay. Um, Mm. Yo, um, back by the way. <clears throat> oh, 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 cool. I was reading off your notes. So I've, uh, I've got the last yeah, two no, bullet no. points. I've got the last two bullet points. Do you want to, do you want to uh, take it away and uh, finish off with those? Uh, okay, so... Well, have you gone through everything already? Just, okay. Yeah, I just went through your notes. Through your notes. So next is the Paul Bethany mention. Uh, okay, where are we? Um, last time. Okay, yeah, all right. Basically, this is just a bit of like behind the scenes kind of stuff for the last episode. So Paul Bettany in interviews mentioned um, filming with a certain actor that he said he's always admired. He's always wanted to work with. And they shot a few scenes together and they had tremendous chemistry and blah, blah, and all this. Mm. Now, a lot of people thought he was talking about the same person that Elizabeth Olsen may have been talking about in another interview. Mm. But seeing how this one ended, do we think he was just talking about himself? <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. That'd Do be you nice. think he's got seen? Because obviously there's going to be some kind of vision versus vision showdown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think he was just like trolling us and talking about himself? Like, yeah, I've always admired myself as an actor and I've always wanted to work with myself and, you know, got tremendous chemistry. With my, like, Mate, I can see, I can so see that. Him being him, I can so see that. Mm. Because I what really... Elizabeth Olsen said in one of her interviews, um, she said that uh, there would be a, a cameo in this show on the levels of Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian. Mm. Now, mm. that could just be um, Pietro, or there could be something more coming. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. So, could Ooh. that be Doctor Strange? Like, would you think Doctor Strange is a cool. Luke Skywalker level cameo? Yeah, that's a thing. He's a pretty big character, and it's also Benedict um, Cucumber Batch. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. he's a pretty famous actor, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, because yeah, it could be Benedict Cucumber Batch. Um, oh, that's interesting. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to that. Who else could it be, though, in terms of like mega twists, like? Is there a character that would be like, <clears throat> um, I don't know, could could um, could the Scarlet Witch bring back someone else from the dead or something like that? See, some people were thinking um, it could be like someone from the X-Men. Oh, like Magneto, um, maybe. If Michael Fassbender turns up as Magneto, that would be... That would be nuts. That would blow people's minds, wouldn't it? Yeah. But how things have ended up going with this Pietro thing, it doesn't seem like that is the Pietro from the X-Men. It's just some... Mm. I don't know. Like, Who do we think he is? Is he just another guy? Like, you know... I think his casting is important. Uh, I think his casting is important. I'm wondering if it's just like stunt casting, like they've just done that on a meta level to to throw the audience off because for Wanda to trust this guy as her brother, 
I mean, if it was anyone else, us as an audience would just be like, that's not Pietro. Like, why is she even? Mm. But since they cast him, who has been Quicksilver in another movie franchise, that's yeah. kind of made us second guess ourselves as an audience. Mm. So is it just that? Is that Was that the only goal of his casting? Or is there more to it? Because I don't know. I, I'm I, After this episode, I'm starting to think maybe... Um, Maybe oh, I know who's going to be. I know who's going to be. It's going to be Ooh. Bruce Campbell. Oh my day! Oh yeah, that's it. Three, three completed. Three completed. <laughs> he'll be there with like one, one his his chainsaw arm. That's what it'll be. Yes. Right? Yo. Oh, By the way, if you guys notice that. Um, Scarlet Witch was finally used as in the name Scarlet yeah, Witch yeah, was finally used. I thought that was pretty cool because used. all this time, yeah, all this time hasn't been used anything. Like, come on, just say the name, we know who it is. Come on, <laughs> give it to us. And they finally did. Um, but yeah, I think Agatha's gonna lose this fight. I'm not gonna lie, I, I think either she's gonna lose the fight <clears throat> or she's gonna somehow try and train um, uh, Wanda while she's in possession of her kids to uh to make her strong enough to, I don't know, do something like open up a, open up a portal or something or passageway See, or something like that. It's weird. I don't know what Agatha's endgame is anymore because, like... She seems more fascinated. It's, the, it's the kids. I'm sure it's the kids still. I'm sure that hasn't changed. It's not the kids. It's she wants to understand how um, Wanda got to that power level and she Ooh. wants that power for herself. That's why she's... Do, she, she's like... So... She wouldn't have come to Westview if Wanda hadn't ex- ex- exhibited that level yeah. of power. She wants that power for herself. Yeah. Yeah, but... but I think the way she's going to get that power will be something to do with kids and Mephisto in the end. I think she wants that power to revive Mephisto. Or that. Yeah, or that. Or that. Mm. Yeah, Ben people will be doing dark magic and whatnot yeah, and Mephisto probably goal. being the centre of that yeah I could, that could be it as well yeah I think that's her end goal see I don't know I don't know if we have enough time like if we've only got one episode left unless it's like a feature length episode well the rumours are it's going to be 50 minutes yeah I mean even so like I don't know if I don't know if there's enough time to now introduce the concept of Mephisto and say like that. I, I feel like Agatha is is the main villain. Like whether mm-hmm. or not she knows Mephisto or is working with him or wants to 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 reanimate him or whatever. I don't think we're gonna get that much into it in the show. Maybe that might be part of the Doctor Strange movie. Well, um, yeah, we were we were speculating whilst you were away whether. Mephisto could well be like the overarching Thanos type villain that's sort of behind all of this, but it'll be like mm. a real slow burn and that, you know, like we might not actually see any exposition about Mephisto until way mm. down the line, but there'll be just shitloads of hints and like, you know, like <laughs> suggestion and building and all that kind of stuff, you know, mm. do, do you think that's a, a, do you think that, that's how it's going to end up? Yeah, I agree. I, I think Mephisto could definitely be the guy behind the scenes, especially since a lot of the movies 
he could be involved with like Spider-Man, Doctor Strange and so on. Like he could definitely be Fantastic the, the overarching villain for those things. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of how this show is going to end, I think, I mean, obviously you, you said you read my, the notes that I put while we was there, but, but mm-hmm. what do we all think about this, this like final showdowns? Because obviously we've got um, Wanda set up to, against Agatha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vision versus Vision. Yeah. And then we could even have Monica Rambeau versus Pietro situation. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, they're still outside the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the comics, Photon, she can move at the speed of light. Like, that's one of her powers. So we could have, like, a super fast battle go down between Quicksilver and uh, Monica. Yeah, the thing is that Monica is really powerful. Um, in the comic, in the in the comics anyway, she's really powerful. Like she's one of those characters who's too strong for the MCU, so they're gonna have to massively downgrade her powers or treat this as her learning. Um, or yeah, treat, yeah, her, treat this as a learning. Her learning, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, because um, that with Monica Rambeau, not only can she move fast as fast as speed of uh, speed of light, but she has several energy manipulation powers. Basically, her powers are that she's able to manipulate energy. Any, any sort of energy frequency that she recognizes or is, is attuned to, she can use it. And it's different from, in a way, she, like, say, for example, um, her versus Thanos. Thanos will have been obliterated. This is like, April, again, we're talking comic book levels. Um, in some cases, she's even as strong as Wanda. So if she was able to tap into Wanda's uh, uh, energies, for example, she'd be able to beat Wanda. Or at least be, or at least they'll be at a stalemate because Wonder is also extremely powerful. Um, so that's how I see it. Either Pietro is going to be no competition to her, or what will happen is that Monica defeats Pietro, which I, which I'm sure uh, the plot will uh, look to do, and then help out um, Wonder against Agatha. Mm. Mm. All right, yeah. um, Stevie, do you want to say goodbye? And then we'll I'm going to bust the move, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. so tired now, so... Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me, guys. Oh, oh nice. thanks for being on. We miss you. Again, I miss you. I can't speak to you. Stevie. Catch you next week. <laughs> see you guys later. All right, see you. Have a good yeah, night. Yeah, Take care. Good night. All right, the last thing that we are going to talk about tonight... <laughs> Which I'm even surprised that T watched it since he was like bitching and moaning about not getting stuff done. And he's pretty much Bro. everything on the list is High Rise Invasion on Netflix. Um, yeah. Uh, so High Rise Invasion is based off a Japanese manga series written by Su- Susuni. Su- no, that's not Susuni. Suna Mura and illustrated by Takahiro Oba. Um, these series were series online in, DN- in Data's manga box apps. From 2005 to March 2019, with um, an uh, again original anime series uh, being uh, it was which was adapted by Zero G, which was streamed worldwide to Netflix in February 2021. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, so basically, the plot is high school student Yuri Hon- Honjo finds herself lost in a normal space where countless skyscrapers are connected by suspension bridges and marks figures mercilessly slaughter their confused and fleeing victims. To survive in this hellish world, she has two choices, kill the mask figures or be killed. Yuri is determined to survive in order to destroy this ir- ir- irrational world, but what will be her ultimate fate be? All right, so I'm going to let T give us surface views and his rating. Um... 
All right, my surface views. Again, this is a pleasant surprise. Like I said, I haven't really been into anime as much in recent years. Mm -hmm. um, this was a nice surprise. I like movies or stories that like take place in like a magical, like different world. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like Wizard of Oz or Alice in Wonderland or like Labyrinth mm -hmm. kind of thing. And this is like a fucked up version of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I kind of like how it started where like there's no explanation how she got there and stuff and it just it just goes from there. Um and I I would give it I would give it a free piece. Mm -hmm. It held my attention. I I really got into it. I like the concept. Uh, it was well paced like information was given to you like at a steady pace and you know what I mean it kept your attention I nodded in agreement <laughs> it, yeah <laughs> and then even um, even stuff that like you think you you know now mm. other things would come out about it or it, it, you learn about how it could be used in different ways uh, so I feel like it, I feel like it was really um yeah, no, it, it was definitely held my attention. It entertained me. It was a cool concept that was executed well. Yeah. I have one gripe. Yeah. I have one gripe. God. Um, and it's it's a it's a dumb little nitpick, mm -hmm. but obviously, again, like I don't want to get too much into it because we're going to get into it. But you have different masks. Yeah. And each mask grants you like a different ability or a different like role within this world mm -hmm. yeah um now i just got annoyed whenever they said the phrase ones who are closer to god mm -hmm. i feel like they could have come up with something better than that because it just like to my ears it just sounded <laughs> awkward like Every time they were saying it, they were like, oh my God, there are two ones who are closest to God now. Oh, are you one who is closest to God? Well, how about, but can ones who are closer to God? So, I'm like, bro, so could, I, it, I they could have called, they could have called them demigods, no? Like, I, I or think, some, something, I, do you know what I mean? So I think, I don't know for definite, because like, obviously I'm not fluent in Japanese at all. Um, but yeah. I think the way it was translated, translates to that. I think, you know when someone just translates something for Bayum and don't add like real world context or doesn't add like the the Western not euphemisms but like doesn't apply Western knowledge to it because mm. again you say demigods is probably better because they're obviously all trying to become gods in it and they've been yeah. kind of granted powers of a demigod and do you know what I mean it's, it's kind of like when they translate Shinigami. If they were clever, they'll just say Grim Reaper, but they never translate as Grim Reaper. They just always just say Shinigami and explain that a Shinigami mm. is like a, a death, uh, not a death, is, is in a sense a Grim Reaper, but they never just change it to Grim Reaper. Which in the mm -hmm. West, if you just said Grim Reaper, we'd understand. If they called, yeah. all the, if they called um um the the guy from uh, and again, it's also because it's a little bit different because the guy from um. Why am I forgetting what the anime is called? Oh my gosh, Death Note. The guy from Death Note, he's not, he's is a Grim Reaper, but he's technically not a Grim Reaper. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, so mm. it's different because he is a Shinigami and we don't really have, as far as I'm aware, an English translation for that. 
Mm. So maybe in this, and again, I I'm not an expert in it, so I, I don't know. But I think maybe because there's not a a demigod translation or whatever word Japanese word that they were using, it translates to closer to God instead of demigod. Because I'm pretty sure I've seen in animes where they have demigods, so I don't know yeah. why they wouldn't use that. Again, it could be yeah. because of who subtitled it or who did the voice dub. I get. I get it could be like a translation issue, mm. like maybe it, it it means, but I don't know because I that I I get what they meant. Like I get that they're like, yeah, this is someone who's like one one stage closer mm. to like being that, God, yeah, and yeah. ruling that world. But it it just it, for me it, it just sounded awkward every time they said it. It was like. Ah, oh, like because they've got like they call the masks angels, yeah. and you've got guardian angels, mm-hmm. and you've got like the, and and it was so well um, thought out mm-hmm. and so well realized that whenever they'd come to like the actual main thing of it, like ah, oh, these people are one step away from being God, it just seemed like like come on, you could have put like one more hour of work into that <laughs> and just come up with a better name, like. Ones who are closer to God. Are you one who is closer to God? I'm one who is closer to God. I think that there's two ones who are closer to God's over there. And if you're, and also, yeah, again, because um, the first one who is closer to God that turns up is that girl. The, mm-hmm. the girl with like the green hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool, cool, cool and, one. Yeah, and so when she turned up, and then um, Sniper Mask was got the command like not to kill her mm-hmm. because she's one closer to God. I was thinking like, rah, is it because like, because she seems so nice and like she seemed, maybe it's like, rah, she can't be driven to um, like commit suicide and she can't be given all this grief or whatever. How, I can't remember how they put it, but mm. she she's maybe so optimistic or has such a way of looking at life or that, like, what is it about her that makes her, um, worthy of being a, a, a candidate to becoming the God, a God of this world? No, she just put on a mask. <laughs> like she just put on the mask that didn't have a mouth on it. That's all. Like, I was like, is that it? Like, so anyone can become one who's closer to God. Then if you just find the right mask, that as well was the one thing that I thought was like, well, I, I was expecting something deeper out of that, but again, it, it made sense. Like it's kind of like a game. Do you know what I mean? It's like a game. You find the mask, you get given your role. Um, yeah, but no. Anyway, apart from those two little things, like I like the show. Uh, I give it a free piece. Um, there's a lot of panty shots. Like. Oh, uh, if this wasn't done by Netflix, we would have gotten a lot more. This could have been super edgy. Like they, I, they, they held back a lot. <laughs> I heard that because before I watched it, mm. I, I, you, you, you said that in the group, and you was yeah. like, "Right, oh, this. If this wasn't done by Netflix, like this would have had a lot more like panty shots and edgy shit, and yeah. like they, they use camera angles to cover up. And then uh, sometimes, yeah, I mm. noticed they did do that. Mm. But then a lot of times, like there was unnecessary panty shots, like. And and like like the guy putting his head in the in the girl's like tits right. to relax himself yeah. and like then they're always like showering and bathing and stuff and they're like naked and even when they go into the um the 
the like the Matrix or whatever. Yeah, they're, they're naked. They're naked. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I was like, right, that's, that's like, just the like. I don't again, know what I, that is. Just such a part of the Japanese culture that like, <laughs> it, mm. I. I, I, I I, I would have to speak to someone to find out why. Well, again, I kind of do know because it is kind of majority of the anime that we watch, especially this one, is kind of aimed at um, young boys or young adults and teenagers. So those between mm. like, I don't know, 16 to 20. Do you know what I mean? So for for them, it would be like, oh my gosh, be, like, you know, boobs. Like, you know, I don't know. Maybe they block porn in Japan so they don't have access to that. So that I, I, don't, I don't think they do. That's what they, um, this is what they get it from. Yeah, I mean, what I will say is that uh, I, was, I was watching it, I was like, oh, we like those. And I was like, wait, they're school kids. And I, I, just, I, just felt weird. I just felt weird from then on. Every time I saw it, I was just like, oh, please, not another, not another uh, panty flash or whatever. Like, I yeah. just don't want to see it. There was it just feels weird. Like, you know I mean? even, even, it is weird, but even like silly little things like, um, what's her name? Not not Yuri, not the main one. What's the blonde one? Her, her like lesbian friend. <laughs> oh, um, it's Nisi. I want to uh, say it's Nisi. My Mayuko. Yeah, her. She she put on the mask, one of the angel masks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there was like the hologram version of her that kept talking to her in it. Yeah, yeah. Now again, like it's not that like I was focusing on their panties, but like they kept putting it in your face here. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. I only noticed towards the end colors. that the real one has has blue stripes. Yeah. And the hologram one has red stripes. Yeah. I was like, like, you put so much thought and detail into these movies. <laughs> like, they, that's what they do. I was like, is this like a is it is this like a main plot point of the show or something? Like, does that mean something? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. They, they like, do that in a I, lot of anime. I, I, mm. Um, let, let's move on. Martin, Martin, uh, what's your like what's we have thoughts and um Ryan. Okay, so I like the world. Um, I think having the masks is a, is a, is a really nice idea. Um, I'm trying to figure out what other show has a mask they put on it. It just changes you completely, but I can't remember off, off the top of my head. Um, the mask. <laughs> well, okay, okay. I meant, I meant besides, besides the obvious, the mask. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, besides that one. But yeah, um, I think I think it's a really good concept and how different masks each give different abilities. So the spider mask, for example, um, either make you despair your despair was it i don't know normal people um suicide or murder themselves um mm. the angry mask has specific instructions so don't attack humans unless they feel threatened etc etc and the neutral masks which are non-combatants and finally the faceless masks which keep free will and makes you closer to god um i like the fact that um yuri like as soon as she's on the, on the skyscraper or the high-rise building and you know she finishes talking to us to her brother. She's like she knows what she's doing straight away. Like there's no there's no delay. There's no oh um I'm gonna try be, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be timid. Yeah, and like you know be whatever. Well. She was with the program straight away. Yeah, and like even that. the way she handled the first guy, I was like, okay, cool. She's on job. And I really like that character. I really like people characters that get it straight away. And you know just with the program. Yeah, if it survived, I'm surviving right from the get go. And I did not see that coming. I thought it was gonna be annoying to watch, and she surprised me. Mm-hmm. Um. I like the fact that you know the the actual female the 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 female leads are actually really good. Um, mm. They are badass. Um, I think I'm gonna, this, I'm gonna give this a three piece just based on the fact that you know the story is good. Uh, every episode gives you something, um, even if it's uh, even if it's a bit of exp- explanation. Um, they still allow you to enjoy some action bits. Still allow you to enjoy 
enjoy um, the, the continuation of the story and everything like that. So that's why I'm giving it three piece. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a three piece as well. Uh, I really like the um, sniper boss character. Like, he just gave me jokes. Like, he looked just cool and badass. Um, I did initially think that the sniper mask was the brother and then that's what I thought yeah and I, I, thought that as well. I like the way they like switched it up and it turned out to be the brother's friends I thought that was really cool because like mm. I was just like they kept on setting it up and like it was the brother in it and I was like oh I didn't like I didn't see it coming until they revealed it and you know me I normally like to predict mm-hmm. things and I'm a majority of the time I'll say I'm right but the fact that I was just like oh yeah that's the, the sniper guy's gonna end up being her, her brother that's being controlled and that's why he's trying to kill yeah. her because he doesn't know that it's her yet um, yeah, I, I like the idea of like when his marks cracked, it kind of affected um, his memory. So he started to remember things and like that made yeah. the other marks now want to go and kill him. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I don't one know. Thing if, is, go on, sorry. One, one thing as well, again, like you said, like back in the day, like that was your thing. Like just no, like you ruined a lot of shit for me back in the day. <laughs> when we were like, I, bet, I bet this is going to happen. And then it happens. And I'm like, you fucking dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I, I've gotten to that kind of stage now as well, where like, again, like, like, like we said with um, the tribes of Europa, like yeah. I saw a lot of the shit coming. Yeah. Like, um, so I, I've kind of like pride myself on that as well. of seeing shit coming, but one thing I didn't see coming and, and I kind of felt stupid afterwards for not realizing, <laughs> but mm. when, when, um, when, what's the main one? Yuri. Yeah. When yeah. Yuri. She put, when she put her mask on, I fully forgot that she got that mask from the other guy and it was a mm. faulty mask. Because remember, she was getting attacked and he was like, yeah, my mask is my mask is defective. Like, I don't have to follow the rules. Like, I, I, I've gained all the powers yeah. and I don't have to... Blah, blah. No, not when Yuri put it on, sorry. When her lesbian friend yeah, put yeah, it Lisa, on. Yeah, Nisi, I think I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she was like, this is the only way I can save you. And I was thinking, that's dumb. Like, <laughs> how, is, how is you putting the mask on going to save her? It's going to make you kill her. And then as soon as she put the mask on, she like leaped towards her like she was going to kill her. And I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> like, of course. But then like in the last second, she like turned and killed whoever the other mask yeah. was. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then she was like, yes, I got this mask from like, that's when the exposition, like yeah. anime love exposition, boy. <laughs> like they love getting into things and explaining shit. So when she was like, yes, I've got this mask and this mask is defective. I was like, duh, of course. <laughs> like, that, that just happened. Like, <laughs> why did I see that? Like, of course. I so I, was, I thought that was quite clever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think it was, I think it was quite good at, um, like, throwing you off and, and kind of revealing stuff like that. Mm. And just the whole mechanics of how all the masks worked yeah. was quite well thought out and their roles mm-hmm. and stuff. And the fact that, initially when there was like oh yeah these masks they don't actually kill you mm. they just lead you to despair so that you want to kill yourself yeah i thought all right that's an interesting concept but it kind of takes away some of the um like the tension mm. because i'm going to be like okay so whenever a mask turns up he's not going to kill you but then some of them did start trying to kill you and it was yeah, like because, okay well then what's this about because yeah but then obviously some of the te- masks yeah. are under control mm. of the the ones who are closer to god yeah so but also as well like, yeah sorry also as well it says that if if the mask realizes that you're not someone that's going to commit suicide they will kill you mm. so their main job is to push you to kill yourself but if, if they can sense that you're someone that's like strong-willed then their 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 mission objective changes to 
kill this person. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I liked it. I thought. I thought. So I, 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 again, I was surprised. Like, this was one of the ones out of all the list of stuff. Mm. I was expecting this would be the one that I didn't finish, mm-hmm. but I got sucked in, man, and, and I, I, I like binged it. Um, yeah, and, and I really enjoyed it. That's dope. I, I, all I want to say is that, like, obviously, there's going to be a season two, yeah, but. The justice, the justice ju- judgment guy or justice angel, yeah. If mm. he was like, he was the strongest person that we've seen, and he's now with Yuri. What are Bro. the other people gonna look like? Because you, you're, you're, they're gonna have to have stronger people because they're gonna need someone to take him on. Mm. So, but then again, again, I kind of see that character as like a Hulk kind of character, mm. where it's like. She can only control him while his powers are um, sealed. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Once she releases his powers, he's uncontrollable again. So, similarly, in the way how the um, like the main villain guy, the one who was closer to God, he used him in a smart way, where it was like he couldn't just tell him go kill these people, yeah. but he set him up in a way where it looked like he had to kill these people. For a certain reason, do you know what I mean? So unless Yuri can use him that way, where she like aims him at people and then unleashes him, mm. she can't necessarily just say, I like defend me, kill these people. She can't do that because he's he's too powerful to be controlled, no? Mm. Yeah, I, I see that. But I think you also sorry, not just not but in addition to what you're saying, I think you have a whole range of uh Mass people with different abilities, so some might be able to be super strong, some might be able to snipe you from, I don't know, at like 400, 500 feet, I don't, I don't know what the correct one is, or maybe a mile away or something like that, on another high-rise building, so um, people are going to have absolutely insane abilities, um, so I'm sure there'll be someone who'll be able to, or quite a few people will be able to counteract him, um, not to mention that guy who's also already able to control 30 other masked people um he's still gonna be a main threat so when season two comes out uh, they'll still need to recruit more people um either forcefully or by way of you know grab a few survivors or whatnot and yeah then try to unlock the unlock the powers in some sense do you know also peak about this world like because normally when you do these animes things yeah like it's normally mm. the same kind of age group so you either have all adults or all teenagers isn't it the fact that you've got yeah. adults teenagers and you've got kids like the little boy was like like he was a child you know what i mean and it was just bad watching yeah. it like and you find out that his mum's in this world as well uh, uh even iron as well yeah iron's like oh no 12 but then she's a killer because she's got samurai sword so she's broken anyway. <laughs> um we all know about characters with samurai swords if a character has a samurai sword they're broken they're broken of course they're broken um but yeah man that pretty much covers like we've had a really long episode we've had a lot of news very very long lot of movies this is like a throwback to the olden days where we used to go like three four hours on a regular basis Mm -hmm. um uh i literally i just want to give a shout out to both t and uh martin um because like this week they've been killing it with the notes for the show um, and I've actually like saved me the well, not, I want to say the hassle, but have saved me having to like go through everything and add the different notes. Like it's been on point mm-hmm. in it. So the, today, this week's notes are provided by T and mine. So big shouts to them. Um, but yeah, guys, mm-hmm. if you're making it to the end and you've enjoyed what you've listened to, um, please leave us a review. Um, please share us with your friends. Uh, give us a like on all our different social medias. Um, 
And yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Oh, I'm about to sneeze. Oh, oh that was terrible. <laughs> Bless uh, you. Damn. Um, <laughs> yes. Sorry about that sneeze. Uh, yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, without further ado, uh, Martin, say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. Big T, say bye to the people. Bye to the people. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye now.